PKA 583 with our guest drifter, Taylor. This episode of PKA brought to you by Blue Chew Feels CBD. And of course, Lock and Load. You can find all those links below. Code PKA for 20% off the Lock and Load product and all the other uh, Gorilla Mind stuff. Drifter, thank you so much for rejoining us. So I was over at your channel today getting the kind of feel for what's up with you. Mm-hmm. And everyone who watched the previous episodes, which I'm sure as most people know, that you were going through some serious like endocrine system hormone problems. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be out of the woods. Is that correct? I hope so. Uh, I'm definitely a lot better than where I was. I have no more answers than I had then, despite a disgusting amount of medical tests, including a very expensive full genetic breakdown. Uh, Mm -hmm. The doctors wanted to see if I was an intersexed individual. So oh, did that you was get it? really fun. No, no, I was actually perfectly normal. Did but... you get it? Like it's a prize. <laughs> it's like a prize <laughs> win. Yeah. No, um, it, it's been wild. It's spread to my hands and arms, and they've more recently come back. The issue these days is not the overall quality, but some unpredictability. They're just bad days here and there, and nobody knows mm-hmm. what's going on. I've done every reasonable, sane thing anybody recommended, and it went pretty much nowhere. So I've moved away from all of that, and I'm just decided I'm going to live with whatever's happening, or it's going to kill me. But I can't waste all of my free time hunting down medical mysteries because that's You're just not doing testosterone. Mm-hmm. Did, you did that for a bit, right? Um, I did not. I tried oh, almost everything COVID. else uh, because the purpose behind it was to do things to my endocrine system to see how it would respond. So if it responded interestingly we've learned something and i did i have no i've lost track of how many different things they made me do and we got nothing interesting whatsoever mm. mm-hmm. okay well that sucks so <laughs> yeah. like you're you're feeling good now is it like a physical feeling good or is it like a mental like i'm not dealing with this shit anymore i'm just gonna ignore it a little like bit of both a little bit of both okay. i mean obviously when you're not feeling like shit all the time it's easier to be normal have normal thoughts do normal things yeah well, that's good. I mean, it seems like you're in a much, much better place. Two times ago when you were on, you're like, yeah, I wake up in cold sweats and I can't eat and my, and my tits yeah. hurt. and my like, it's all, it's oh, yeah, It was all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, the big one was that whatever happened uh, made my hands kind of paralyzing for a little bit, but they're back to relatively normal now. So hopefully, uh, maybe within a week or two, I can go back to playing games, first person shooters, though. I don't think I can necessarily go back to being the man I was. And I think a lot of you are very familiar with this. When you step away from the YouTube space for a long period of Mm -hmm. time, you can't just come back and refill your old shoes. Somebody else has already filled them. The audience has moved on. People see you differently and may not even just generally have a desire to. So I'm going to have to transition from a nerdy analytical COD stat guy to a broader gaming YouTuber, or perhaps even a much weirder YouTuber. We're doing a lot of marijuana content on the channel, which hey, has been fun. So your, huh. your hands were so paralyzed you couldn't like do Xbox? I, I had difficulty like wiping my ass. Oh, that's... I couldn't eat dinner unless I had a, like a baby fork. I couldn't even use chopsticks. I, uh... Thankfully, he's hairless. Well, a lot, lots of people can't <laughs> use chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, 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 chopsticks thing, I got that too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been weird, but that's kind of a, a dead horse I no longer desire to beat into the ground. I'm just trying to live with whatever in the world is going on and move on with my life. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad and, to hear it, man. And um, how's the shadow people? Have you, have you been... <laughs> how are they? Uh, uh, the true question. Very little. I think I saw one shadow person very briefly a couple of months ago. Uh, so my office, the door is kind of right over here, just off camera. And I was just sitting here doing my thing. And I saw a humanoid kind of shadow walk by. I looked at it and I looked down at the dog and the dog didn't look. And I was like, well, that's probably not real. And I kind of went back to my editing. That's not too bad. 
No, and it's not. It, it's not. Well, let's hope that dog hasn't gotten used to the intruder living in your home. <laughs> no, oh, I've, I've always uh, had to rely on pets for a little a little gauge of reality. If you hear a weird noise or see a weird thing, is the dog interested in it? If the dog's yeah. not interested, it's probably all up here. You've got a whole canary in the coal mine thing going on for your uh, for your hallucinations. Yeah, yeah pretty clever. much, pretty much. Those are extremely infrequent as an adult. As a kid and a teenager, not so much. As an adult, very managed. Yeah, mine are very infrequent. <laughs> I had none. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, you know, we're, we're hoping that it stays that way, but you never know. <laughs> Dude, I was th this is just the other night. Like okay. I had just watched I, I watch a lot of like campy, shitty horror movies late at night. I enjoy them. I, I really I like them. But like you still like if there's a ghoulish face or something, it might stick out to you. And mm -hmm. like I don't really get spooked too much. It just holds my attention. And I was going to bed and like I was looking at, you know, those like side like taller windows that are to the side of your door yeah you can, like, kind of see through mm -hmm. i was my walking life. down my hall and i looked and i saw like an angle off of it that looked like the same ghoulish face of that of that uh got like monster from the movie yeah. and i was like i like didn't respond but i felt my heart rate go like up, 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 up. and then i like looked a little closer and it was like oh that's a that's the light playing oh. tricks. And then I went to bed. I can't imagine spending the rest of the night with what you did where you're like, it's probably not a demon. Probably. It's almost <laughs> probably. certainly not a demon. Like, so this, I, I think this is a thing that men do and women don't do when they see something scary at night. Because I've always do the same thing. And I don't know why. When I see something that I don't know what it is and like the dark, I, I freeze and I stare. I don't want to let whatever I, it is know that I'm afraid. <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah. and but what it really is is I'm 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 computing in my mind. I'm like my mind is like taking that smudgy yeah. figure I see and like you know like fucking moving it Your around transposing it trying smooth. to figure out like like coat rack coat rack. Yep, it's a hoodie on a it's a hoodie on a chair. Hoodie on a chair. Okay, hoodie <laughs> on a chair with a demon mask next to it. That's not my mask. Oh no. You know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta figure that out, right? Like real quick. Oh, but yeah. I've noticed when my girlfriend would see something scary, it's always ah! and run. She yeah. like, like like I think it's the difference between fight or flight. Not that I'm down to do combat with a demon. I want to run too, but it's just not my first inclination. I'm always just like, you know how a dog will do that like instinctive like pointer thing where where like they they all stick their tails yeah. out and like like I, I think there's something like that with us too. I, I think maybe sure. so. I hate kind of hunting instinct, investigation, yeah. evolutionarily just built in at defaults to most men. Also a desire to know what the fuck is going on? Because if something is actually wrong, it would be best to know what is actually wrong instead of, ah, I'll just go to bed and not think so about it. I saw oh, this. Yeah. I saw this really cool thing on YouTube, and they were, um, what they did was they they uh, they take these blurred images of animals and they show them to people. And at first, it's so blurred, it's just a jumble of nonsense. And eventually, mm -hmm. it's a clear picture of what's being shown. And on frame three, people can identify the snake. Because we've uh, our our ancestors, the primates that we evolved from, the the simians, were so keyed into like evolving the ability to pick out uh, snakes in their environment. They were such a problem, and they said that the uh, the eyesight uh, in Asian and African uh, simians were, was especially acute because those were the ones that did evolve alongside uh, snakes. Whereas the the primates from I can't remember the other region that they they, they pointed out, but but like. Those guys didn't have any snakes. Oh, it was those little fucking cute ass monkeys on like in New Zealand or somewhere like that. They're, they're like, these guys can't see for shit because they don't need to. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but but like on front. Oh, is they, it they the, the like lemurs of Madagascar? Something like that. They, but they show yeah. the viewer like in the video, they, they've got these frames and it's like, dude, I could I didn't know that was a bird until like frame eight on frame three. I'm like, like you could see like the coil and like that threatening pose. It's pretty cool. I wonder if it can't be the human. 
Oh, and then they uh, did That's these brain scans of fighter I, pilots, bombers. Then they Superman. had like uh, <laughs> you got me Superman. Oh, for three. Strike. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> too uh, too high IQ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's definitely true. Like I would imagine spiders. Did they do a spider part of that test, Kyle? No, because no, snakes and not. spiders are two things that like you could easily step on an accident back when like we were in ancient times, prior to ancient, like we're cavemen with barely any communication. Monkeys in the trees. Yeah, monkeys in the trees. They scream about snakes. They scream about uh, birds of prey too, because they're yeah. you know they're smaller, like macaques or whatever. Uh, macaque is that is that what those are? Those little, little tiny African sure. macaque monkeys. But yeah, they can get like scooped up by birds, and so they have like different phrases and sounds. Whether they're like "Hey, snake" or like "bird," like they make different chirps <laughs> yeah. based on that, which is really yeah. cool. Uh, oh, forget uh, monkeys are dangerous too. Monkeys will fuck your world up in certain parts of the world. Oh, it's oh, with yeah. rocks and steal stuff and jump you. Uh, so my wife's father grew up on an island and he had to walk the trail where there were monkeys every day. And he would usually walk around the outskirts of the island to, so to cool. avoid the monkey trail, depending on the time of day, or he would have little bullshit to throw. Monkeys. They were so jealous. Yeah, but there's like 50 of them. And I, I didn't I really believe them. And then I went to go monkeys. visit the home island. And lo and behold, there was like 40 motherfucking monkeys just sitting in trees 40? watching me. Oh, yeah. This is not a problem. Well, the, uh, it, take Woody? It, it's Woody because they're sneaky. Like you'll be sitting there with chips and one will distract you on That's purpose racist, and the other Taylor. will come to steal chips from you or or pocket change. <laughs> they learned, I was watching some David Attenborough <clears throat> shit, that in some resort, the, the monkeys learned that if you take a phone, that the person will do anything and give you anything to get that back. And so they'll see you with a drink or a snack and they stop stealing the snack directly. They run over and grab your iPhone and run away. And before you know it, you're like having to make a peace offering of, of, <laughs> of all of this food and like treats to get your phone back. And then it'll like grab the treats, throw your phone down, run oh, away. It looks like monkeys have discovered taxes. Yeah, have you, there's there's that other uh, that study where it took the monkeys like they had a vending machine and coins and it was a little society of male and female ones mm -hmm. and the you know you could put your little coin in and you could get some grapes at the bottom and they figured out the female monkeys almost immediately along with the male monkeys invented prostitution where all yep. the females mm -hmm. were like you can fuck me if you give me your coin and the men would go over give her the coin they'd fuck and then she, the women were all just flush with grapes. So they had a set price, too. I remember reading this study, and it was weird because they had a fixed price for grapes, and they had their own little monkey mm -hmm. economy, and, like, different females had different values or different... Uh, if you if it was, like, late at night or they, were, they knew they were hungry, they would charge more and squeeze mm -hmm. them a bit, and it was kind of interesting. <laughs> I guess we're not that different than them. It's super. Price gouging. Yeah. I like that a lot. Those dirty, slutty monkeys. <laughs> they went tailors... <laughs> Taylor's face lit up like a child when you described a scenario where a man had to walk through a monkey path to get to school every morning. He was just like, that could have been me. Imagine the Taylor who walks through monkeys. monkey paths to school. You, you know what I was yeah, picturing? I was, I was picturing myself in like Steve Irwin shorts, Steve Irwin vest, Steve Irwin hat, like learning along the way. <laughs> but really, I'm just like sunburned and tired and, I, and the monkeys aren't novel on your, anymore. You're imagining one is like your close confidant monkey. He gets on your shoulder and like whispers in your ear and then goes and talks to the others. To He bridges mm -hmm. the gap. Mm -hmm. I, I imagine I want them working for me 
bringing one me day, other people's iPhones. One day, some like bullies like roughing you up outside school, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe a more likely scenario, like a dozen smaller children who you'd been bullying have banded <laughs> together. Um, and but your monkey pals see this going down, and they come to your aid, but they go a little too far because they're monkeys, and they they scratch like. The, the rich mayor's like son's face, just a little superficial yeah. thing. But now he wants to put your monkey monkey asleep. Or they they bite got everyone. They yeah, bite all and the kids and give them HIV. Sounds like a okay. Netflix original. Okay, well I was making a little a little fun little three episode show out of this that we could we not could one sell, episode. But, not but one you turned time. it into but the, the HIV. HIV. <laughs> if, if the kids have HIV, then we need to put these monkeys down immediately. I didn't know these were <laughs> local man were... accused of training a band of HIV positive apes <laughs> to do his bidding. <laughs> We suggest avoiding the man as he and his compatriots are remarkably dangerous and infectious. <laughs> <laughs> this shows me like throwing monkeys at journalists trying to. <laughs> okay, then as soon as the iPhone. news breaks out, all the bug chasers just like flood to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, send your monkeys all over me. I want to get all the AIDS. In a huge backfire, he's canceled the monkey project. <laughs> There's a bunch of. Yeah, we talked about that bug chasing shit like years ago. Ooh. There are some just. Yeah, and we're not going to get into it because because I read some stuff from some forums about bug chasing. If you look around online, you can find forums from like 2006, 2007. Everyone there is posting is clearly dead by now. But <laughs> I was like, about to say, how many is, users are still active? It's like it's people just making post after post, like whole accounts. And you know how you go on a forum about woodworking, and it'll be like Sammy Woodworker posts eight thousand joined mm -hmm. two thousand two. This shit would be like. 35,000 posts joined 99 and all of them are like got my 976th guy paused up today just got a um an, an uh, IRC chat from him that he Wait, was you know positive so these guys are infecting people bug I thought bug chasers wanted to be infected these guys it was are two sides yeah. of the same coin so yeah, there were people you have to have there. an infector yeah and an infectee were, yeah, there were people on there who were like, please, I want AIDS so bad. And there were oh. other people who were like, hey, I'm just handing out AIDS here. And so, what you the know, fuck? natural community. Any of you guys it, familiar this, with Continuum Magazine? It should be a crime. It should be a crime. You guys will like this. Uh, in the early 90s, there was a magazine called Continuum. And it was sort of like an LGBT news magazine. And this was like in the height of the AIDS crisis. Nobody knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. And they just sort of like denied that HIV existed and ran a whole bunch of sort of pseudoscience articles. And the whole people uh, behind it were real believers. The magazine shut down in February 2001 when all of the editors died of HIV. Mm. That's, I mean, poetic. You know, yeah, <laughs> kind of like our leopards ate my face. Shocking. I mean, was there like uh was there like eight guys in the writer room and like six months later, there's two guys and they're like, I don't know, like they all did seem pretty agey. And oh, oh. And it was just like a thinning out. You just it just less and less every day, you know? Yeah, I got a cold oh, it, and I was crippled for three weeks because my immune system's dead. Zach pointed out that. um knowingly and intentionally um, transmitting AIDS is definitely a crime. I knew that, but I was even saying that like, maybe like intentionally getting it and then being a strain on like your insurance oh. provider or the healthcare system in general or <laughs> whatever, you know, should seems criminal to me. It, it's like, I don't know if I, if I'm hurting myself, like it seems like insurance fraud, right? Like, like I get to, it to do that. I, I think, should you be allowed Somehow, to give someone I, AIDS if they consent? Well, that's like, like the German cannibal. The, Fuck, the guy that consented to being eaten. He consented to being eaten and also ate part of himself. So, yeah, so if you, I if think you consent I was to being okay eaten, with that. I'm okay with that. 
I was okay yeah. with that. But 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 because I don't have to. Well, let's. It was in Germany, so it wouldn't matter anyway. <laughs> I'm not responsible anyway. But but you know, like we're not having to foot the bill for this burial. I would assume because that's the aftermath of this. But if someone now, is like, because th- then then the next step to that is like, well, uh, people who are skydiving, playing collision sports, I don't people know, who are overweight. People well, yeah, who I was going to say you're getting like, dangerously you could draw close the line to... anywhere. Like the no, people, the anti-vaxxers, no, like, should we treat anti-vaxxers at the hospital? It sounded kind of like that. We should treat them differently. Yeah, everybody should get treated at the hospital. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, should, should not treat people differently. It's, gotta... triage. it's called triage. It's a, it's like a cornerstone of, of, well, of medicine. That's if there's like a, a disaster tour, like you have to choose who like lives and who dies. Like, yeah, like, well, we, there were hospitals <laughs> that literally went to triage mode and doctors did have to decide who gets treatment and not. But broadly... There's a movement of people, clowns, I believe, that want to deny health care to people that don't vaccinate. And I'm uh, more of a believer in that everybody gets equal access as long as they mm. can. In a disaster, that gets more complicated. How about this, though? How about this, mm. though? Why should their insurance provider have to cover their uh, hospital stay if this person is refusing to get vaccinated? It's like easily preventable. It's it's it, no, it doesn't it's not. Make... No, it's people. Tons of vaccinated people get COVID. Sure. But but it's not near the hospitals. You could do some easy math, right? The hospital stays a lot less expensive for those that were vaccinated versus um, what's uh, what's the burden like like uh, obese people? Is it about the same as the unvaccinated? You're, you're preaching that's to the choir. You, you, yeah, I'm glad more. you agree with me. We should get them lumped into this too. I'm saying you don't want to draw no any lines. Intended. The people the people who want to no, skydive you, if they Taylor. shatter their legs, Fat they people. need to be okay. Skydivers are okay. No, you're wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying they should take away. care of them. How are they going to st- like risk their life again if their legs are shattered? Put those things back together. Shattered legs is the last there. thing you're worried about skydiving. You turn into a pancake if it goes wrong. Yeah, if Look, it goes and- wrong and you end up with shattered legs, that was a really good wrong trip for skydiving. <laughs> you know. All right, all right. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. I don't know. I just don't. I I I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I feel like uh, if you're unvaccinated. Um, I don't know. Like, like maybe you just go to a different line, Taylor. See, see I I, separate so. but equal. You're okay with that, right? No. Oh, God. You are, you're always equal. saying that. Separate but yeah. equal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, one thing you? about Taylor is that he approves of separate. <laughs> but now it applies to you. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> now, like now suddenly Taylor's Dude, involved. He's imagine if like that was, okay. Im- imagine if that was one of my like, hardcore over the years beliefs separate but equal <laughs> like, you know but all of a sudden most he's things, separated from separate the equal equal yep yeah no i i'm i'm, I'm teasing we we should treat oh, everybody course. the same because uh when we start drawing lines uh uh first of all who draws the lines right we're gonna get committee together and start figuring out who draws the lines fuck all those people no lines get drawn everybody yeah. gets treated the same uh, all jokes aside Speaking of all jokes aside, I have gotten to the Ooh. bottom of the Wings Redemption nonsense that's been going At on. long last. Okay. Oh all right. Demystify this. I, I had to talk to so many people to get to the bottom of this nonsense. And and like when you when you hear like what's actually happened here, you're going to like shake your head like what the fuck? Like who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? And the answer is there probably aren't any real good guys here. But uh, except for us right here. Always. Um, yeah clearly pka crew so i do want to apologize um to like um whoever i i just refer to you guys as internet guys but i guess it's like wing tings and that that crowd over there sean ranklin you guys did not (laughs) you guys did not uh edit that video in a way for it to be be misleading that guy is a liar i i I trusted that that gentleman wings friend who was sit you know i need to start at the beginning you know i need to start at the beginning yeah wings is being accused of doing something sexual to his sister by a longtime family friend 
Someone Wings has known in real life is accusing Wings of this, saying that uh, through hearsay, mind you, he's saying that he heard this, that, and the other, that Wings did something to his sister, and, and that's why all these other little things fell into place. And so it's like brought up this huge thing. <clears throat> and so Wings is like, bullshit, bro. Come to my house, sit next to me in a fucking chair and answer for what you said about me on the internet to these people. And so the guy does so, sits there next to Wings in a chair and denies it all. I didn't say that. No, they mm -hmm. took what I said about someone else. They edited into here. They they clipped and copy pasted. And I I couldn't imagine a scenario in which this guy is sitting next to wing, li Wings lying to his face about things that are easily disproved. I, I couldn't imagine that to be a thing. That somebody would but, lie to Wings? No, that someone would lie about something so easily disproved right next to Wings to his face because five minutes later, the people are like, actually, here's all, here's the four-hour interview, all unedited, and here's you, like, you know how, like, pulling something out of context works, right? Yeah. Like, like, in a bombastic moment, you could be saying something ridiculous and you, like, plug that into another sentence and all of a mm -hmm. sudden you look like Hitler or something like that. These are full sentences where he's mentioning people by name, and like mentioning dates and stuff, he's like, this person's mom said this to my mom about this person. And it's name, 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 first names of all these people. You know, there's no, this guy is, he went, this is Wing's longtime real life friend, really a friend of Wing's Oof. brother. They grew mm -hmm. up together, elementary school hurt. and shit. <clears throat> what, what it really seems like is Wing's used to like bully this guy as a kid or something like that or maybe when they worked at Domino's together because they worked together as like teenagers at a Domino's for like a good period of time these guys know each other so they they were friends this guy, for a while okay yes sorry, and this grown-ass man approached like you know the investigators from the internet is like like spamming their inboxes on on um discord with these paragraphs of like hey i'm this guy I know this about wings and that about wings. And I know I grew up with him and, and I know his brother and I know what his a sister, fucking and I, loser. Like he's and, and, and like, finally he says something like, and I know something no one knows about his sister. And it's that moment where they Whoa. stop ignoring him and the guy desperate for attention, willing to say the guy anything. who's desperate for attention and, and like trying to hurt wings, I guess, for some reason says this. And, 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 and so that gets their attention, right? They're like, all right, wait, what the fuck? And so mm -hmm. for four hours, they sit and have a recorded conversation with this guy where they told him it was being recorded. Mind you, don't let him fucking slip out of that one either. Um, here's the grand. Here's the here's the thing that nobody mm -hmm. wants to say, because whenever like this guy, this I don't know his real fucking name and I don't want to. Okay. The guy who grew up with wings, mm -hmm. um, whenever he's like talks about what wings supposedly did, he's like, oh, yeah, they said he did some. And then it gets quiet. Like he's, oh, it's too dirty to say, right? You know, like, mm. oh, oh, I'm here to talk about child molestation, but it's, oh, it's too dirty for me to say the things Wings did. Lying like, and implying. It's, it's like, lead with the fucking story, bro. What the fuck did he do? What the fuck did he do? He said something. What did he say? Did he say that he did something? What did he fucking say that he did? Right. This guy's such a Im pussy. Important clarification fact. This guy was giving specific dates and internet detectives did a little quick search and the dates that he was giving would, would also make some of the people underage. So they're basically mm -hmm. accusing yeah. Wings of being a pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what happened. Wings at one point, being the uncouth motherfucker he is, <laughs> said to his sister, hey, you've got some feminine odor that you need to take care of. That hurt her feelings. She told mom, the mom was like, hey, you can't say that. And he's like, we're all living here together and it smells. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Boys, that I is mean, the that is it. That is it. 
That's All what right? he did? Wing said somebody's pussy stank, and everybody's too embarrassed to fucking say it, so everyone's <laughs> minds run rampant, like, oh my god, can you imagine the positions and, and the contraptions right. they must use? Like, like the whole no. thing was him saying, like, "Hey, you, your vagina is, you know, kind of rough right now. We would love it, that it summer a, fresh. Get some, yeah. <laughs> we get some, some midnight summer's eve, whatever yeah, the it, fuck it, that it's brand like, is. It, it's like a young girl's on her period and she doesn't quite have feminine hygiene, yeah, maybe worked out. Or, or yeah. look, I, I don't have a vagina myself. Like maybe some, sometimes there's just nothing you can do about that bad boy. All right, I I, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes they just, they just are unruly. All right, yeah, being a we guy have, rocks." I, I, I've had swamp. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a case of swamp ass you can't get away from. I just don't know. That's what I imagine. Yeah. So, so basically, um, Wings was defending the hygiene of his home. Okay, saying, that's unbelievable you know, in and of itself. So, yeah, look, like, how bad do you have to smell before Wings says you smell? Now, look. Um, no, no, actually, Kyle. Kyle will tell you, Wings. Apparently, I've never met him, but apparently, he smells uh, very nice. Really? No, no. That's a that's a, that's something that's, that Wings that's put forward. That's the thing that I stick to. No, no. That's a Woody thing. <laughs> I went on this. Um, I forget what it's called. Alki David flew us out to Beverly Hills. Oh, uh, yeah, Millionaire Bash thing. Yeah, something. Oh, like dude, that. I skipped that one. I heard that one was weird as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, you heard right. But um, I was around Wings for a, a weekend plus. The man smells good. Don't let anyone tell you wing smells bad. The guy's got it on lockdown, or at least he did that weekend. You know, things come in uh, streaks, I guess. <laughs> you know, there was this one time when, like, every time I would walk past the kitchen, I would throw my Coke can, like, not even trying, right in, right fucking in. Odds had to be one in a hundred that I hit, yeah. like, like, all day long, I was hitting it. That's mm -hmm. how wing smelling nice for you is. He just hit it all weekend long, <laughs> somehow. Somehow he did not perspire, or maybe like maybe only use me blade was sneaking up behind him with some axe. I don't know. Like, like but like, in fairness, oh God, when you were like, around him, Kyle, you were. It was the boot camp. He's gonna be sweat. If I was doing Kyle true. FPS boot camp and it's me, I'm gonna smell like dog shit because I'm gonna be pushing tires over and running around in the yard. In you Georgia. know, when you force me into a corner like this, I have to give anecdotal evidence um, yes. and and just tell you that he smelled so bad that we wouldn't go out with him, and we forced him to bathe one time. It, and 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 I, I I was like hinting at it, like, yeah, I'm gonna take a shower, and then let's or, or, all take yeah, showers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the things, like, like, hey, I'm gonna hop, I'm about, I'm gonna hop in the shower in like ten. Or do you want to get in now before me? I don't want to use a bottle of hot water. You know, you do one of those things to yeah, politely yeah. nudge, like like. But but what, at the core of that, what I just said is like, we're all taking baths before we go out. Um, what order would you like your bath to be? It wasn't. Mm -hmm. Would you like a bath, sir? It's like when you're selling a car. What color do you want your car? Not, do you want a car? You yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no. And you're like, oh, I insist. You I have to feel the water pressure. Insist <laughs> didn't didn't cut it because he said, no, nah, I'm good, brah. And so I said, you stinky motherfucker, take a shower or I won't go. And, and so that got it done. You had to be direct like that. And I know now that Wings appreciates that kind of directness. When you come right at someone and say, hey, you smell bad, fix it. Okay. Yeah. That's Some people need that. Some people and really look, just need to be straight up told you can't dance around it. But look, to Wings, Wings' weird fucking real life friend who's like way too obsessed with his life. Dude, what's your deal, bro? And uh, to the guys on the internet who, again, I apologize. You didn't misquote this guy. He was just a maniac. I'm, so this guy, surprised. On, so um, this guy did a four-hour conversation yeah. where he, he basically would lead up to an intense story and then just imply something happened. 
And well, the then thing he is that like down said that everyone was lying and the clip channels took it out of context and that wings yeah. was only viewing the clip channels. And now it's come out that he did say all this shit and imply it. And the clip channels were literally just taking his lies and making compilations of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That, that, that pretty much cuts it. And and look, if I'm wrong about anything still, I'd love to get to the bottom of it. But I watched all the videos. I watched an hour of like the three part series. And then I watched the uh, two more videos. I watched the, some old clips of Blade that were that were really good. Um, you mentioned man, that. What was Blade? What were these clips? Man, of I miss old Blade. Um, I, I, you know, Blades have been having such a rough time of it that like mm. I had forgotten what a what a chill, like smart guy he 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 is deep down. Um, and mm -hmm. that, that he doesn't really do that much anymore because he drinks a lot. But but like I don't know. I was watching him talk about Wings, um, just completely throw him under the bus one time. You know, there was an instance where, where they were doing their podcast or whatever together and Wings just didn't show up one week because Blade was going to be the guest. He just wanted to avoid Blade. So he just pretended like he was a, he was sleepy that week. And so um, Blade had this bit of like stupid Internet drama where somebody like photoshopped one of his tweets to make it seem like he had said something about hanging a certain group of people. You know how that goes. Mm, but it's yeah. like a it's like a goofy, bad Photoshop that like and Blade's saying this. He's like giving like a whole monologue. He's he's like, I no one thought that was real no one did no one messaged me no one <laughs> tweeted me no one even chuckled about it because it was such a bad fake wings and then it cuts to the clip of wings doing it he's like i can't believe y'all replaced me last week with that racist motherfucker <laughs> and, and then there and then all of wings like co-hosts are like defending blade they're like Blade had a black man with him when he was on. Like his his roommate, I think, might be black. Like I don't think he's racist, man. He's and when he's like pull, you know how he, how he is when he's confident. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Yeah, look at that right there. What and if pulled, wings he, made it? You said it was up, badly photoshopped, right? No, not, not and that. And it's bad. in like comic there was no crayon, not centered under the username. <laughs> like just no not crayon. Even close. <laughs> okay, right. but but it was just this terrible. And, and wings was so quick to like 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 with with a little bit of nonsense evidence to like throw um only use me blade under the bus we should never have him on our show again we should never talk to people like that again and it's like that juxtaposed with his current the situation mm -hmm. is one of those million things that makes it so hard to be on his side time and time again where oh. like when the shoe was literally on the other foot he was so quick to judge from like nonsense evidence and like try to like and throw somebody's reputation under the bus as it's being a racist like only to be blade is a lot of things, but he is not a yeah, racist. I was trying not I, to mention those. It seems like most of his friends racist. are black. But uh, Kyle, you sent me that video earlier today, like the compilation of everything, the the Wings <laughs> compilation, and like the. You're right. Like Wings will sometimes lash out with no evidence. You know, not that I've never done that. I've done that many times. But like, usually, <laughs> usually I'm trying to joke, make well, a, yeah. <laughs> make a meme or something, make a video. yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. basically, like I, you sent me that video. And I like my gut reaction to all like like the people calling wings a pedophile shit is fucked up. Like that's so not true. It's it's really messed up to to put that onto somebody and say that. And when there's no evidence that he did that or is planning to do something like that. But like so I always have that instinct of like, come on, lay up on wings, take it easy, like stop fucking with him. Like he's had his his share. And then I open this video Kyle sends me. The first like five clips are like, fuck Marco. Merka can go fuck himself. All Merka did, all Merka Durka did was show up and then steal all the money from the show that I made. That's all Merka Durka did. And it's like five clips back to back of like, he's shooting. It's like, what's that, Merka? Fuck Merka Durka. Merka Durka can kiss my ass. He stole my money. And I'm watching that like, you know, Wings, I'm, I'm kind of one of the guys in your corner, but you're really, 
I didn't even steal your spot on the show, you fucking retard. I took <laughs> a different guy's spot. It was Lefty, right? Didn't you replace <laughs> yeah. Lefty? Yeah. It was Lefty. Christ, it's been, I've been a host seven years. Eight, 2014, I started being a host on this show, and he still thinks I took his place. <laughs> Come on, man. It was two presidents ago. <laughs> what if Wings is like that kid that never is always bullied in school and then he gets to be hall monitor for one day and just uses this tiny bit of power to just shit on everybody? Because Wings gets trolled constantly. He's been oh, yeah. trolled for years. It's honestly not even funny. Like, it's kind of sad. I feel like you just leave the guy alone. Like, he suffered enough. But then finally, a break. Light at the end of the tunnel. Wings sees the ability to talk shit and troll somebody else and just jumps on it instantly and unloads every ounce of repressed emotions and trolling into whatever evidence or not just going to lash out at somebody. That's my theory. Let me, uh, let me read you an only use me uh, blade paraphrased quote. I wrote it down today that I, okay. I so cogent when you're so fat, you can't, you can't get on an airplane and simultaneously, simultaneously such a small man, you can't get into a Skype conversation to apologize. Wings of Redemption. Ooh. Oh. When you're so fat, you can't get on an airplane and simultaneously such a small man, you can't get into a Skype conversation to apologize. Was this following when... Uh, it has to be an old the, quote because it's about tweet. Skype. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like, what, pre-2017, kind of? <laughs> yeah, and be a small man for not hopping on AIM it's, uh... and hashing this out. <laughs> right, right. No, it's a... Uh, it's You're so it's, small, it's... I can't get on Jabber. For not hopping on your landline, dialing up the wheel and hashing Dude. it through. I don't miss <laughs> that at all. But that was... Um... your carrier bridging right <laughs> That was in reference, though, to like, you know, the, the previous thing instance mm -hmm. they'd had where he threw Blade under the bus. And it was like, dude, you, have, you know, you always hear that phrase. You owe me an apology. Rarely do you mean it. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel Blade is literally owed that you he is like, like it's like, hey, you owe me an apology. Like, like to this day, I guarantee Wings has never been like, hey, you know, I was wrong in that mm -hmm. moment eight years ago. Fuck. What was I thinking? I'm so sorry. That's what I would say. Like, Jesus Christ, you, you like. Threw him under the bus like that for no reason. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, if I'm still missing some pieces to the puzzle, I'd love to know. But boys, like, like, and I'm talking to like all you investigators or whoever out there, like, am I wrong? Is because it seems to me that like everybody always tiptoed around like what he'd actually done. It was always like somebody said he said a thing about somebody, and somebody thought that was bad, so we all did this. And it was it was never like oh he'd do every night. It would be this, that, and the other. That's I never heard anything like that. I just heard the one thing. He said a thing that people didn't like. His mom didn't like the thing that he had said to his mom or to his sister or mm -hmm. something like that. And when it finally boiled down, it seems to me the only thing that's even borderline here would, between Wings, his sister, and like drama is him complaining about a smell. And I know everybody's eyes got weird about that, but like it's not even that weird. Like, and if it's your, like, you I don't, together. I don't, I don't have a sister, and I, so I, but I have brothers, and and I know it's not the same. But like if one of it's my not. brothers, like after hockey or something, smelled like shit and he wouldn't shower, I'd be like, dude, come on. You smell really bad. Like I, he wasn't saying it in any other way than that, I would imagine. Can it's I just, just jump in and say, look, yeah. we're not going to be able to like put ourselves into a position where we can make this make sense for us. And, yeah, it, and we would never do this. Just, no, yeah. we would never do this. So like like it doesn't even make sense to try to run the, the, the scenario. The issue, what you've got to always keep in mind here is you're dealing with a very odd man. Yeah. And and like. Two I, I, I odd I, men. I, and, and this case. I'm trying not to like say something really cruel here about wings on the internet. Like, like, like 
something yeah. actually like mean here, but like <laughs> maybe he's not picking up on everything that you guys are laying down all the time. Um, I talked to somebody today about this and they were like, oh, I bet Wings is loving this. He's raking in the money and the views. And I'm like, you have such no. a loose grasp on Wings or maybe just reality that I'm getting a little mad at you. Finance? Right now. Like, how do you Wings, think money works? <laughs> Wings is so afraid right now because it, people are calling him the worst thing in the world that mm -hmm. he's trying as desperately yeah. as he can to clear his name, but he's too much of a dumb dumb to be like, what? T tell me what I said. Tell them what I said to her. Tell them. Tell, tell them what the big bad is. What did I do? You said her pussy smelled. I sure did. Eight years ago, I told my roommate slash sister that she had B.O. Is that why we're here? Yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything else before you, like, try to ruin my life another step further, you roach? Like, like that's what he should have done. See, that's, that's all that it would take to hand. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious with you guys. So, like, if I, I, like I said, I don't have a sister. If I had a sister and I'm living with my sister and my mom and I'm worried about a pussy smell, in no world do I, like, knock, knock, sis. Like, I, I go, I, like, go. <laughs> you go I, to I the arbiter of I, pussy. I, yeah, I go to my mom and I would be like, hey, I, this is so uncomfortable, but, you know, Stacy. I think there's some smell coming from her. Can you can you have a talk with her? I don't don't tell her I told you. I don't want her to be embarrassed. Like that's the way a normal adult would handle that, right? Is that the I way you guys would? Sister. I think she I would have talked directly. She yeah. smelled fun to me. Woody's gamer tag enters the argument. No. <laughs> gaslight Woody. Or no, we gaslight wings into thinking his sister's pussy was never smelly. <laughs> I did meet her and okay. she didn't smell there of was course. no Maybe. there was no noticeable odor when i met her um right and it could be an was older brother after? bullying his younger sister the too. home did smell awesome. strongly of some sort of lysol product though so they cleaned up they had guests coming you know yeah his his yeah. mom smoked all the time right it's or like you know you know in the movies the you know in the movies yeah. where they just barely get yeah. the crime scene cleaned up in time and you get the, the <laughs> investigators get there and they smell bleach and that's just as damning as a pussy smell? Like, I think that's what happened. We got there and we smelled cleaning products. They had been hiding that stink from us. You think they us. bleached that poor girl or woman? I don't know how old she you was. You know, the original, um, like original like douching products were made by Lysol. It's like Lysol douche. And like, wow. like Google the old product photos. It's really funny stuff. It's almost didn't it do bad it. things to the inside of your vagina because they would if use you, pretty strong chemicals. Probably there. terrible so, for your pussy. It, it it really fucks up the pH levels if you do it too frequently. Um, but, but it's, it's because you're supposed to be using it when the pH levels are out of whack already. Like that's the kind of the idea. So to use it to just, a I don't know, freshen things up on a Saturday you know, afternoon uh, is overkill. Like it's funny. Those, those products that used to do for, do so much more stuff. Like there's the old stuff, like the opium tablets. And oh stuff. yeah. 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 Oh, God, yeah. But, but, uh, uh, this is yeah, one of them. It does Bysaw. everything. Feminine hygiene facts. And, uh, yeah. I think that back in the day, Listerine was like also a feminine hygiene. Listerine, they used to say, was for everything. They're like, cauterize, sterilize wounds, fix your mouth, fix your pussy, fix your ass, clean your hands, scrub your floor. You know, Dr. Lister's ultimate ointment. And like, that's what it was. It was just like, get drunk in the street because it's prohibition time. Or like, whatever else you could do with Listerine. I remember like when I was maybe seven eight years old we would have chores every weekend and like my mom would be like all right taylor you're you're on bathroom duty you're on kitchen duty like scrubbing the floor and stuff and one time i 
unknowingly mixed bleach and vinegar, not not knowing, you know, that makes chlorine gas. Bleach and ammonia. Bleach and is that it? Mm -hmm. Bleach and ammonia. Whatever makes. I've made my share of gases. <laughs> okay, well, it was bleach and ammonia then. <laughs> We've used a, I've used them for rats before. I, I remember, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a little kid, and I, like, start wiping the countertop, and I'm like, I feel sick, and I just, <laughs> just left the room, <laughs> and I, I, nothing ever came of it. It's because I didn't make a big pot of it. I was just, like, a kid, and so I was like, multiple cleaning agents. I'll be done twice as fast. And yeah, so that's really Just spraying dangerous. them onto the wall. Thank God yeah. it was a tiny, like, spritz amount of it, but that still makes enough to, like, get you coughing and it's feel like sick. I guess that's chlorine gas. I yeah, think. I think so. Um, they, have you ever seen the video, the black and white video of World War One, when they would un unleash a big wave of it? They would do it on a, a day where I don't know air pressure was and the wind mm -hmm. direction was conducive to this. But they would basically just have like giant vats of it poured together on the battlefield, and and like because of the weather conditions, it would create this low lying fog because the chlorine yep. gas is so heavy, it mm -hmm. gets low to the ground in this it would thick fill little fog the trenches, and it flows yeah. it, cr it starts creeping toward the enemy lines and there's nothing to do against it except for pissing a rag and throw it on your face or use that gas mask you were issued eight months ago right like it sounds like terrifying imagine seeing the death fog just rolling in and you know that's a slow painful death it's you might not even be able to outrun it if you just totally abandoned your station all your mucous membranes go into like overdrive and the ones in your lungs especially so you begin drowning on your own fluids essentially while like your eyes nose throat everything are just like foaming. they should make it so you can be safe on top of the trenches right like all you need is a, a little sandbag so that you can get above the trench right am i crazy Not like they didn't have well, then, uh, well, then that's, that's where the hill. guns are that's where the yeah. bullets but are no flying. but the guns could, uh, all you need is a small hill above the hole like if there's just a hole then you get out of the hole you die if there's a hole right. next to a small wall, then you can be. Out I feel of like I can't be like everybody. Everybody's in the trench, and they're like, "Smoke's coming in. Head for the hill." And the Germans are like, "They're all running for the hill as planned." No, I just picturing a, a like a sandbag wall, a couple feet away from <laughs> I, I, the trench, that you can be on the ledge. I think the issue is that you've got like a, a trench that's like miles and miles wide that has to be manned all the time because they're you know you've been butting forces you know somewhere in france with the germans for i think a i'm year. not explaining myself when you make a trench you have excess dirt they put that you, in sandbags and they pile them up it's and now you can exist outside the trench behind the sandbags no no i don't think okay. that's as safe no um i don't know i i would say if the trenches didn't work they wouldn't have done them because they didn't seem like fun no, I, but I feel like they were. But the trenches let you stand up right. Again. Anyway, yeah, you yeah. also would have lived I'm in the trench. People would have got a, I need gas an artist rendering. I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to the idea. I just need a drawing. <laughs> well, can, you're can, in luck. Can, can we take draw 10, on, a, on a first grade no, level? Dude, I, Woody, I want. I want one of those like four chan level MS Paint drawings of how you imagine <laughs> the, the, the hill, the trenches, do all that. Bro, <laughs> I can't even do that. No, because, the worse it is, the funnier. <laughs> because oh, if you think that you, mm. let me ask you this, Woody. Do you think that if you could go back to World War One in a time machine and you could get, give them this tip, do you think that you could save lives? <laughs> I'm processing it. I think that it's not that I'm smarter than these soldiers of World War. Of course War. not. No, it's no. just that I have a glimpse into their future, which involves chlorine gas. So rather than put the sandbags at the edge of the wall, push them back. See, see what we have here? A wall. Where did all the dirt go that made that trench? Zach, put put your mouse in, like your 
Is it yeah, in F front of the guy? There should be one? like a sandbag with holes in it that people are shooting through in front of his face. Okay, it might have been a resource well, issue. You're building that that miles world? of wall. If you have miles of wall, you can't you can't double your effort to build sandbags and shit when the hole you, blocks all the bullets. Where did Look, the dirt go? They used to make the trench. They they removed it dirt looks like from the ground trench. line Anywhere. on the right side. Ground See, they put it behind them. That's a terrible mistake. Put it in front of them, and then they <laughs> no. Woody, they're making like... a little hill behind them to your specifications. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong spot. Woody, so Woody, I just don't understand in, in what scenario you can shoot through the hole in the sandbags. It's gonna be delightful. You're gonna love my my trench idea. Well, I mean, I'm sure that was done many times. If he, but but let's just say we put some some sandbags with a hole in front of them in them in front of this man. How does that save him from chlorine gas? Because he can climb out of the trench. And be behind the sandbags. No, he would have to. This, but you, it's going to flow over the top and then down into the trench. So it's going to flow over the fucking sandbags and over wherever he is and keep going down in a massive wave that probably mm. lasts for like an hour. Wait so a minute. unless you he's standing on his tiptoes on top, like trench. stretching up out here, he's gonna he's gonna choke on it. Zach, bring the image back up. Bring the image back up because we have misinterpreted this image entirely. Look at what this is showing. This is showing the back uh, shitting. No, they're showing a scenario in which this man can go prone and like be underground and shoot through a fucking hole, right? Is that not what I'm looking at? Look at look oh. at how he's in, he's in position yeah, basically. B right now. Look at what C, B, and A are. And A, he is in a prone position firing through some sort oh, of yeah. hole. Wait, no, no, no. But but look at that. That's like look follow the ground line. And it shows, depending on where the ground line is with that dotted line, the different a. positions you would take. So A is if the ground line is barely lower than the shooting position. B is if it's medium level. And then D down there, or C, you can see his right leg up, and then D, both feet down in the deepest trench. You see what I mean? That yeah. ground line. Yeah. You can I tell mean, You can tell by, uh, and, and like, see the M there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fuck is that? That is for, uh, <laughs> it's like passing treats, snacks, trinkets. Oh, okay. Mustaches. Oh, they got, it's no, no, no. It's like one of those sushi conveyor belt things. They got a string. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like just grenades. And it's like, oh, I think I will what have the hell a grenade. What is M for? <laughs> I think really it's, baffled. I think it's for like passing stuff between the two sides. So you Am I the only one down? that like, struggles the like looking at stuff like this? Know. Like, like, like I, I feel like I don't look at L and G. There's some kind of a fucking crawl space underneath. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, so, you know, war isn't like they knew what people fight. were doing. They built I these things sequentially. This. They would build something. The other side would come up with something like chlorine gas that would uh, destroy the trench's usefulness. And then they would build their trenches differently to survive the chlorine mm -hmm. gas or do gas didn't masks. didn't address LNG at all. I think they're just storage areas, Kyle. Well, L um, was a retaining wall to, like, keep it together, I think. Okay, Thank you. I, can, can we please? Oh, oh, oh color. Well, we're in color now. <laughs> okay, so, so so Woody, please show me how we defend against the the. He, they're kind of doing it here. Do you see the sandbags? All he needs to do is lay down behind the no, sandbags. You still it. die there. Where okay, the drifter, fuck do you think the chlorine drifter, gas drifter, flows over? Drifter, sorry, I need a chance to talk to you. Um, my theory was that the gas was heavy and going through the trench to get to you. It was traveling in the trench. Not that oh, it traveled no. over the... Oh, yeah, no, no. So, so that's where my mistake comes so, in. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, it's traveling toward your trench, perpendicular to it from the enemy. Because it's very heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that 
it had seeped into like the first heavy thing it found, and then it was traveling via trench tunnel. No, it roils along the ground, yeah. and it finds all the hidey holes and tunnels. Like it goes down, and like that's, that's why, like that. uh, that's why and, it, like each side. But, would but use that it wasn't even the, on the, the most effective way to use it. I'm I'm describing like one instance where that I, I watched them do this thing where they just combined it raw and like created the gas and let it flow like that. That's the shitty way to do it. Eventually, they used artillery shells to deliver it and and mortar rounds to deliver it, so they could pinpoint accurately explode the gas right amongst the enemy and 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 do it in such a uh, cluster that like instantly a whole line like like hundreds and thousands of people are getting exposed to this gas and going blind you you asked woody you were like if woody were if you you were like if you go back in time and you share this info do you think you could save lives i go back in time to world war one they go mm. we're about to send troops we're about to get moving i go guys don't even waste your time on this one let it happen there's going to be another guy in about 13 years. Save your resources for that guy. I'm telling you. Like, no, we have to get over there. Trust me on this. Let this happen. Let World War One play out. We save up all our resources for World War Two. You know how much we took advantage of the UK, France, all those countries, us giving them huge amounts of resources for loans they couldn't possibly pay back. That then we made them take like manufacturing contracts in our country in the 50s, like, and that helped like our, our economy grow in a big way. Like that's we could do that to an even bigger extent. We go, nope, sorry, World War One. we're not jumping in. We have a hunch because of this really smart guy with a normal-sized head and normal BMI came back in time. <laughs> and, and, he, <laughs> and, and he told us not to waste time because there's a funny, a mustachioed motherfucker coming up in the next 13 years. Pause I, would, there. I would be a are hero. You, to be Are fair, you sure that there would be a World War II if you prevented World War I? Well, we don't oh, know. He's going to prolong. See the problem with that is Hitler's fighting in World War One, right? Well, it's 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 his mm. main. Everybody jokes about the art thing, but Hitler, Hitler was upset about the way World War One ended, and he felt that like he, that Germany was a military power that at the very least could have um, um, sued for a better um, um, deal at the end because Germany mm. got really fucked at the end. They, yeah, they just, yeah, yeah. They were just like, whatever you want, take it. They did one of those when, in reality, they could have been. They had a, a better bargaining position. Is that the Treaty of Versailles, and, right? And uh, I don't think so, but I'm I'm not great with that. That I thought Versailles was World War Two, but I, but I'm no, no. It's just the pomp. It's the um. The, what's the one from Sopranos? They they make fun of it. Like like he didn't. He couldn't. He said it wrong. But I'm I'm not gonna. It doesn't matter. Something accords. Yeah yeah yeah. It's the one where Stalin and Churchill and uh, FDR are all there together. I He's a fucking interior designer oh, the... from Czechoslovakia. <laughs> it's like the what palm, you're talking about. It's like the palm past, calm past, fucking can't roll off my tongue thing. Potsdam Agreement? Uh, that's it. That's it. Did I get it? I yeah, you got it. it. I didn't yeah. Get that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I needed. I'm just too late to fucking do it, apparently. <laughs> um, it's better if I struggle for it. <laughs> I like to tap keys while I think, think. Think, think. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a nervous tick. I tap keys and I dart my eyes around when I'm thinking. Okay, do you guys ever not notice like that, that your hands will like type what you're thinking sometimes? If you're just like thinking about stuff, your fingers will just no, like I type it a little. Yeah. No? no? My end key is worn out. I, uh, I... <laughs> the G fell off so long ago. <laughs> it gets worked at least twice as hard as the end. Just some racist guy always typing it. <laughs> <laughs> some some uh, some racist oh. rain man <laughs> always. Um, did you? Is it okay if I shift to a TV show real quick, or do we have more like important? Like, I mean, obviously we've got like the pa global pandemic as bad as it's ever been. Vladimir Putin's moving seven thousand more troops to the border with uh with uh, Ukraine. 
Um, Dude, the Ukraine news coverage is making me crazy. Oh, I, I've been watching. Here's what happened. Um, fast forward what's happened in Ukraine. We sort of laid it out last week. Ukraine used to be part of Russia. Now Ukraine kind of wants to be part of NATO. Russia's like, no, uh, I, I'm your jealous ex-boyfriend. I want you to come back to me. And they're like, ah, I'm really kind of feeling these NATO guys. They look richer than you. And uh, Russia's like, well, I'm going to force you to be my girlfriend. You can't leave. All right. So that that's the Ukraine thing in a, in a nutshell. Biden is like, no, you can't just invade other countries. If you do that, then China's going to do it and everyone's going to do it. We're going to have all this like lack of peace. America being the world's police force was a cool thing. And everyone, all the Americans are like, Actually, we don't really want to die over this. Why are we protecting Ukraine's borders? That that, that kind of sounds shitty to me. Yeah. So Russia says, hey, we're pulling all the troops away. And here's where the news coverage got me angry. The Republicans were like, you made a big deal over nothing. They really had no plans of invading Ukraine. You're lying to us. And, you know, fuck you for acting like invasion was imminent. That's what, and, and the left is like, we did it, boys. We stopped Russia from invading. <laughs> They're pulling away now. So there's a, it was never real, and a, we succeeded for a brief period of time. Now it turns out Putin was just lying. He didn't actually pull any troops away. He just said he pulled troops away. And what they believed. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did I thought, how, would, was, how would we not know that? Because like, I thought all the, that news came from like satellite shit where they'd be like, we're noticing patterns. Putin of said it. Oh, yeah. Putin yeah. said it. And it took us a little while to sort of disprove it. And we're like, hey, wait, 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 wait. We're, you know, we're watching. And you put more troops on the border. You said you sent your troops home, but what you actually did was deploy more troops getting ready to invade Ukraine. Did I? <laughs> That's kind of like ah. when you said there's a, there was a genocide going on in this area of Ukraine and terrorists, but as it turns out, it was mostly Russian spec ops and mercenaries doing the genocide. What? So where we yeah. stand right now is it, it seems like Putin is going to invade Ukraine and... Uh, We'll see if I'm he does. I'm never going to take a trip to Ukraine. I don't care. That's on like, <laughs> that's like number 69, 70, 71 on like vacation destinations. Worldwide. I'm watching Long Way Round right now. This is the motorcycle TV show. It's like 10 episodes where they ride their bike from the UK around like through, through Europe, Eastern Europe. They go through Mongolia, Russia, Alaska, Canada, America back to uk can you long picture trip. this yeah, it's a yeah. long way around they are currently in the ukraine and uh i am learning what ukraine was like in 2003 via tv show <laughs> well in ukraine like back like when, when you when you were like they're they're biking through the uk and ireland and france and i'm like okay long way around and then you're like and russia and it's like <laughs> dude just biking through russia would take Dude, I left some out. They spend a lot of time in Kazakhstan and Mongolia and Russia. Like that's Kazakhstan, the, where like Borat's I'm, from, that's a big country you too. Can't just make up countries, Taylor. Surprisingly, you just said the Kazakhstan. Long, it's the I mean, largest. <laughs> well, it's it's either Kyrgyzstan or Kazakhstan, based on what he said. But Kazakhstan is the largest landlocked nation in the world. So you're spending a lot of time. Kazakhstan, yeah. Don't they have like Kazakhstan? It's the largest. Another country I wouldn't to go to on vacation to. I don't care if they have war and then like go. uh another weird stat is like the, the army of turkey is apparently just gigantic for some reason is it 
Uh, Turkey has an autocratic thing going on, and I know Kazakhstan has a really important spaceport because they're at a good like launch angle or whatever. Uh, what is it? The oh, uh, Baikonur. All those Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan. Man, I don't know what goes on this corner of the world. Uh, Stan means land yeah. of. So, well, I know either war, that or Stan was very busy. Happens around here, but. I thought Mongolia had a lot more greenery. That looks pretty desert. I always picture oh, like horse riders I, in Mongolia. I guess that's just the northern that? part. I, I, I mean, think that might be so. modern day Mongolia. And whereas like uh, maybe the Mongol Empire would have been like that whole fucking map there mostly. Maybe. I don't know. Definitely. This map isn't perfect because it, it, I don't know why it acts like they gain altitude with between every stop. <laughs> <laughs> they are taking the long way around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty neat motorcycle trip. You can sort of see. Like, oh, dude, that's a motorcycle trip. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! I I thought I for some I didn't know what what it was at first. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a motorcycle it trip, is. and it, it appears to be a large chunk of it is off road. Like, are you considering necessity. this? This got me inspired to do it. it. It's a. I think it took them a little more than three months, and that's yeah. more than I could. Uh, can, can I make a suggestion? Do. Don't do this. <laughs> can um, I, can um, I you're, counterpoint? You're going, do it like 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 i mean you like a bumpy road okay i think that's a good way of like describing you you like a bumpy yeah, road i like a bumpy road this road looks like it is fraught with peril ah um, that's what they said about hitchhiking in mexico it no no i would hitchhike with you with like with our assholes showing in mexico <laughs> before well, i took you, all right see all right so let's start with london to brussels right fuck yeah let's go by right? the time we it, we're gonna I'm gonna have three STDs by the time I get to Kiev. Okay, like like new shit. That well, then I'm know. gonna that's, have three. That's because of you your know. that's because well, your own carelessness. That's well, it, yeah, it, probably I'm a bug chaser. Well, what's it, the it, most it, dangerous it, area of this trip? That's what I was getting at. I think yeah. when America. you make that bump from like Chicago, genuinely, yeah, <laughs> from like Almaty, yeah, it's that it's that layover in Chi Town. <laughs> they, don't, they don't play. <laughs> they do say that that the most like the, the, like I guess it's um I don't know if they have crime stats or what, but they were saying that camping in America was actually the most dangerous part of the trip. I don't know. They say it, but That's it, some it, pussy it, ass shit. Then what I'm afraid of though is um like. I mean, again, this is my ignorant American point of view. But look, these are some big, long lines that I think go through some le lesser de developed countries. I'm, yes. I'm worried about if you get hurt in some one of these places yes. that they don't have that magical doctor who puts the perfect screws in your leg. And like when you wake up, you've got like some weird <laughs> fucking Soviet implant in your hip. Yeah. In fairness, <laughs> these guys brought a doctor and a film crew. Okay. In the chase truck. Right. Oh, so shit. I don't. Unless I have that, it's not quite the same. That's thing. a better way to do can, it. Can you imagine? We'll give you top of line hip. Is <laughs> the same hip they give linen. <laughs> Dude, this, when you stop this... for your trip in Chicago later, you will be much faster, more fleet of foot, able to escape potential aggressors. <laughs> no, they do, but they it do is like... not safe like it is here in Volgograd. <laughs> you're, you're like, all right, all right, I could deal with that. But why did you replace both hips? <laughs> Two for one we special. Make you, we make you six million ruble men made of jelly, <laughs> jelly beans and ruble men. You're, you're mostly made of. Uh, your heart like is made of one of. You that's like $400,000. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, that's uh, worse. It, it's it $78,000. <laughs> You're the $78,000 man. It, it is not a pacemaker. <laughs> it is one of the batteries used to work uh, those Lego cranes. <laughs> you know, the... <laughs> 
Bionicle. It's a Bionicle heart. <laughs> so six million rubles is seventy-eight thousand U.S. dollars. Um, the yeah. six million ruble man. That is not a very impressive. He is made of, car <laughs> right? he is made of cardboard and <sighs> particle uh, board. I mean, I mean, PVC what? pipe. I bet my ankle crossed. Eh, I don't know. What do you think two broken ankle surgeries cost in some rehab? I have no idea. Hopefully, Depends I never on where in America. I, I, everything I you got eighteen thousand dollars. Two surgeries? I went under twice. I don't know. I don't think it's as crazy when it's like your foot or something. Um, I don't know. My people that I know in the medical field, we talk about this sometimes. When they got to open you up, it's when it gets wild. And that aftercare, if there's a lot of aftercare, that's that's pretty stupendous as well. And then certain scans, depending on your your healthcare provider, can be obnoxiously expensive but um i don't know both of y'all would know more than this than me i don't yeah i don't, I don't remember i the, the average cost for ankle replacement surgery is 24 grand <laughs> all right they replaced the fucker <laughs> like, yeah they replaced know. it right actually, actually think about that like 24 grand is pretty good for a new ankle it's worth you can't it. even get a mustang for that <laughs> that's true you can't buy a used mustang for that used car prices are up like 40 percent Dude, I keep reading yeah. about these car prices. It's outrageous right now. Um, I guess Ford has started working with their dealers. They're doubling the prices of some vehicles because the supply is just that short. Huh? People are, it, it was actually 80% more, not 100% more, but it's outrageous. To, Too close. Yeah. It's an, I want to do an example, but yeah. <laughs> so a, a $20,000 car is like 36 grand, maybe. And uh, Ford is, threatening to take away people's dealerships for this kind of activity you okay kyle what'd you do i went to take a sip of the stupid fucking energy drink and mm -hmm. it like you know when you take a shit and the water splashes just right to hit you in the asshole uh -huh. like, i took this sip and the water splashed right into my fucking pupil <laughs> it's did, not water though it's this stupid georgia but did it bang. burn energetically it right like like it was, so i've had toothpaste in my eyes and i'm like mm -hmm. somehow it's a minty burn it burned like Georgia peach bang with creatine <laughs> and EAAs. <laughs> nice. I don't know why my eyeball needs Your vision is going to get better. It's going to be in great shape. Yeah, that's uh, those that's eye gains. Oh, speaking of like face gain, um, um, Peacemaker uh, wrapped up. Have you, have you seen? Oh, don't spoil it. I have oh, to wait. I have I to wait a whole week one. for my wife to I'll, come I'll back so we can that. watch it together. I'll say that. face gains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got uh. that. There's a Pace scene exercise, in, you know. There's a scene in Peacemaker <laughs> where like he's crying and having like a full-on meltdown over his yeah. life in general. He's hurting himself. He's so mad at himself mm -hmm. for being he's he's like, you push everybody away because you're such a piece of shit on the inside. And he's crying mm -hmm. out loud. And like his friend is like peeping on him through the window and he jumps up. He's like, Bro, were you crying? He's like, No. <laughs> I was crying. I'm doing my facial exercises to make my face more muscular and jacked. I can tell by looking at your little face through that mask. Yours is all bony and angular. It's fucking gross. It's like, well, and the guy's like genuinely like, well, would you teach me those exercises? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another part later in the series where he's crying and his fucking autistic partner is like, I guess if you're going to have a face that jacked, you got to do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that show's great, man. It is great. Peacemaker is very good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, John Cena, surprisingly good actor. It's mostly comedic, but he does uh, the dramatic really well, too. And I thought he was really good in Suicide Squad. As a spoiler, when he makes that swap to being evil really fast, that mm -hmm. was a big turnaround. Uh, so they, they did one of those things. You know, there's multiple YouTube channels do it. But I think GQ is one of them where they like 
interview the actor and they show a bunch of they do it always as promo obviously they got a new thing coming out so it's like hey here's danny devito's like take on his whole career um to like promote maybe a new season of it's always sunny or something like that well they did that with um um what's his name it's fucking i think i were just talking about john cena john cena um and it, he, it's really interesting to see him like out of character completely like discussing this stuff because he's like he's talking about the character of john cena and, and that's really interesting he's like they told me that you know he was gonna be really into hip-hop stuff so that's what he was they tell me what to do and i just fucking do it you know and he talked about like his first movie the marine and it was like really thoughtful stuff like he's just like that movie was supposed to go to steve austin two weeks before it was supposed to begin filming he canceled and vince mcmahon said i need you in australia tomorrow <laughs> and i said why because I'm 24 years old and I'm loving being the uh, champion, the wrestling champion. He said, oh, well, you're going to be in a movie called The Marine. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not an actor. He's like, well, you are now. Your <laughs> tickets and like just fucking shipped him off and like had him making a movie in a couple of days. Um, so he, he was really interesting to hear from and see like, seems like a really great guy in real life. Like, I don't know. I, I Just like watching that quick YouTube video, I took away from it that he's thoughtful and intelligent and uh, um, puts a lot more thought into like, what I think most people think of as like goofball roles, like you know WWE stuff, than uh, than you would imagine. I really liked him. The first thing I saw him in was in that Amy Schumer movie called the uh, the Hangover. I think something like it wasn't the Hangover. It was something else. It was um, the Disaster train wreck that's what it was okay, okay. Like, thank you zach yeah something Thanks, like that man. um and i'm not a big amy schumer fan by any means but that's a good movie and john cena is a big part of what makes it funny like his physical humor like him being kind of goofy and quirky and vulnerable while at the same time being like a hulk of a man like in his tidy whities that juxtaposition <laughs> is really comical and funny and something that like arnold was never willing to do he did he wouldn't he didn't want to be the 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 butt of the joke mm -hmm. if any kindergarten cop and that's what i was thinking did he no like but, but he's, he was he's kind of the hero of, he beat up the he's fish out of bed. water that's yeah. fish out of water that's not butt of joke because whenever like there's a confrontation like let's you know the, there was the he one wins. The what kid, about jingle all the way he got fucked up and jingle all the way and was like a putz of a dad yeah now now that's an abomination of a film like like, like that that's <laughs> yeah. the one where like he's trying to get the sinbad oh. is in it maybe yeah yeah sinbad all right oh, well damn. yeah that's him doing a kid's thing that that's just schlock that's not even sinbad like, might be dead oh, i haven't heard back, of him in so long. have you guys seen john cena's reality black, TV show? overweight i have at not least 60. seen uh john cena's tv show okay he i watched a little bit of it in the gym and it was it was actually kind of fun because the one episode was his girlfriend was mad at him because he was more famous or whatever so she wanted to challenge him to something and obviously he's like you said a hulk of a man she can't win anything so it was like checkers and putt putt golf and no matter what she did john cena just crushed her like dominated <laughs> her at putt putt and then he's like you know what we're gonna do go-karts because you're like 300 pounds or something and i'm a little model and he like picks out the fastest cart so he has a better advantage and then immediately like takes her and like blocks her and like won't let her pass the entire way. And it's like a whole episode of him kind of being a like a playful dick to his girlfriend. And somehow it was very endearing instead yeah. of as abusive as I am describing it. it no, no, no. Well, it doesn't sound abusive. It sounds more like they were laughing. It's not like he was like, yeah. you stupid cunt. You'll no, never no, no. win. <laughs> like, she would just pick things that she would need like dainty hands for or like little challenges into like huge John Cena would be like, come in. Oh, I can sew too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no. can sew too. It's like those, uh, Michael Jordan, Mia Hamm commercials. Endearing is a 90s. good way to describe John Cena because um, that's what I took from that GQ uh, video that I watched of him. And man, I really dig this show. Uh, it's uh, it's not fucking like 
I don't know, the best acting ever or anything. Don't 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 come to it for that. Uh, it's not bad by any means, but but it's you know it's it's a funny, dirty, like foul mouth, the dirty, crude, part. I violent. Jump on that. I was surprised because I think of John Cena as a very G-rated character who wouldn't want to soil his image. Maybe I'm off on this, but I've only ever seen him be kind of pure and family friendly. He is, dude, he's buck naked fucking women in, in this thing. <laughs> that yeah. sex scene is so good. Like, like it, it's so over the top that it's not even gratuitous. Like, like, like you couldn't jerk off to it, I guess is what I'm saying. You can only laugh at it. Yeah, challenge like, like, accepted. Like, oh, I did a, like a... Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I'm like and, the like, Joker. I'm laughing. Later on, I wish like, he he fucks. I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but later on, he talks about the sex, and he's like, "I made her come four times." I feel like that should be noted that I made her come four <laughs> they're, times. They're like, they're like, how is that relevant? I guess it's not. I just want to slip it in. I didn't think you'd notice. <laughs> he's talking to the girl, and he's like, "Oh, that was great. I haven't had sex with." A woman in a long time. <laughs> He's been in jail. Oh yeah, and then when he talks about his dick being so big that it hurts people. <laughs> no, no, it's it's too big. It hurts people. Wait, they called John me chip arm in school. <laughs> isn't John Cena a human, or is he he's super? No, he's just a regular human being who was trained mm -hmm. from childhood by his father, who was a, a super villain yeah, himself. Yeah, the, the racist. <laughs> super, yeah, yeah, super to racist. Be, That's to be a segregation man. Kyle, are you sure he's meant to have like literally no superpowers? Because he does some stuff like durability, jumps off a rooftop. Uh, if uh, there, I don't think he is a meta human. I think that he is like a Batman type yes. like figure. They talk who, about it in Suicide Squad where him and Deadshot meet. And he's like, well, I'm stronger. I'm faster. I can shoot better than almost anybody alive. And Deadshot's like, well, that's the same as me. So they're not like genetically different, super powered, but they're super the, uh, well trained. They're exceptional, like Olympic athlete mm. level people. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the way it's always described in like lore is peak human physical capability like like the, you know this whatever that is were there, uh, okay were there... he bench presses 450 he squats a thousand and mm -hmm. he can run a mile in four minutes he's were there, a bad like, motherfucker uh, were there like rewind like flashback clips of john cena's dad like like whatever his, like the surprise a lot of that or whatever his name is and he's like mm -hmm. i'll save that water fountain citizen and like he's just <laughs> bullies, bullies no, no, no. What, no. So what you I noticed something troubling on the front of that bus. It's <laughs> <just flies> away. <laughs> what you doing here, boy? And just like, like, like jetpacks them yes. away. To the, but just to the back of the bus. Just like, to like, the, <laughs> it's a very short flight. <laughs> know your place, citizen. And then flies away. Like, you know, I, I took it to be that he was like a terrorist, essentially, uh, more than anything. Because that's kind of, and when you see his costume, it's awesome it's one of the cooler costumes in all of comic books i think the horns and everything he's he's the white dragon the character Pretty build up sick. was intimidating too like they robert did a really Patrick. good job yeah robert the former t-1000 terminator now playing a uh, a racist supervillain, actually kind of works yeah um i i liked uh i like robert patrick as an actor um uh everything he's ever been in i've always really appreciated him he, I, I love that one insult that the Asian police officer throws at him. She calls him like a walking scrotum, and it's like, it's like, holy shit! Like they wrote that line thinking of Robert Patrick. They, yeah. <laughs> there's no way they wrote that line and then they cast Robert Patrick after. They were like, what, what, what would you call Robert Patrick? Call him a fucking walking scrotum. Look at this fuck. Get out of the sun, Rob. You're gonna, you know, you know what his, you look like a looks... vampire who got, who almost got burnt up by the sun. Is, is that the guy you're talking about? The white dragon. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it, this guy's hair, it looks like he always just like grabbed a live wire, like Merv yeah. from uh, from Home Alone. But I'm looking at his outfit. Marv. Marv. Yeah. I'm look his outfit with the horns. Okay. This is a very cool looking outfit. Like, uh, that's he can a, fly. So, so the the horns about not not a good move if you're a good guy character though. Horns. He, he's not a good guy character. He no, he's a villain. Racist, super no, villain. but he thought he was. No, a good he guy no character. he he didn't. He knew what he was. Oh, um, okay. It's Peacemaker who has this sort of like. Right. Yeah, because Peacemaker it, thinks he's a hero. You know, he thinks you know I'm gonna go out and do good in the world and blah blah dude. blah. But he's hindered because his dad like fucked him up as a kid and he's basically a fucked up person. Now yeah. this picture, the outfit looks terrible. He looks glow in the dark. It looks cheap. That's but that's under like really bright lights, like in his like laboratory. That's the most look. It's a show about people who like. It's a show about a lot of nonsense, but the fact that Robert Patrick has some sort of like pocket dimension in in, in his in his ruck room is a little <laughs> far fetched. Yeah, he, he's cre he's literally created like some sort of pocket dimension, and like I'm just nerdy enough to know that that's nonsensical. Um, and and Obviously. then he's he's and he like pushes a look. It's it's a good it's a good show. It's fun to watch. It's a popcorn show. Um, there's there's some great titties. There's some amazing gore. There is a I, I all I've said about the, I'm not going to spoil anything, but battle at some point is done with an intelligent gorilla. OK, yep. and and you're going to want to that's like I one of the coolest things that. I've I seen. I fell asleep in that How part. Intelligent. What? I do. As I intelligent as you can imagine, like more intelligent than you. Whoa! Yeah, Hyper intelligent girl. That is a good. That's a reasonably actually, okay guy. <laughs> the reveal, I thought it was Gorilla Grodd. So, but it turned out of, not to be. That's what a lot of people. They're like, was it? Was it that? They, people, people keep asking me that. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not that. But, but, but Gorilla but, Grodd yeah. and CW. Uh, it's a, it's a great show. Uh, check it out. HBO uh, Max, I guess, or wherever you get your HBO, or no, wherever we're, you, we're wherever about, you download man. your shows illegally. <laughs> wherever you get your shows illegally, and so we're talking about shows and stuff. So I was doing a little more research on the Lord of the Rings upcoming show. And Kyle, I I don't know if you know this, like they didn't buy the rights to Unfinished Tales or the Silmarillion. They only bought rights to Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. And so the they're not going to have any characters from the first age, the Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales. It's just going to be the Amazon writers with like two anchor characters like Elrond and Galadriel and then just inventing a story of made up characters to exist around them in the world. It is going to be terrible. They don't even have the rights to tell the full story the way it's meant to. They're, so it's literally <clears throat> just going to be they bought a version of the Tolkien world, and now they're going to invent characters that never existed to interact with characters that somewhat did exist, and then ones that did, like Elrond and Galadriel, in ways oh. that never happened. So it's like, what are, what are we doing here, guys? Come come on. So You need um, to buy the rights to the Silmarillion if you're going to tell a historical tale through the First or the Second Age. There's I'm so predicting another Boba Fett, that. man. It's going to yeah, be just so, like the book of Boba Fett. So, so I'm terrible. really good. I'm really good at judging books by covers. And I feel like I, I dodge a lot of nonsense. <laughs> it's a like, I just go to the library and I just look at books and I just I, I just get a good sense of them. You know? so called so what, being racist. Yeah, what colored <laughs> book do you avoid? I, wasn't, I didn't mean literal fucking books. <laughs> although, I although, books. although I could probably judge them quite well by their covers. No. You know? like, Kyle does have I, a good intuitive of, ability with TV shows and movies. He does. This, um, I... I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I watched Mandalorian so religiously, and I have like Mandalorian like merch. Like I'm a big fan. Like I've got like 
tank tops and like I got a helmet in the other room. Like I'm I'm really into it. I dig it. I got one of those fucking uh what's what's the little fucking green cocksucker? Oh, I, got, I got one of them. And uh I saw Mandalorian coming a mile away. I didn't watch a single episode. Haven't seen it, haven't even smelled a whiff of the reviews. I don't need to know because I saw pictures of the Mandalorian and I could beat him to death. If you gave him, if you put him in his Mandalore armor and he kicked my fucking door in right now, I'd beat him to death with whatever I, that tripod that that camera's on right now. <laughs> I could kill that fucking actor in his full armor, armor with give him that staff or whatever the fuck that, almost that, that chunky elderly get right. there at 4 p.m. for dinner because it's seven dollars off. Guy, in, in some ways, he did kill the mountain. I don't know why. Dude, he that old country coupon bringing bitch. That's you're thinking the Mandalorian. I don't want to fuck. I'm not fucking with the Mandalorian. He's slick with it. That guy's probably actually taking about the actor, uh, Pedro Pascal. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Oh, uh, yeah, the old I, guy yeah, who's it, it, doing action and he's clearly bulging out of the armor. And they have uh, a not win. Uh, he's like trying to pose and be cool, like standing straight up doing the mm -hmm. single-handed pistol shot. It's a real iconic like pose you Boba can Fett take. You. It, you know, for for not for Boba Fett for like action, right? Man mm -hmm. standing holding gun. It's very okay. iconic. There's a lot. There's a few ways to do it, and it, it looks good from various angles. He's trying to do one where shoulders are back, uh, chest is forward. He's like this. But the problem is when he does that, he doesn't present his chest and shoulders back like you know, big superhero man. He's got a a bulging gut. He's got a an, a plate of armor yeah. that is powerful. No, yeah, the armor isn't wide enough to cover his his love handles. No, the, it, nor there's a be. scene there. I, I I I saw this. Someone linked me a GIF. Uh, or a GIF, if you prefer, where he's mm. getting like accosted him and like his his like Asian assassin friend who was cool. I'd rather watch her show. I bet she's cool in his show. Um, I, but because I, I liked her in the Mandalorian, the Asian assassin lady. Yeah, they're like uh, getting she's a, in a lot of stuff. Uh, she's also in uh the Street Fighter movie. She's um ah oh, who's the legs uh Chun Li in that one. Okay. Okay. Wait, Kyle, are you going to draw this back to Lord of the Rings, or are you just making a Mandalorian comparison? Oh, we're we're, we're shifting gears. No, like I'm I'm just talking about like I can I can smell a rat coming. I can smell a rat coming, and 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 I'm not going to watch a single episode of Lord of the Rings unless it's like <laughs> one of those things where everybody's freaking out. It, it, you know, it's like oh, it's like taking over pop culture, and it's like everybody's like saying quotes from it. If that happens, I'm like, oh, Kyle was wrong again, and I'll jump on board, right? But I'm just if, telling yeah. you, if it's so very, the question is, did y'all watch Boba Fett? No, I think, like, no. Gina Carano was fatter I, than Boba Fett. That guy Gina looks Carano, like he's sixty-two years old. For, that guy is sixty-two years old, and and Gina Carano in the first season she got fatter. She was she was okay. I thought. <sighs> yeah, the first but it season. all went to her tits. Looks, oh, <laughs> look. I think she's still hot when she's chunky. To be fair, she's she's, <laughs> she's looking pretty fucking. You ever good. seen that video of that big white trash fat woman who like smashed a Coors Light can with her big heavy tit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she like could do that. Something. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, it was on the main show with like, like Gina Carano is literally like a model. So like, like but, but look, she got too chunky to be an action star. That's all we're fucking saying around here. And that old man right there, look, I think it's really cool that they cast him as Boba Fett. I just wish they'd done it 15 fucking years and 35 fucking pounds ago when he maybe could have done it. Because he is mm -hmm. not Ewan McGregor, who's still like looking pretty fucking good. This dude looks old. And look, this is his best shot. Notice the helmet is covering a lot of his mass. The helmet is so well positioned. Like, like, look at that big old belt. Why is that belt three inches thick? 
does. That, that, that looks it's a lot a like it looks a lot like my belt. The fucking girl he's wearing. <laughs> you can <laughs> see it in the show when he has it on and he's True. stretching. You can see the bulges under a these bulge. armor. You can see the breastplate. Like it'll like instead of just coming down, you know, flat, it'll go down and like angle out a bit. That's <laughs> a like titty plate. That's not a breastplate. That's hmm. a titty plate because that man is overweight and he's too old to play that role. And and if they're gonna like. The worst part is even when he's got the helmet on, apparently they're not making him like they're like like throwing a stunt double in there or some shit. Like because I saw that thing where like some robots were poking him with some like energy spear and he was doing some fucking like kung fu shit, block him or like grab him, you know, do that badass shit. And it looked weak. You ever see somebody work a heavy bag that can like work a heavy bag? Yeah. Or you know, anything boxing related, something with your hands, something combat related. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, that guy is like an athlete. This guy can't do that. This guy, he doesn't like all the bullets in his bandolier are different. Yeah, then I don't none of this makes any sense. But you talk about old people and being too old to do action. You pull the image back up. Guess how old the actress next to him is? Well, Asian people don't fucking crack, dude. She's probably 50. 50? 58. 56. Damn it. She's 58. Oh, no, I was close. I was close. And still doing her own stunts. Wow. She's looking yeah. great. And that's uh, what she and that's what she looks like in real life. This isn't a show with movie magic and you know filters and makeup. That's her. Taylor, 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 Taylor. Hang on. No, no, no. <laughs> no I guarantee this woman looks exactly Taylor, that age in real Taylor, life. I'm fucking Taylor. around. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing, Taylor. I, I, I'm, I'm very quick to believe that sort of thing out of people. But the problem is, she's next to Craggle Rock there, and <laughs> Fraggle and, Rock. and and they've struggled to make Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Craggle Rock. His <laughs> aggro crag. Yeah, like, the aggro crag. I'm sure that like if there's like movie fuckery or, or Photoshop editing that can be done, it was done, and this is the best they could make this man look. Look, he's not a fucking superhero. Come on, I'm 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 not watching. I don't I don't dislike show. his face. Like I haven't seen the show, but he does like if like Boba Fett. If he's a bit if he's getting on, he's aging a bit. Like he does look like a guy that used to be very intense and used to be very fit, right? Like he's not really. Maybe, maybe it's the bald brow intensity. There this is the guy. This is the guy who played um, the character. Or look, it, it gets convoluted. Maybe the, because they're clones, and one of the clones treated a clone of his as his son. So just fuck all that convoluted nonsense aside. This guy was the character in um, the like the the trilogy in the early two thousands. Like like oh, he was in this that is trilogy. this is the guy that confused me because like they made they used him as clone material. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's like white, black, Asian. See, I don't think this is in the future, and it's like, but it was all uh, gathered from this guy. Okay, look, look no, we're going to recruit this. people no, 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 no. later because the clones started dying. They're, after uh, a while, the the clones were degrading in quality, um, and, and the source material was. And I think maybe the 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 clone place got destroyed or something. There was a whole anyway. They had to start recruiting. There was also some political stuff going back and forth. Like one side is like clones are what we need, and the other side is like my special troop. Doesn't matter. It's nerdy shit. But later on, they're recruited. That's why you got like black storms troopers and stuff. Is there a, is there anything in the Mandalorian? I think it's from episode one. Those like cool robots they made to kill Jedi that I don't think ever succeeded yes. in killing the Jedi that have shields and they roll like a like a so, sand shrew from Pokemon. So like, not like sand shrew stuff, but like and they go with the. Did you, you know not watch the Mandalorian? No, no. Well, I, oh, I watched oh. up until Bill Burr was on the scene. And then I stopped. Well, there's that kill bot thing, right? The one who's like a main character almost, who's got yeah, like the uh, Benny played head. by Taika. Yeah, yeah. I, I was meaning oh, like that it? more. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's more cool. like arachnid-looking thing with the curved back, almost. No, like a serpent. no, that's some George Lucas shit that needs to stay away. 
that that I thought that was cool. <laughs> but also, the last time I saw those movies, my, I remember my main takeaway was that General Grievous was the coolest thing ever. Yes, because I was For like one whole 12, episode thirteen and then when I saw that. Yeah, and I was like. I remember watching being like, man, that's going to be a damn shame if Yoga takes or My, Yoga takes this guy out because he's he's a robot. He's got four lightsabers. They're not even the bullshit, like one half ones that seem like they'd be counterintuitive. He's got four I, uh, programmed like helicopter blades gym. just yeah. going to town. There was no excuse for him to lose to Yoda. He would butt fuck Yoda unless unless Yoda used the force, which General Grievous probably couldn't because you probably need to be alive to use the force. No, he was right? alive. Yeah, he was a cyborg. He was not a full Isn't robot. Yoda considered yeah, like a human, most, like second most or alien, the best swordsman. I don't know, but Yoda was. I Yoda is wise as Master Yoda and as powerful as Master Mace Windu. Uh, bad acting, <laughs> I, I like the trilogy and legacy. Who who is Mace Windu? Count Dooku. That's who no, it was. Mace, not, not Mace no, Windu. Was, uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Lee, Lee was Count Dooku, yep. and he was my favorite character, like as far as just. The intimidating presence of his nature, like he was so the booming on that the box. Yeah, he was so. He and he played Saruman to a T. He played bad guys for like sixty-five years so did well. He, I bet he did a Dracula here and there. Yes, right? no, he, he was in the old uh, Hammer Dracula films in the seventy. He would play yeah. both Van Helsing and Dracula in different oh, films, cool. like real I, cheap ones. I've come to realize that I think Obi Wan Kenobi is the best character in all of Star Wars. I think he's got the coolest story. Um, everybody not. else is a fucking like their story is either like i don't know they're, they're, it's poorly written or just like i don't like how for, how for those of us who don't know what is obi what is obi-wan's story obi-wan uh his like uh, his master's killed at the very beginning right and he and he's it is a responsibility yes, to, Liam train, Neeson. to train the boy is like mm -hmm. thrust upon him like all this responsibility he just has become like a master or whatever and now immediately i'm sorry like, I've, I've pissed my pants and i can't keep training you. <laughs> the drink has ruined my That's Jedi skills. <laughs> he also drinks a lot, apparently. Like you see I'm him okay in, in the Clone Wars and stuff, always like drinking alcohol and stuff. So, so the coolest part about him, right, is this like love story that he's got with um, that that queen from that other planet. Her name escapes me, but he's got like this. The Jedi are supposed to be like warrior monks. So he's not mm -hmm. supposed to f be falling in love with this lady. I think he could probably fuck her. I think that would be okay. But he loves this woman and she loves him. And like, spoiler, like that does not work out because his greatest enemy kills her in front of him. The same guy that killed his master and he has to watch her die. And her dying words are like, I always loved you. And he's like, I would have given up the Jedi order to be with you. And they just cry and she does fucking happen in dies. The movies or no, this is Clone, Clone, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. And then, like you know, the so the it whole... does happen in the movie. Oh no, this happens in the t in the TV cartoon. But the, the, the TV series is canonical, so yeah, it, it's canonical. it happens. So it happens. Um. So and and then <laughs> yes, like it's real. Yeah, it, it's as real as any of the rest of the uh, of of Star Wars, right? But I'm just saying, his story is the best. And then obviously, like losing Anakin, defeating Anakin, fight, um, the, whisking Luke away to Tatooine, being overwatching him like his entire like childhood and into adulthood, mm -hmm. and then guiding him into the force and, and then like giving his life for him. They coming back as a force ghost to continue to guide him. Like he's got the best story out of any of them. Luke's story's fucking lame. Anakin's story is even lamer. And the Yoda. Emo. Yoda, Yoda was around for thousands of years. Yoda's a fucking anyone, quitter. Maybe, Yoda's, right? a, Yoda's a fucking quitter is what Yoda is. Go on. I'm, I'm, I mean, he lost that one fight with the He's uh, also Emperor. short. He lost that one fight with the Emperor, and then he like retired to that swamp planet for like 25 fucking years. That Yoda's is really that. that is Luke really did that. Yoda did that. Um, probably someone else. Well, Luke <laughs> went because he needed it. He needed some training, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course no, they all Luke do it. it. They, they have to copy and paste the same story and over and over. So of course, <laughs> of course, Ray had to go to like a planet and train with Luke Skywalker. Fuck all yeah. that shit. Fuck all that made up dragon shit. I am going to watch the Ewan McGregor thing though. Fucking fucking Obi Wan Kenobi show when that comes out. It's it's a mini series like self. It's contained oh, like eight okay. episodes or something. Dude, it's so funny that. how I can like I can sit here and like you're talking about Star Wars and I'm like this is so stupid. I can't yeah. believe it. And meanwhile I'm like and they're not following the canon of Lord of the Rings <laughs> and they yeah. didn't buy the rights to the Silmarillion, which means all of our beloved characters from the first age and the second age are going to be there. Tim, no one like, knows I, the Silmarillion uh, characters. Taylor, oh, they do. There are people that read that like the bible man it is it is the ramblings of a madman i've said it before it's a guy there is no flow that when i got after i finished the hobbit series and oh, i read the lord of the Rings series first and then the hobbit series and i was in middle school because that's when the the movies were coming out and then i was like oh silmarillion this guy wrote more shit i wonder what characters were going to flesh out and it is just him being like and another thing in the first stage here's something ln deal was up to oh also <laughs> god i forgot the dwarves at the time the dwarves they were they found out mithril but not quite modern mithril a slightly different mithril and this was the mix oh by the way the elves also something i can't wait to, it's like a guy on coke telling you a business idea which if you guys have never been in that position i'm sure many of you have where like people are doing a lot of coke around you and they have an idea for something good i would rather be trapped in an elevator with a drunk person for two hours than have a 30 minute conversation with someone gacked out on coke because it's like actively stressful they tell you the same idea six times they explain it five different ways none of it makes sense and it's all just like and it's because it's gonna be like yeah yeah it's gonna be like it's like tinder but for like uh, cats it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know all uh, the energy too because they totally it, believe uh, it in the moment we're gonna call it p for p pussy for pussy you know trying to get it going like <laughs> settle down it's a, uh, it's a winning it's called, like all the cat. nft bros we just need a programmer yeah. tom cats tom tom cats that'd be a, that'd be a pretty good one pretty good yeah. one a great name well we're targeting a user base with no thumbs and no money <laughs> so, so right taylor i got a question for you if you're going to be stuck in an innovator and uh, not an innovator elevator do you want to be in there with the guy pitching you a regular business idea or somebody who really believes in nfts and that's all they want to talk about oh my definitely God. the nft guy unless, unless the original guy is giving me an in if he's just describing to me a business that's totally viable and i have nothing to gain it's going to make me like god damn it oh, this guy's way smarter than me the <laughs> nft guy I'll either be like, oh, this guy's bragging about selling NFTs. He's probably a pretty smart guy making money. Mm -hmm. Or it'll be, oh, this guy's bragging about buying NFTs. He's probably a dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Taylor, blockchain. And there's the, don't you know they get registered? No, and, and, I don't and, even know what that means. Dude, Decentralizing I've been art. To Warren Buffett talk about Bitcoin lately. Like I listened to it, and then YouTube is like, this guy has a passion for listening to Warren Buffett talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> so I just start watching another and another, like this YouTube video is on Warren Buffett shit. He hates Bitcoin. He fucking hates it. And he does another guy like Charlie Mung or something who's like his partner or lover. I don't know what the fuck he is. He hates Bitcoin just as much. Why the two of them? Why'd they say? Uh, basically, it doesn't do anything it doesn't have any value it doesn't produce anything like if you own stocks then you own a piece of a company that's making money that's doing a thing if you own land then you're owning like i don't know a part of a land that's producing a crop or whatever if you own bitcoin you are literally just you're owning something that doesn't do anything hoping that down the road someone will pay more than you did for it and it will still not do anything 
and I get it. It's currency. That's what currency does. But um, that that's Warren Buffett's argument for it. And because I also don't know why cryptocurrency has value. I'm like, aha, me and Warren Buffett, we think the same. I'm me so and Warren sorry. Buffett, two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Combined, really? we're billionaires. <laughs> you, you're imagine like your a, YouTube you're like is all Brent Warren Buffett Gretzky videos. to Wayne. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And <laughs> adding you three points. <laughs> you're the 37th richest duo in the world. <laughs> uh, that like, yeah, that, so, like I, I don't know yeah. anything. Like I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Woody. I don't really get the crypto thing enough, but like. I see a lot of people putting it forward like this is the future of currency. It's a way mm-hmm. to get away from centralized government and power. And it's like, but like this is even less tangible than fiat cash. And so it's like, so it is totally dependent on electrical grid and on all these servers and things running. And that confuses me where it's like if everything did go down and let's it's not going to happen. But if there was a calamitous collapse of power grid structures, you know, uh, food lines, supply chains, if that happened, it's you're you're like it doesn't it's not really yeah, worth your anything. Your phone would still turn on. Well, yeah, but some maybe. people think Bitcoin <laughs> would be more valuable then because if that happens, maybe the U.S. government doesn't have any value. So what's the next best alternative? That's what See, they that would makes hit you sense, with. too. I don't know. <sighs> all things like MLM. It's like, it's like I, I don't know. It, NFTs, I feel like, are the easier one to pick on. Owning the rights to a stupid picture, but other people can still use the picture, but you own the rights to the stupid picture, but but not a copyright just the flex rights you own the ability to say that you own it I'm i don't you, woody it's I've like been the ripping. i am rich app do you remember that one when iphone first came out you could pay ten thousand dollars and it put this little diamond on your phone and it just says i am rich it's like a red ruby or something yeah yeah i kind of feel like N- nfts are like that and the people that push them really hard are like those karens at home that do mlms and be like i'm a ceo and entrepreneur of my own business mm-hmm. and let me tell you all about something i don't even know what the hell all the mlms are these days and that's just what yeah, it's like MLM, NFT. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about decentralization and the future of art and how we're going to change I, the world and did i tell you guys about the doordash person who was like advertising for their um their mlm like on the order was it Amway? Oh, no i want to hear was, this um um it was Avon, I think. It was like one of those cosmetics, like oh, uh, okay. like, like multi-level marketing things. So like like I don't know. I, I ordered some uh, hibachi. It's like perfect thing to order. They, like they'll give you so much fucking white rice and uh, and like steak for like twelve dollars. Anyway, and they give you shrimp in the middle as a bonus every time. Always a bonus shrimp. You just gotta yeah. throw away that yum yum sauce, and it's a delicious meal, Jerry. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, so like. I always wait till they leave. Like not only to to avoid like the awkward, they give me my food. Oh, you need to take a picture of it. You want me to sit it down or do you want me to hold it? Do you want to take a picture of me holding it? Do, do you want my face in it? Like how does this work? So I wait till they fucking leave. And uh, I go out there and I pick up my bag of food and it's got a sticker on there and it's like, hey, like it's got one of those um, QR codes or whatever that you can scan. Yeah. And it's got like her alt is like, hey, I'm Diane and this is my MLM like fucking Diane and Mary business. Kay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm fucking CEO and president and fucking queen bitch over here at this thing where I sell cosmetics. Uh, I just stuck this sticker to your fucking DoorDash order so that you can uh, be exposed to me. And I'm just like, all right. I'm going to report you now. <laughs> so, like, I, so like I file this whole report. And I'm like, I'm like, she's advertising her like Avon cosmetic business in my order with stickers. 
and uh and she had been like real persistent at the door that was the other thing i left out like she knocked and yelled door dasher door dasher and like my, my note says like leave the shit and bounce basically and and she's out there like trying to get me and i'm I'm playing with the waiting game now. I'm just looking out the window, like laughing. <laughs> like I'm not going out there, but I am going to wait until you fuck up your your driveway on my curb or your car on my curb. So she did that as well. Uh, but, but but it was bitch. funny. Like the instant like message back from DoorDash was like, "Hey, this lady was advertising a multi-level marketing scheme in my order with like a scannable like picture and a note that she like stuck on it." And they immediately reply back, "How seven dollars sound?" And I'm like. <laughs> That's good. That'll work. How <laughs> <laughs> seven dollars? Yeah, dude. If, like, you, if you like get into the chat function with anyone on like DoorDash, Postmates, Grub, pick any of those. And if you're someone who's used it more than three times in the last month, you can be like, "Hey, they dropped off the wrong food. It was sixty-two bucks. I can't even eat this because I'm allergic to whatever." What, you know you can say whatever you want and they're like all right well uh go ahead and keep that food on us and here's 62 dollars yeah like, they always, they it's always they're pretty good about it because yeah. well i mean if, i'm sure if it's your first run they're not going to be as as understanding but if they see someone like kyle on there they're like make this right like make <laughs> this consumer happy amazon for so me good. oh <laughs> amazon for sure I, I i get if i get something that i'm not like totally satisfied with from amazon i just take it to a coles near my house in the box and you just send it right back do you, you ever get thing. do you ever get like your neighbor's amazon stuff delivered yeah because it's a, such a rush like the people are pushed so much they'll just like drive by and chunk it out of the truck or do it super fast so sometimes they get like a house or two off yeah i don't know how they fuck it up so badly um i think my address is like really close to my neighbors um like the numbers are just like transposed or something but but he's just like i'm always getting their shit and i keep it I keep, all. <laughs> I keep it all. I'm keeping those fake eyelashes. Those are mine now. Those are um, gotta put them on sometime. I'm Look keeping beautiful that, for us. I got that ginseng, like fucking curcumin, like Ooh. like mix, like like going right in the medicine cabinet, bro. I, With hey, all I, the MLM skinny tea. I take Did a you, lot. Of yeah, the, is that one a skinny tea? Yeah, that's um, an Instagram thing. Uh, every oh, influencer yeah. sells skinny tea, which will totally uh, flush the toxins out of your body, along Thank with about God. eight pounds of shit. All these toxins are giving me a headache. I need I need some tea. Clear my brain. Did you see that Pokimane tweet the other day? Oh, about uh, this face no will earn oh. more money than most of oh. you will in a lifetime or whatever. So, so people like took that the wrong way, I think. They took it as her like flexing on people like, like I'm rich and you're poor. What she's doing is like she's like no makeup and look, she's an attractive woman, obviously. Everybody's like melting down over how hot she is online but with no makeup she looks very ordinary i suppose you'd say like like, like that's that's a polite way of saying it and uh and she's just like this face um makes more money in a month than you'll ever see or something like that and i was like i like that i like that because i guarantee she's she's not like saying this out of the blue that not her flexing hang on i guarantee that's not her saying that out of the blue she didn't just wake up one day and say, say see this face this is the face that makes more money than you'll ever see bitch She's responding to some hate she got. I guarantee from, from, somebody. From, I guarantee somebody said, "Look at this ugly bitch without her makeup." And she was like, "Oh yeah, this is a face that makes more money than you'll ever even see." She's not saying that to the world. No, no, that no, no. You, that's how you show you're secure: is you take something tweeted by a guy with oh, 19 followers, on. and then you make something that gets twenty thousand retweets to show how much you don't care. I've seen it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I'm not coping in a huge way, right? Like, like, come on. 
Like, you I, like, really, like, I don't know the situation, but it is like uh, it is either, a total. Like, Woody is right that it's a total flex of like I make more money than of you. Of course, it's a flex, yeah. but yeah, it's a yeah. flex in response to something, not just there's a difference. I'm sure it is. I don't know shit about like 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 if so if if everybody's sitting there like there's a difference between like literally flexing for no reason and flexing because somebody thought you were weak. Like actually, I'm not. I'm not that weak. Look, like like oh oh okay, I was wrong. That's what she's doing. They're, 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 they're saying you're ugly. And she's like, I'm ugly. Th it's these looks that make more money than you'll Actually, ever Actually, I have lots of money. Ah, come on. I dug it. I thought Do you it was think her if, defending herself. Uh, and I don't look, look, that's it's, it's not, it's not a good comeback. And, if a and, dude tweeted that, you would be like, dude, cope. Like, no, no, it, no, no, it's, it, it's uh, perfect. I don't no, think no, so. I think it, it's like, remember comeback. when they were going after Vin Diesel for being like chubby between roles? Like, 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 this is a guy who like, transforms his body like like whenever he needs to to make another 15 30 million dollars and in the meantime the picture of him being chubby by the way he's on a yacht with beautiful women <laughs> he's like yeah, he's like it, it's like they're like look at what do they call him they, they came up with a pun for like chubby vin diesel or like 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 whatever and yeah. like they're making fun of him and it's like come on this is the guy whose physique has launched one of the biggest movie franchises in existence with this fast and the furious thing it's not my my uh thing but every time they what make did, one, what did what did vin diesel say in response to that he got jacked again and made another fucking fast and the furious so he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> no. he didn't tweet about it that's what he no did. of course he didn't tweet about it he was busy no. being balls deep and all the women on the boat he, he was no too busy with his, with his successful life oh you don't, you don't like my that. audi you should see the woman sucking my dick right now. Dude, look, <laughs> right. look at how much his forehead wrinkles look like the pie sign. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> 3.14. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's exact. It really does. 3.141. <laughs> Put the Twilight Zone music as Zach zooms in. <laughs> That's really funny. Man, he has got an Audi. Belly button's not in any that I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't actually know anything about Pokimane, so I don't know what hate she was responding to. It's just, uh, yeah, as a rule, when I've seen celebrities and popular people as a response, like take a picture of them holding money and well, stuff, it's it like, either. well, that's not that impressive of a of a thing. Well, I'm kind I, of with I, you. It's kind of weak sauce. Most can I just say, time. like, I've got lots of money. It's like, yeah, everyone knows that. Can, can I ask you this, Taylor? If yeah. you knew that she made a, like an absolutely astounding amount of money, would that change your mind? Like if I wasn't talking about five million, I was talking about fifty. Would you be like, oh, well, I had no idea? What does that matter? No, not at all. Like if oh. if anything, if you if you, if you if you have fifty million, you should be like, huh, people are being angry on Twitter. Who... <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm on a yacht right now. You I know, don't um, I, I I don't know what she does. Um, I don't either. I, I, I have no real uh, feelings about her in general. They, my my only exposure to her is that she's got a rust skin, and uh, and I see a lot of these fucking weebs putting her, her as either. If someone has her skin on their base, it's either done ironically or, you know, this is a lame fuck. It, it, it's usually the case because it's it's pretty. I, I'm just thought. saying maybe I'm missing context, but saying she's just I have on. a lot of money as a own is not impressive. Like Look, that's. Yeah, there you go. This face, make, this face makes more money than you'll ever see in your life. I like that. I like that drop. I like well, it. She also didn't, didn't she move from Twitch and she's yet to announce the new platform, which everybody suspects will be either YouTube or Facebook, which is probably another multi-million dollar contract oh, for her. Know. 
So she's doing good. Uh, and Amaranth, well, if sure you all know her, she bought an inflatable company in a gas station and all this crazy stuff. Y'all remember the pool girl? Um, the, like the hot tub streams? Amaranth is not the pool girl. Amaranth is the multi-millionaire. Um, like, like, right. Like, yeah. Like, she's tycoon. been buying inflatable pool companies. She's going to be the queen of pools. Um, <laughs> Wait, inflatable pool companies? Who, how many people are buying those? Uh, Apparently her. So Amaranth is making millions and millions of dollars from her OnlyFans every month. That's why she's on Twitch on ASMR. Um, and and uh, I was talking to Fenster that about this the other day mm. um, about like the gargantuan amount of money that Amaranth is bringing in. And like again, like this is not a corner of the internet that I'm like plugged into. The same thing with the Pokemon stuff. But I was explaining yeah. to somebody like last night or the night before what ASMR was. And whenever somebody doesn't know, I have to like pull up Twitch real quick on my TV and show them. And there she is, like you know, she's incredibly attractive like she's a beautiful beautiful woman and she's she's sucking on two ears and god knows how long she'd been sucking those ears because like i came back three hours later and i was like you want to see something funny and i opened it again she's still sucking the mirrors you know she's working at it like 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 i wonder what <laughs> does your mouth get sore after three four hours of sucking i mean i, I bet it tastes like like latex <laughs> my ear. observation is their mouth gets sore way, way before then yeah, yeah. it's like just I can only get off if if my wife whispers at my dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when your wife is a literal she dick takes, whisperer, she takes you my know. Hard dick, and then she's like, "I'm gonna suck this at some point," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> keep whispering at me, baby." Oh my! <laughs> what if she I mean, did when that, you like, get older and you get kinkier? She starts crinkling Saran wrap next to your dick. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's really great. Oh yeah, make some C sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, give me the foghorn. Forget about the food stuff, the weird like squishing like tomatoes and tearing lettuce and carrots, and you're just yeah. gonna have all this like food all over you. We, we have great. strayed so far from God's light. Dudes. <laughs> so some of the ASMR people are like genuinely doing ASMR. Like like they're trying to create some sort of soundscape to like mm -hmm. maybe relax you or help you sleep or whatever their goal is. But like most of them are just like titty girls that want to get as like sexually provocative as possible but it's fun to scan through like from most watched all the way to the right to like you get into the single viewer stuff and and, and it gets stuff. weird there it gets weird can there you, can you do asmr just like a yes probably yeah. you can jump right in there right now like like oh so here's what i see i see a lot <laughs> he is playing a flute it's not a skin flute but what it's a that, flute Kyle? it's like i was gonna say that you is see a lot of yeah, um, and another Sorry. thing I've noticed that no, I I I know what the bit is. I'm waiting for you to. I know. Wait. <laughs> I'm not annoyed. I'm I know what it's a all, bit. I know. I know. In all seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What was Man. I saying? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, now I don't remember. You're talking about, about ASMRs and deep throating ears. Oh, some and... of them are actually doing like legit ASMR. Like like they've got like like. I don't know, like fun things to listen to. They're scratching on things or crinkling things or what have you. And then I saw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw I, I saw one guy and he's just like leaning back and forth in his seat, making it squeak. And I was like, Wings missed his fucking calling. Like, <laughs> like, like Jesus Christ! What he, if we'd only known? He, the guy, that guy has three viewers and they are just listening. <laughs> okay do you guys like asmr i i'm just gonna say i genuinely yeah. never saw the appeal to it and even the really gentle asmr videos they tend to make me very angry it's just the noise won't stop they i find it very grating one thing it's just like someone Hold chewing on. with their i mouth listen open. to asmr porn while driving by myself 
and uh you know it keeps you up what <laughs> yeah there is asmr you, porn you can search for that on pornhub okay There's no to I, watch. I believe you, you. so what is did, what did you do 10 and 2 or one hand on the wheel <laughs> yeah, Just it, it, right it, was, middle, it like, was 10 uh, and 2, yeah. except it was <laughs> riding right here. Uh, <laughs> except only one hand on the wheel. Kind of 10, yeah. 2, and 6, if you can picture that. <laughs> Wait, um, so you're so. Did you just pick the first one that came up? Did yes. You well, I'm driving. I can't okay. spend a lot of time. And uh, but you know, basically, it, it's a woman telling you how much she would like to be having sex with you. And if you're like sleepy and nothing keeps you up, it does. Jesus, so to speak. that's really that's really sad. This is a pro tip. This is a pro tip. Back, you remember 10 years ago when Wings told us Bing was where it's at? Look, if you're oh, sleeping God. while you're driving, this is where it's at. Pour Does your wife know that that, that that you do this? Not yet. No. <laughs> I mean, does she watch <laughs> the show? Until, not until Saturday in this episode. <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, no. she, oh, yeah. She's, she's not on the, the internet. Show. Thank God. Uh, but Taylor, you were talking about that being sad. Uh, when I first got uh, my VR headsets, I was testing stuff out on YouTube, which, by the way, I'm going to... Oh, my God, is it stuck? That's lovely. These little guys, 4K VR. They're literally sunglasses. They've been super fun. Uh, but I'm just, like, testing out videos on YouTube, and I found a VR section where you're supposed to put on glasses, and it's not quite pornographic, but you just have, like, a loving wife or a girlfriend it's the saddest thing I've ever seen because oh. the whole section is you come home and there's a lady like, hi, honey, how was your day? I really missed you. I cooked you dinner. And you like reach out, like give you a pat and just generally be supportive for like 15 minutes. And there's just like a whole section oh. of that. Dude, tons that is... of views. So there's tons of guys just there in their VR headsets being told how, you know, how great it is that they're back. Dude, that that is that is so fucking sad. Like these poor guys are just like they want some kind of affirmation or attention like and they they're going to VR to get like this the, the end point of this is not nice like us, the end us, the, Taylor, the end Taylor. point of a Route. huge number of men who are not able to socialize to the yep. extent that they can get laid them resorting Taylor. and kind of distancing from reality and joining the VR movement Taylor, as this, this gets more advanced pretty scary Taylor, this is a moment in history yes. where, where, where you can rally the people with your conservative dog whistles to go back to conservative ways mm -hmm. yes the women, put the women back in back the to system. 2019 when the blues won the cup <laughs> <laughs> but no further than just 2019 2019 <laughs> that's where i want to actually specifically year. june of 2019 <laughs> <laughs> wasn't i in prison well, but the Blues were winning the cup, man. Or, no, no, you no, win no, some, you yeah. lose. God, some. we all have sacrifices to make. <laughs> yeah. It's for. I the hated June of world. 2019. It was scary, <laughs> dude. But think about it. Like, if if like VR gets wildly realistic, which it will, because technology seems like a continuous march, mm -hmm. albeit slowly or quickly through different things. Like, and there are a bunch of guys who grow up entirely online because that's how all socialization happens, and they feel uncomfortable in real life conversing with women having conversations coming on to them making a move whatever it is and if they decide instead you know what path of re least resistance i can get a more accurate skinny big titted vr bitch to suck my dick while i put this machine on there or fuck like like that is absolutely coming you would imagine right it is uh so teen and sex is at an all-time low 
right now because of stuff like that and also not if Kyle pressure. has anything to say about it. God damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you don't oh, think God. I was about if, if you don't think he stole the word, <laughs> then you're just out of your goddamn goal. That's why we're such good friends. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about the incel army out there? What about when they finally get fed up of not being able to have sex and they want real girlfriends instead of digital ones? What happens? I don't know. Like I imagine well, that might for some of them, it would be a good thing, like force them to go out and like get a haircut and go to a bar or, or go to a club or something. People think that like bars and parties are the only place to meet women, which is like a Hollywood thing. That's not true at all. Like you can join a club. You can go to the park. There's a walk a dog, walk, get a cute dog and walk it around the park. Or you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Find a cute dog that belongs to a hot woman. Kidnap them both. You're made in the shade. Well, wait, you don't have to kidnap her. Just the dog. No, yeah. she's the key part. No, if, if you find a chick that was like going to the same park every day, you know, a routine and stuff, you can, if you can nap that dog, then show up like three days later, which is really distraught, you know, with the dog. I didn't think, oh, you were saying steal the dog to demonstrate your value. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's perfect. The, then. I, I call this the hero play. Okay. You're, you're coming in. You're, mm -hmm. you're, uh, or AKA finders keepers. You find the dog, <laughs> you keep her. Yeah. Yeah. And she needs to pay you back to get the dog or you'll wink wink usually get don't have to the to, pound yeah usually don't have to take it, it to that place but one way or the other we're going to pound town like mm -hmm. like, like and, and it, you and the dog no you well, and the woman well someone is someone is um it's up to her listen lady <laughs> Two of the three of us are fucking today, and it's well, it might you. it might just be her and the dog, and you have to sit in your sad corner of cuckery and watch. You never what? know. That this is taking such a weird fucking turn. I, this like, was man, funny man. when we started, and it was just I was still laughing. You just getting cucked by your by her dog. Yeah. Damn, that cocker spaniel's yeah. hung. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, he kidnaps the dog and brings her back, and she's like, "Oh my god, you brought him back." She just goes to making out with the dog right there, just right in oh, front of you, like deep throating the dog, probably. Small shift, small shift in gears, but but what what do you think about people who kiss their dogs a little too much? Like like, like I think there's a How line. How much is right? too much? How much right, is I'm a pretty pretty right. big dog kisser. I'm a dog kisser too. So here's here's name here. First of all, what like, if my mouth is closed but I'm hard? <laughs> <laughs> Problematic. I mean, my mouth is closed, but I'm not going to disclose you, where I kiss are my you, dog. Are you like Winnie the Poohing it during the dog? What if my mouth is open and he's hard? Because <laughs> both my well, then you know what comes your mouth at this point exactly, Taylor. Uh, I, I I I keep my mouth closed, but but like he can like lick you know like on the bottom of my face, lick my forehead or something. That's all right. That's that's funny dog mm -hmm, kisses. Mm -hmm. But I've seen those people who are like full on like tongue kissing their dogs, like where the dog's tongue is like going all up in their mouth and doing that. No. You know how dogs' tongues yeah. they like go it, into like peanut butter jars and explore. Like yeah. they're doing they're doing that to people's mouths. Glad you brought that up because yeah. if the dog's tongue goes in your mouth, then you're being kind of a weirdo. On the other hand, if you just slather peanut butter on you, it's the dog who's being a weirdo and not me. Couldn't agree more. I, I think yeah. you've got that backwards. He's yeah. hungry. You're d disturbed. No, I'm, I'm just sitting there. 
Being excited, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's exciting. It's, I love my dog. Your first I love my dog. <laughs> I get I get so aroused every time my dog comes in the room. <laughs> I mean, he's such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> such a good boy. Trained him so well. Just dog a waste. great Dane. The dog's just dick gaining huge out. amounts of weight. <laughs> 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 hitting multiple <laughs> jars of peanut butter a day. <sighs> oh, yeah. Just a great was, Dane oh, Oh, I was on this Reddit thread. Like a red Santa said, hanging down. <laughs> they said, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a sleepover or done or something like that? I saw that thread. Uh, okay, yeah. so a couple of them were like, you know, I threw up at a sleepover. I did this. I got my first period at a sleepover, stuff like that. And there was one woman who she was like, it was it an all girl sleepover. And one of the girls there was like, I know somebody else who can masturbate. By hanging from the corner of a closet. I, I picture like the door sills, but I'm not sure the casing. Mm -hmm. that goes and she would do like a pull up and sort of rub her her mound on the door. That was how she masturbated. Probably fit as shit. That's oh, kind of impressive. That was actually. the point. So she she said she knows someone else who does it and demonstrated it. And then that the, the girls telling the story was like, then I realized just how fucking jacked she was. I tried it. I could barely suspend myself. <laughs> and she's like just doing pull-ups on this door. Like, look at what my friend does this. And her arms are fucking Arnold Schwarzer arms. <laughs> she just got like only has delts. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing. That's awesome. Damn. Good for her. That's impressive strength. Yeah. I'm kind of imagining a girl now that looks like Derek. So. I'm picturing Linda Hamilton <laughs> in that scene in T2 when they like look into her like room, like see what she's up to. Like, yeah, this is Sarah Connor, and she's in there like, like cranking out those like. <laughs> Did you know that's a real scene? Those real deal man pull ups where she's fucking getting up above the bar, putting her chest on the goddamn thing, and she's cranking them out on a medical bed. She's upended. <laughs> So hardcore. She's Jack is fucking that movie. She is very, very fit in that movie. She's a very believable athletic female protagonist because you get people all the time like There's a scene oh, where this superhero, up a guy. you know, doesn't look like she's tough. And it's like, okay, fair. That superhero did clearly wasn't on a weightlifting regimen before she joined the Marvel team. <laughs> but like, yeah. There's a scene alien, where she looks great. That's a different movie. Um, not yeah, alien, you're thinking no. about Sigourney Weaver, who uh, also fantastic female protagonist. Sigourney Weaver was also jacked, but not as jacked. Um, no. And uh, well, they had Vasquez yeah, in there. She was Sigourney two. Weaver had little little tucks in the corner of her. She was no. Sigourney Weaver was always like a wisp of a little girl. Um, but 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 she's like a, a, a really great actress, and she played a badass character. But she was never really? like jacked. she didn't get like a little. She was a little bit jacked in uh, Resurrection, but that was like that thing where they put you through those Hollywood boot camps to get like a 45, 48 year old actress in, in shape to be like a. Uh, um, uh, you know, in another movie, and she had gotten like in shape for that, and that's that's the best physically she ever looked, the closest she ever looked to muscular. Look at her ass in Terminator One; that's the flattest ass you've ever seen. I'm actually kind of agreeing with. So in my mind, she was really kind of a badass, and I'm thinking about all the roles she played, kind of um, in a leather jacket and dressed up where you couldn't see her body. Yeah, she's a little skinny girl. Like like she was never a badass physically. She was always she always had a gun or a loader. It was her bravery and, and her like. Yes. And the fact that she was the one who would be like, whatever, why would just shut the fuck up and listen? Just listen and stop panicking. Like, mm -hmm. like, like she was that character. And, and you know, she was the she's in the loader and she comes out. So like, get away, get away from, from her, her, you bitch. bitch. Fucking great. So good. She, she yeah. is a badass. She's, a, she's an action hero, action star, and uh, one of my favorites. I think fuck. I projected a athlete's physique on her because yeah. of the role she played.
that's that's a that's just her doing a good job at like portraying a badass you know that you think of her that way you know i i, I don't think of danny devito as quite as short as he is but I, I bet if you saw him we'd all be shocked even though we know he's like four ten or something oh yeah he is like four, short i feel like all the hollywood on camera figures are just two inches smaller than you think they are they you, are you like seen you, tom you cruise look, he's like tom cruise is like five six and you like for the longest time when I was watching Sonny when like season one, two, or I guess not one, but two and three <clears throat> came out when I was in college, that they would like the, Danny DeVito would be standing there and he's so little, I would see Mac and Dennis. And in my head, I was always like, damn, Mac and Dennis must be like six two or something like tall. Mm -hmm. And then like you look him up online and like and like five ten, five nine are their Hollywood heights. Which subtract oh, subtract that. a bit from that, and it's like, damn, all what is it with actors and just being smaller people as a whole? And that's what helps actors like The Rock, who is six foot four, six foot five, whatever it is. He comes in and he looks like a giant compared to this guy who claims he's five ten, but he's five six. No, they stick. He does those movies with Kevin Hart to play it up. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Hart like almost like part, a lot of his bits are how little he is, so he's not trying to like hide how tiny yeah. he is. Of course the, not. They're the other thing. Whereas Tom Cruise would want to hide how time like, do you think Tom Cruise would ever want to take a photo standing shoulder to shoulder with the rock or Lee, Lee is Liam Hemsworth? What's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Uh, uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth yeah, yeah. is the other Hemsworth who my dad yeah. knows. Either way, one of those guys, like he would never the want brothers. to take a photo there because they would look like so disparate. Well, the other thing about actors that surprises me is when you see them outside their roles, they tend to be nerdy, effeminate theater geeks. And yeah. it partly, of course they are, right? They, mm -hmm. they were all the nerdy, effeminate, like high school theater guys who probably got way more sex than you I You know, did. well, everyone. <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say about <laughs> but, John, yeah. fair. But uh, I, when you see Steve Rogers play Captain America, he's such a badass. I'm watching Ewan McGregor now do his, you know, motorcycle trip around the world. And he is like, I don't know, kissy, snuggly. <laughs> like he's not a badass action hero like he plays on TV. He's a theater geek, and it it just mm -hmm. comes out all the time. That's why Sean Connery was so cool. Mm. Yes, I smacked her because she was sometimes a woman. She keeps talking to you, and then you she keeps wanting the last word, and you give it to her, but she won't stop there. And what are you supposed to do other than give her a smack? And do you, and Barbara Walters, like, do you think that's appropriate to give a woman a smack? If if that's the only option left to you, that she's left to you, yes, of course, <laughs> of course, you have to give her a smack. Uh, and it's like, damn, this guy's very cool. Like, <laughs> and, and the way he phrased it was like, I've always felt to be a, a, a sort of a, a threat in that moment to Barbara Walters that. And, and, oh, yeah. and, oh man! Imagine how amazing that would have been if he'd have just backhanded Barbara Walters right I'm there a, in the I'm interview. It, it is a veiled. <laughs> it is a. It is absolutely a veiled threat that he is delivering to her in that moment. In an interview, he is saying, "Sometimes, you know, you've let a woman say what she wants to say. You've let her have the last word, and that's still not enough. And then, still not enough for yeah, her. I'll slap a woman in an instance like that, Barbara." Yeah, he was clearly <laughs> implying, like, sometimes you get in an argument and you allow them the last word. And I've given you the last word. And you're continuing <laughs> that, to... That's all he's leaving out. Is, like, yeah. like I, he, he, he has said everything, but... And now I'm giving you the last word. I'm going to beat the <laughs> shit out of you and have my friend Liam piss all over you. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Walters is a cunt.
I don't remember know anything when, uh, about her. Remember what? I can't remember which. Is uh, she on child, the view? Is that right? I don't. I hope she's dead. I can't remember which child star <laughs> it was. But but he was like coming out and talking about how he was molested by like Hollywood um, executives. And Corey Haim. Yeah, Corey Haim is like tell, he's he's t- trying. He's telling this this woman, Barbara Walters, who's supposed to be like fucking a uh, 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 a news media person or a journalist i should mm-hmm. say she was a journalist and she's 92 now he's saying i'm part of this 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 thing and and these men molested me for years these men in oh. power and she's like don't you have any concern for what you could be doing financially to a whole industry and it's like i wish men had come in in that moment and drug her out of that room and fucking capital punishmented her like she what she is saying there is like I don't care that you were raped by men in power. Don't you understand that me and all these other people in power are all part of the same money machine yeah. and you're throwing your little rape butthole into the mix? Shut the fuck up. Take the money and shut the fuck up. Did I mention yeah. shut the fuck up? And, and Barbara Walters. And it's like. I'm looking here. Barbara Walters had been involved in show business since 1951. So she 1 billion percent knew that Corey Haim was telling the truth about he and all these other child actors in the 80s, 70s, even before and after all being molested. And her response was, don't you realize you're like threatening like the livelihood of everyone who works in this wonderful industry who just all you have to do is suck Harvey Weinstein's dick and any producer and you can get work. I did it. You're not going to do it. Like it was like, like it's easy to forget how much because celebrities do the open secret stuff now where they're like, well, we all knew about this. It was an open Mm. secret. And it's like, that's really interesting. Fucking Mark Ruffalo. So you, so everyone knew about this. I I just picked a random, a lot of anything about him, but it's like, so, so everyone knew about this and no one said anything. And now that it becomes politically expeditious to point it out, now everyone has something to say. I it was an open secret since 2012 that this 11 year old was being raped, and now I'm coming forward. Oh, you didn't come forward in 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Like now, yeah, now that you can, you won't lose your gig. You'll come forward, which is un, like it's easy to throw stones, but like if it is an implied threat from a producer or executive producer, like hey, this job that you've worked your life for will be stolen from you. And you will have to go back to work at Denny's or whatever. Like that is a true threat, and that's scary, but it doesn't excuse it. Yeah, she's. Oh, I, I, I think she's a terrible person. And of course, I've seen like ton. You, I bet if you go to YouTube and search Barbara Walter being a cunt or being an awful person, or whatever, <laughs> you'll get a montage like like just that that the interaction she had with Norm Macdonald that time when he's been trying to be a little jokey, and she's being so fucking serious about the whole thing when he's trying to talk about how the Clintons are murderers. I want to hit you guys up with a weird story uh, because I got invited to one of those parties once. Uh, Ooh, an eyes wide shut party? Kinda, yeah. Uh, So I was in LA for a COD event and I caught up with an old friend and I'm gonna I'm gonna scrub as many names from this as possible for legal reasons. And this friend works in the film industry and we talked about a bunch of stuff and he's like, "Uh, by the way, very famous person that I'm working for is having a boys party this weekend at the mansion and you know i could introduce you you know social media whatever it's usually a bunch of like teenage male models or whatever but sometimes they have fun with regular guys or more interesting personalities and you know if you wanted to get into the industry you could come to this party and hang out and i, I was like what the fuck and i you know i asked a little bit and the thing was that i was expected to be open to anything uh, if I didn't want to consent, I shouldn't be there. But they're like, hey, you're an interesting person. You can come see if you're their flavor, blah, blah, blah. 
And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. That's too weird. I'm not down like that. And they're like, okay, but it's an opportunity. Damn. Really? So if you yeah. blew me, you might have got a new job. I mean, Something you could have like had that, on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was to the point where they were. We waited on you model. till one in the morning. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I how do you think Taylor good. got the job? I bet those. Yeah, it's because I blew both. <laughs> yeah, it call. was it was a lot of layovers and flights that day. It was a ton. Of time. Wow, I got to take twelve I'll hours land that to blow two guys what? to get a podcast. <laughs> Woody and I were so messed up on the coke by the time Taylor got there three three four hours later. I don't know how many flights it was. They were so packed like, out, I could barely get them on. We couldn't perform. We couldn't perform. So Woody gets his shoe in there, and Taylor's taking. <laughs> He's <laughs> shooting there. I'm a little so, so Kyle starts uh, taking me from the ass, and I'm saying, put a few fingers in, man. I need a little depth here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. You like, and lo and behold, he puts and, them in your pee hole. <laughs> he gets sounded. Oh fuck! Yeah, uh, shit's disgusting. Uh, yeah, that but, uh, is that is yeah, interesting. That's scary. Uh, Matthew McConaughey got molested as well. He talked about it a little bit recently. I was or, getting molested before. Yeah, uh, Terry Crews, even if you remember his thing, he said yeah. that the guy uh, groped him. And Terry Crews, who is a literal wall of a man, was afraid to do anything to whoever this mystery person was mm -hmm. because the power difference was so great. Yeah. And that's concerning. Yeah, it's a producer in Hollywood, a guy who can make or break you. Like, imagine being so powerful in Hollywood that you're one of the hundreds or thousands of producers that you feel confident walking up to The Rock and being like, nice balls, big boy. And then just walking away and The Rock being like, ooh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't do anything because this guy will destroy my life. And it's like, yeah, super villain powers. Everyone could be yours. Right? All, the, all of Hollywood. Like, if you walk up to Terry Crews and touch his dick, assuming that it'll work out in your favor. Like you must think everyone at that party is at your beck and call. And, and the reason they do that you know, is like, because historically everyone at that party is at their beck and call. That's how Hollywood was run. Oh, you want to be a young starlet? Suck my dick and I'll give you a role. Like the fact that like, it's funny when they're like these like bullies like Harvey Weinstein, these predators. It's like, no, no, he wasn't breaking the mold. He was playing the game. That's what it is. The same way that they're like Epstein. Thank God we got that guy. The one guy who was doing this. It's like, no, that was one guy in a game of, of many players like this. This shit's been going on forever. Like Hollywood is and, and situations like that, especially with young people, have always been casted through advantageous older people taking advantage of them. Like you can go back to the Greeks. Who the fuck did like Plato and Aristotle tutor? The ones who would suck their dicks. Like Pedestry was the name of it. Yeah, so. Pedestry was was the <laughs> that, which Terrible. which still sounds. You got it in gaming bad. too. I mean, look at all the stuff going on uh, with Activision and now all the bad stuff. Robert rolling out about Bobby Kotick and the the woman that the, the weird one in that story was there was a lady who complained about sexual harassment. But then she was forced to go on a work trip with her boss, which was like a team building cruise. And she killed herself by throwing herself off the boat. And then when the police searched his suitcase, they found a whole shit ton of sex toys. And it was an accident. Like it what was. Kind, do we know what kind of toys? Uh, butt plugs mostly. Ah, it's unrelated. Well, yeah, so, yeah, totally. But no, all this well, it, was, it, was a, it was a butt plug with a chain and then a giant block of lead. <laughs> so I tossed them both into the sea. He had a, she, there was a small one and a large one in the suitcase, but the medium <laughs> mysteriously missing.
very mysterious. So this is fascinating. We can get back to it. But first, we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors <laughs> for tonight's program. Uh, fall is here, and we could all use a stiff breeze. That is right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. It's very discreet. It says custom medicine. Uh, so if you could get benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use free. our promo code That is PK. a good price. Free? What? <laughs> and be what? free. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's Bluetooth.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the podcast so much. That's so funny they include <laughs> that in the in the read. Yeah. In the read. And we thank that. them. for And we prostrate ourselves and we <laughs> flagellate ourselves to be worthy of a Bluetooth sponsorship. But in all seriousness, if you want a hard dick, <laughs> look no further. You're going to be turgid. You're going to be rigid. You're going to see veins in your penis you didn't know existed. Right. You know when a bodybuilder like grabs their forearm and you see the <laughs> vascularity? That's what your cock is going to look like. Women will turn, will run in fear as you run through the public <laughs> park erect. You guys out there think you have a hard dick now because you're 22. You will have a super physiologically hard dick, and women will be like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You like... You get you walk into a window with a blue chew boner, shattered glass <laughs> everywhere because yeah. it's so strong. So check it out. Bluechew.com slash peak or promo code PKA. Uh, you get three pills, just pay the five bucks in shipping. So check them out below. Uh, feels CBD. CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain, the and feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover and no addiction. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue. It's F-E-A-L-S. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your dose is important and everybody's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash PKA and you get 50% off. 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's a huge discount. That's feals.com slash PKA to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash PKA. That is feals.com slash PKA. 50% off your first order with free shipping. So load up on CBD if that's something that interests you. It is a very helpful thing for sleeplessness, helping you get to sleep. I'm someone who has a lot of trouble sleeping, so I actually need to 
get some more from them, reach out because I am out. I've used everything they sent me. But yeah, good product. Check it out if you are interested. Link below. Is it? And lock and load. Yeah. Lock and load. You've been coming like a bitch made motherfucker for way too long. Come like a man. Buy our cum pills. Code PKA, 20% off. Lots of people. You know what's funny is I was uh I was I was at a Super Bowl party this last Sunday for the Super Bowl, of course. Oh. And like you I, I was at a friend's I thought it was for the sex, house. but okay. Yeah, for the, it was for the sex. Well, that's secondary. But it was I'm there, and you know how Super Bowl parties are. First of all, incredible spread. I ate like <laughs> so like much. a monster, like an absolute fiend. Like they had a thank God they had like a like a, they, in their dining room they had the spread, and so everybody's watching the game, and I'm just like mentally being like, is it too? If I went back to the table now, would people notice like that I that I've like hit the table like four times and like, but I kept doing that. Uh, Basically, I was at this Super Bowl party and, you know, you meet your friends, friends and stuff like that. And some guy was like, so what do you do for a living? And I was like, uh, well, I told him the, the initial thing, you know, working in consumer products, you know, for, for consultant for a few few companies. And then I also do a podcast. And, you know, he started getting really into that, asking me all these questions. He like looked it up on YouTube and was like, oh, shit. Like, I thought you meant like you and like your brother do a podcast for like six people. I'm like, no, it's, oh, real no. Deal. it's been going for a long time. We and have one he- of the one of the Internet's first podcasts. Just to be clear, like when we started a podcast, no one knew what a fucking podcast was. I didn't understand what it was for a long time. Those two words I'd never seen put together before when we started doing this. <laughs> and now it's been so long since you guys started it that it, you know you, you guys got on. You were first adopters of the format. But basically, I, my my buddy who was hosting the party introduces me to a friend of his who we, we start talking. I, I tell him I do the podcast. He's like enthralled with the idea of me doing a podcast as like a gig as part of my job, paying the mortgage with it and shit. And he was like, Oh, so do you guys like you get sponsors and shit? Do you sell stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we get sponsors and stuff, but we just started a sale on (laughs) lock and load cum pills. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, you want to come like, like I just started telling like a buddy of mine who's I'm good friends with who had heard the cum pill spiel before was like, <laughs> every time we like come to a new place, some guy just keeps drilling Taylor with what he does for work. And then he talks about cum pills again. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm working right now. I'm selling. He bought a bottle while we were there talking. Nice job, Taylor. Yeah, because he was like, that is just so you guys know, hilarious. The way we handle the payouts for lock and load, it's not a standard system. We have sort of a multi level system built (laughs) in here. So I I came up with the idea along with Taylor, but I came up with the idea for the MLM right before Taylor could. So Taylor is sort of a junior member. So he's got to go out there and make those connections. So now I'm Mm -hmm. in Kyle's downline. He's in my downline. And Drifter, okay. I'd love to add you to my downline. Drifter, <laughs> Drifter, I'll tell you what. what. I'll slide you up above Taylor. You can be in my downline if you jump Ooh. in now. Drifter, right now the day. And you okay. shake hands. Before. Shake, what, my what, hand. shake my hand before I walk away. That's how regular MLMs work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think Drifter, just, if you want some lock and load, we can get you a link where you can buy it. Yeah. Okay, so we have all, all jokes aside... <laughs> Last time I was here, I kind of wanted to ask for it, but given all the weird hormonal things I have going on, it just doesn't seem 
smart because I'm kind of like a hormone butterfly right I mean, now. I don't want to add. Sure. Yeah, but look at the packaging. <laughs> look I had that thought too. how powerful it is. <laughs> what, what if it cured my weird-ass problem and I was healthy and just blew huge loads? Win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you may I, make a video. It that won't make totally you less cured. healthy. Well, no. that's a good start. That's I mean, a very good start. All, like, that is our PKA guarantee. Dude, most of the shit that's in here is shit that most people are severely deficient of anyway. Yeah, Nobody really gets is. enough vitamin D. Like, did you like? Do you see they like did studies and it's like eighty plus percent of Americans don't have enough vitamin D because nobody spends time in the sun anymore. Like, pretty much everyone needs to be taking vitamin D supplements. Oh, I, I need to. I meant to do some research on this. Do you get vitamin D from a tanning bed? Yes. I don't know. If Dep a, yeah, yeah. Uh, depending yeah. on the kind of light, you can. Yeah. Okay. Good. I pop in that thing like every eight weeks or something for like ten minutes. Just keep eight weeks that's not a lot you need more vitamin you take oral I mean, vitamin d too but if, maybe if a little more i don't know every time oh, yeah. i'm like i'm like there and it's like convenient to do so like i don't like to like use it right after someone it's stupid though right like it's 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 less appealing to use a toilet seat that someone just got off of than to wait 10 minutes like if you I'm told me i'm i'm over that now i like the warmth if it's oh, I was going to ask about the warmth. Like, what if the yeah. toilet seat's warm when you sit I, down? I just like, pretend I'm in Japan and, like, it's a high-tech thing, not a, I, another guy's But you're in Walmart thing. in Kansas, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm in a mid-Missouri Walmart, so it's probably not right. Have you guys ever taken a shit in Walmart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's genuinely not that bad as long it, as you get the, uh, the crippled stall. No, here's the so thing. I, if I'm taking I, a shit at Walmart, it's going to be over very quickly. I, that that's that's the, the the nature of that shit. It's like no, I'm, I'm we're checking done. hockey scores. I'm checking records. I'm, I'm checking American everything. bathrooms are a little weak. Like if you go yeah, to a random are. restaurant bathroom, for a first world country, this is not very impressive. The the bathrooms you get in random Mexico are at least as good as American bathrooms. If you just go to an IHOP bathroom or a Waffle House bathroom, like there's some real danger there that there's piss on the floor, toilet paper strewn about. That's what it's like. Don't even get me started on a gas station bathroom. <laughs> well, they kind of run these polars, but like they can be the worst of the worst. Like it's legit. You don't want anything but the bottom of your shoes to touch that floor. Yeah. It, even it, your it shoes will, will be sticky, man. You'll be like, it, you'll feel it peel off when you walk. lame. Like no that one's in charge of cleaning them. Well, we like really the thing need to you got to more do... time cleaning our floor mats in our cars. Those things must be. I just thought about it. That thing's got to be disgusting. Those I'm things are rancid. Do you, you know what we're talking about? Floor mats. It made me think of shoes, which made me think of this. So we've gotten a bunch of snow here recently. We got a bunch of freezing rain and stuff. Last year, when I was like shoveling my driveway, I have kind of a steeper driveway. Like I almost fell and cracked my head open like three times because I was wearing tennis shoes like trying and I would like start falling and I just like angle the shovel downward, like slow me down, slow me down, slow me down. But like it didn't work that well. And so I looked up the absolute like grippiest shoes available after last winter, you know, doc Martens, like uh, it's like a brand of boots, like work boots. And like on the, it is the grippiest shit I've ever worn. I don't think you can like even wear these shoes during like summer because <laughs> it would be too stuck. grippy, Dude, but it's like, <laughs> And it has something called an like air sole, and so it's so fly soft. traps that are just glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like but that. human like, size. You just stick, or like yeah. we need Taylor to repair the spaceship. <laughs> Quick, put on your Doc Martens so you stick to the surface Plant of the hole. Plant them on and, and chug up the way, and like 
Like I'm, I'm like, I took the garbage out today. It was sleeting frozen rain. There's ice on my, on my driveway and I'm wheeling down my big garbage for the pickup tomorrow. Don't slip once in these monster <laughs> shoes. It is like, I've never felt more powerful and secure moving through the snow and ice than with these, these doc Martin workers. I boots. wish I had snow and ice to deal with. They're, they're no, you don't. It's terrible. I was, I was saying they, they have something called an air sole. And mm-hmm. so it's like the spongiest, like you, like if you're walking around, like on my, like my hardwood floors, you feel like you're like bouncing almost. But when you're in like grippy, shitty environments, it's more like you're walking normally because it's not being as gritty. Okay, okay. They're, they're tremendous. I, I can't believe I ever shoveled the driveway without these things. Granted, you sure they, they didn't were like, sponsor the show. No, they didn't. I wish <laughs> they did. They were like $130, but everywhere said that they would last forever. And like, I could be like 30 years from now still wearing these shoveling my driveway without dying unless i get like you know heart attack from being as fat as i am then but yeah still high quality if you're if you're in minnesota the the midwest somewhere there's a lot of snow and you're slipping all over the place doc martens man those grippy as shit psa keep that in mind because apparently it snows every year in texas now really wait wait where in texas just northern texas near oklahoma right it'll hit down austin san antonio houston uh, I mean, last Jeez. year, Mexico got snow. Mexico City was white with snow. That's um, like, yeah. <laughs> we had. Weather, We're not like, prepared for that. Is the weather actually getting more wild or am I mm-hmm. just old enough to know now? Because like yesterday it was 63 degrees here and today we had freezing weather and snow. I think it's I objectively know. getting more wild because the jet stream is weakening. So it makes the weather less predictable because there's less of a consistency buffer from cold weather coming in from the right. north. I have no idea. I, 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 I always so. think that. I hope so. You I hope can, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, I, I want it to get warmer, dude. It's gonna. It's gonna. We're good. Um, well, thank God. <laughs> you're in a terrible place, though, because I think that you're going to get more tornadoes there like in the next decade or so. Uh, I think I think um, I think we all are. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, I, I love those disaster <laughs> movies. Um, we like get day so after tomorrow and 2012 and stuff like that, you know, when and I don't think we're going to see anything like that because that's science fiction and like just bad, bad movies. But but I bet we'll see some big hurricanes and big tornadoes and stuff like mm-hmm. I want to see some like some crazy stuff like like three tornadoes like melding together and then taking on some sort of like consciousness and then didn't going that, like rogue. Didn't that happen in Twister without the consciousness part? Yeah, he has a yeah. bunch of tornadoes well, that, and the cows that happens, flew around. Yeah. That that happened in Oklahoma. Like, oh, that happened like, real. Like that, that happened. Ago. That happened like eight years ago, nine, ten years ago here in Joplin, Missouri. It just oh, got totally. Oh yeah, I remember like, that. It got, it got deleted from the Dude, map. Basically, I remember where I was when that happened. Like, like that was such a fucking disaster. Yeah, that Joplin. Yeah, that was crazy. It was um, a lot of dead, right? Yeah, I, I think it was a lot dead, and huh. like the the entire town was destroyed. I wonder. No, I, like I think there's giant tornadoes, but the giant tornadoes that hit towns are the ones that really get a lot of attention. For all I know, there's a lot of giant tornadoes, and they're just destroying a little crop here. Or there. That, that's you're, you're right, Woody. Like that's the thing with tornadoes versus hurricanes. It's like hurricane. There's like one major storm that's coming. Tornadoes. It's like oh, there. We'll get like alerts here where it's like tornado sighting at fucking seventy and Washington, whatever it is. You know, the and movies- then it'll be like uh, two more tornadoes uh, further east here and here. Watch out for converging storm. Like, but like I don't think they ever go twister style and actually. Yeah, you know, in the movies, up. like a lot of times in the movies, the thing that like leads to World War Three is like the fuel wars. You know, like yeah. like petroleum. Gets, uh, yeah, Mad Max and, and and lots of stuff like that have that as a, a concept. But uh, I was watching this thing about um, 
I think it was the history of oil or petroleum or something like that, which was, and it was way more interesting than it sounds. I promise. Like it, it starts from like early man finding it bubbling up to like mm -hmm. the point when it started to become more valuable in the, in the, the turn of the century. And then obviously um, like, like the, the rise of OPEC, um, the, the first Iraq war uh, and, uh, and then on to today. And like, I learned a lot of stuff that, that, that I didn't quite understand uh, before watching that video. It was fascinating. I had no idea some of that stuff. But oh, but the, the key thing I took away from it was there's enough known oil deposits right now to last like another 60 years. Like, 60. like yeah, that's not like that long. That's it's not, but I that, feel no, 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 that's that's accounting for like a rise in usage. Like that is an enormous amount. Wait, of so oil. That, that's, that's account what they know. And every year mm -hmm. they, they're always finding greater and greater deposits. Like one year it's like, oh, yeah, we just found this thing in Siberia. That's like Saudi Arabia 2.0. And then they're like, actually, with the new tech, the American like oil sands mm -hmm. are where it's oh, really that's that at. fracking shit, man. We should still get moving towards like solar or something. I don't want the environment to be fucked up forever. Um, Taylor, this is the, the I hate to tell you, bro, but that's not happening. Yeah, no. we should get off the train. We're like eight inches from uh, the building. Um, yeah, it, I I agree with you that it would be nice, but like <laughs> we're gonna literally in Texas, we have a guy running for governor that wants to ban green energy. He wants Hell to shut yeah. down all the windmills and stuff because they're evil for whatever the fuck. Wait, are, are windmills? I, I thought windmills were like the really inefficient ones. I thought that uh, no. like the solar was way more efficient. Neither of them are as efficient as just burning fossil sauce you dig out of the ground. But like, yeah. no, they were fine. Mm -hmm. But it's. It's Efficient? a political thing here to bag on green energy and go heavy on oil. But like you said, this train left the station and has been going for 150 plus years. And we never once even thought about slowing it down. And we're not slowing it down now either. I try not to be like a really like doom, gloom, like black pilled uh, kind of guy. But the environment's not looking so rough. I don't know about you guys, but my retirement plan is to die fighting in the climate wars. Uh, there's not going to be a climate warning time soon. All of us will be dead by the time it really even matters. That Greta bitch will be dead before it matters too. Uh, but, 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 but eventually, <laughs> that, that Greta I hope you're right. Bitch. Yeah, I hope but you're right. But, but like in the next like hundred years or so, it might actually matter. But but I think we're going to be fine. We're not going to lose Florida this year or anything. Like we're all good. But, what about uh, but, food security though? And also, what about like let's say there's a crop shortage in yeah, say Brazil, and there's like a hundred million Brazilians that try to cross the border that makes our current problem look like a speck of dust. We're really good at that, like like fixing problems like that. We're we're just no, really good at it. No, no we've not. got no, we just kill them. What? what? Great, that's the future I want to live in—the genocidal one. <laughs> no, but no we first of all, it's called castle doctrine. Uh, where in, in Texas, which is where the Brazilian uh, invading force it's is going to be making the their headway, okay, and and like I'm sure we've got plenty of like drones and missiles and machine guns and bombs and napalm. <laughs> Your attitude is so we've got ours and fuck you, rest of the world. Yes. If you want it, you can come take it from my drone. I'm I don't live pay in Brazilian taxes. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know we, what we to gotta make of look this. out for our own. Like, so I'm gonna look out for Americans. That's I kind of lean on one. this whole like environment problems are real, right? You know, the global warming is real. You can measure it. Let's not pretend that it's not real. It's happening. Yeah. But it does always seem to be a little farther out, further out, I guess. It always seems to be a little further out. It's it just you know, running out of oil in 60 years. I feel like I heard 20 years, 20 years ago, and then they found that was peak oil, oil but. I remember peak oil. I remember peak oil in 1998, hearing about how we were going to run out of oil soon, and we were peak oil, and and now they just keep pushing the peak along. 
Yeah, the United the United States um, OPEC keeps like trimming production, and the Russians keep messing with theirs. And the United States is like, "Oh, you want to mess with the market? We'll make so much cheap oil. You never." <laughs> and we did, and we became the biggest producer of oil in the world because it's it's uh, it's convenient for our economy if oil is cheap. That's not how I remember it. I, I like I remember oil went up. The, oil, the price of oil went up and we were all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, this shale shit we have, which is an expensive way to get oil, is now profitable. So you're we're talking about 70s when? Uh, no, I'm talking about, about like early 2008. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. So like, you know, we're probably at war with Iraq or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And uh, oil super expensive. And because oil is super expensive, our expensive way of extracting oil is profitable. Whereas previously, only their cheap way of it popping out of a hole on its own was profitable. That's mentioned in the video too. Yeah, I think okay. you'd like this video. Like, like you, mm. you, you're more clued into like the history of petroleum than I was. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It, it explained a lot of the like the hostilities between Iraq, Iraq and Iran, and the whole region, and and uh, and how all that's tied in. Um, they, they're like, even though Saddam Hussein was begging them not to invade it didn't matter because the wheels were in motion <laughs> yeah yeah that was oh a- that's um that's what i actually um i saw a reddit comment on um that was i sent you that video of all the russian military helicopters flying over in a convoy mm-hmm. uh, it's some civilian yeah. video somewhere in russia okay i don't or, I, or, I it, it's, it. all right so it's a convoy of military helicopters one after another in the staggered formation that just goes on for three minutes lots of them and you know i don't i'm I don't know if any of us know what a fucking helicopter, Russian helicopter looks like or which ones are which, but the comments were like, oh, that's their TI-95 and their BR-67s. They're bringing out the big boys. This represents 17% of the entire Russian helicopter fleet. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, what you've got to keep in mind, boys, is the expense of m- just the fuel of getting those helicopters there. Bear in mind, the fuel to get them back is waiting on them there. They sent that weeks ago, and the parts to repair them have been waiting. The orders for new parts have already been placed. The wheels are in motion. There is going to be an invasion. There is no stopping the business at this point. It's like they've already like opened a new restaurant. The food's in the fridge. The drinks are on the table. The customers are in line outside. To stop now and say, we changed our mind, it would be a disaster for everyone involved. People have to die. They're going in. <laughs> I was watching a thing about, are they really going to go, right? Are they, like, there's one thing you can do, which is like, a, you know how guerrillas charge, but they don't mean to. All you have to do is stay on your ground and, and it stops there. Yeah. Uh, how can you tell if it's that or if it's a real attack where they're about to hit you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, oh, well, when they just do the guerrilla charge thing, they just put troops near the border. And that's that's it. They amass it. He's like, they're doing some other stuff here. They have set up hospitals along the border, mass units. They have blood that will otherwise go bad on the border in these mass units to treat their casualties. They have sent propaganda to their citizens to convince them that it's a good idea to do this. They don't say they don't propagandize, I think that's a word, their own population if they're not going to do something. That would be counter to their own interests, right? They, they, then everyone's going to, what, think they're a pussy or that they should have done it? No, no, they only do the propaganda when they intend to really make this real. It is every indication that it's not fake. That Which is exactly what you would want to do if you wanted to use this whole thing as a master bluff, as a bargaining chip next time there's some NATO wants missiles here and Russia wants fuel rights there. 
sort of thing. Um, but but I would lean on the side of like, yeah, that like Occam's razor is that they actually just mean business. And this isn't some like 3D chess James Bond villain stuff. Although you cannot put that past Vladimir Putin. I'm I'm one who's like uh, when they start, start start talking about Hillary Clinton eating babies, she doesn't seem smart enough to pull that off. Like like after watching her talk about talk about wanting to see Pokemon people Pokemon go to the polls. I've got like, red hot in my purse. Like bitch, you've, you're 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 not that bright actually. It turns out like like you're smart. Don't get me wrong, you're a genius. You're smarter than me, but you're not smart enough to like master a new thing, which was like social media and pop culture. You couldn't do that. And I would say someone that I would like think of as a genius could like, like she couldn't figure that shit out. That shit's so cringe. Like, like, like losing to Donald Trump is like the greatest failure in, in political history. That's maybe. a pretty big L because he shot himself in the foot and face over and over again and still won, which is yeah. insane. But you yeah. talk about eating babies. If that's real and adrenochrome is real and all that stuff, why are there just factories for it in India and China where they don't give a fuck? Like, why do you need an underground pizza restaurant and cooperation of Hollywood? Just everybody would fly out to like remote Bangladesh or something and just eat all the children there. They'll farm you children. They don't care. Yeah, I look, I, I'm just like throwing a wild thing out here, but maybe the baby eating, eating is almost like that pedophile thing, like where it's a it's to like make you. It's like if, if they all do it, then they all have that over on one another. You could never come out and be like, mm. I'm part of this underground group that's been like pulling the strings on society and the global economic food chain since the dawn of time. Because immediately they'd like release pic the pictures of you with like a boy or something like that. Taking like, a bite. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like for all we know, like, j like, like maybe like that's who Epstein was. He was the first whistleblower and he's not he's not a pedophile or a bad man at all. He was a hero. Like for all we know, <laughs> he was trying to expose the global elites, and they they uh, coined a phrase by Epsteining him. I think you're right. Um, Epstein was the the real hero in this story. I oh, would. God. I I don't think that's true. But no, I um, heard you say it. I did never said anything of the kind. I'm not going to disagree with you. So the better yeah. question is: Do you believe that there's a real underground, like giant pedophile ring that you got to have like a secret handshake to get into, or whatever? I I I, I a thousand percent know that those exist because. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> why, they're, Kyle? Because why? they're un, because they're uncovered. Why were you really in jail? Why don't you tell us now? <laughs> I would. If that's why I was in jail. Just I wouldn't deep have made cover it out. operative. I wouldn't have made it out. Um, no, but 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 those are literally uncovered. Like every month. Like I don't know if you just peruse Reddit. Reddit's real good about like, hey, another pedophile got caught, guys. Like, look, they're really good about posting those. So like, how often do you see like thirty-seven individuals taken out, five terabytes of this, that, and the other? Here's what I learned about those gargantuan numbers assigned to the amount of child pornography these guys have. Because if you ever notice, these guys have like astounding um, amounts of child pornography. And for those of us who have like any concept of what a terabyte of video is, um, and, and assuming even that it's 4K video, it's just so much. Even at 4K resolution, five terabytes of child pornography is like, more movies than I've ever seen what in my are we life. We're talking about we're talking about terabytes of child yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're getting 4K, that's the really premium five. stuff. Are there even enough kids to make that much? <laughs> Apparently so. So, so they like, make more kids all the time. So here's what it is. <laughs> oh, here's what it's it like is. Snowpiercer. Because I just yeah. watched this. I, I saw a Reddit post about this, like uh, this couple that um, was going to prison for some pedophilia stuff. Um, she was a teacher, and they had basically what they had done is her sheriff's department SWAT team leading husband had masturbated on cupcakes that she then served to her junior high school students. And they videoed that. 
And that's the leading story in the article. And anyone who's familiar, do you know what else they did that was like at the bottom of the article? I, I didn't even about? know they did that. <laughs> okay. So so like the, the main thing is the cupcakes with semen on them, which is disgusting that, that yeah. they were served to children. Horrific. She got a year in prison for that. But then like the article like did the guy get any time? The, oh, yeah. Prison? Oh, yeah. Stick with me here. She, okay. They haphazardly mentioned she got 40 years in federal prison total. And I'm like, what the fuck else did she do? And I, this article is so trash. I had to go to Reddit comments. They had raped a 12 year old girl and recorded it together. And, and she was and they're both going away for the, like essentially the rest of their lives for raping children. And that wasn't the lead. That was not the lead. The lead was the the come on the cupcakes because that's more salacious, I guess, and more unique. Yeah, it was mm. ridiculous. Uh, and but that's wild. Uh, what was I going to say about the the, um, the cupcakes? The oh, the terabytes of pornography. Like like I read in the comments because they said that they were in possession of five terabytes. And for those of you who don't know, that's just a shocking amount. Yeah, that's I, that's so much. I, if there's a visual representation of how of what it looks like, it, it's one of those things Next that will blow it your was mind. Six hundred hours worth of HD movies. Sounds yes. about right. That's and and like that's insane. But here's the thing: if you've got a folder of photographs and you put one child child pornography picture in there with like a bunch of regular porn, it is all child porn now. That's what happened. What happened was this guy had a huge amount of pornography and he has what is an indeterminate amount of child pornography. And they will not take the time to be like, this girl's of age. This one's not. This one is. This one's not. Mm. That's his child porn for child porn for uh, folder. That's child bullshit. Porn. Yeah, that's what happened to Jared Fogle. Not that I'm defending Jared Fogle. I'm just saying <laughs> Wait, that, is that is what that, happened to Jared. Fogle. I, I thought Jared Fogle. Like had physical contact and molested. He also young girls. had an enormous amount of child pornography. I mean, was was it young boys? Was it young girls? I don't it's know. girls. And Girl. He also had like a bunch of child porn, and like when the two are going hand in hand, it's this enhancement yeah, type. Yeah, it kind of looks bad, doesn't it? When you're raping kids and looking at child pornography. Again, not defending him. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would say that's amount. two two strikes against you, Bucko. One, one more, more strike. For now, you're free. <laughs> one more clear. to go. For now, right. you're still an okay guy, but one more strike. You, <laughs> you don't, you don't, ret you don't return. It's a good car. thing you're a little, little league coach because you won't forget the strike thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm going in a weird direction here. Um, let me get my thoughts together. We were talking about how much 600 terabytes of child pornography is because that's a lot. Mm. And then I thought, well, my only experience with such things was very low resolution. And the majority of the time you see that, it's like a really compressed, cheapo file. And then you're going to say, holy shit, this guy's watching child porn. I did have a personal experience with this during, it was like 2019, 2020-ish, when I was being harassed by Eight Thoughts and all the trolls and stuff. Uh, there was a day for, I think, Onisan or somebody on YouTube got accused of child porn. Man gets on Twitter, makes tons of jokes about child porn and molestation and blah, blah, blah. His community is filled full of horrible, nasty incels. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was uh, spying on the community with a burner account in their Discord so that I would have advance notice if they were planning a swatting night or something like that, right? Okay. So I didn't think anything of it. And I go check Discord to write down all the illegal shit every day and send it to the police like I normally do. Mm -hmm. And since today was all jokes about kitties getting diddled, the Discord was just shit tons of child porn all the way down. Just like nasty stuff. I had no fucking idea what to do. 
So I called my lawyer to tell them and I'm like, hey, you know, this, you know, makes my case look great. But I, how the fuck do I handle these files? Is it legal for me to like save this? And they're like, we don't fucking know. So we got to go and we got to call the police. And the police is like, well, this is online and it's not like local to us and there's not much we can do about it. So they're like, let me put you in contact with the FBI. So call the FBI and the FBI is like, yeah, don't download anything. Don't save anything. It, you know, it's questionably legal. It's bad for you, blah, blah, blah. And what we want you to do is write down all the usernames and IDs and everything you know about people posting this. And if you've seen anything, we want a detailed description so that we can hopefully identify the victims. So that puts you in a shitty situation where you're having to yeah. like be a commentator for child porn. Yeah, so I had to write detailed descriptions <laughs> of all of the child <laughs> collateral. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was Hello, it was really awful stuff. <laughs> host with the most. It was mostly like super low res videos of Go infants being like Jesus. <laughs> I'm just gonna... so, so, so these guys were like the the topic of child porn came up, and their response instead of like absurdist humor and jokes was to post child pornography if you yes. like you press the um, like button if you don't leave a comment that's <laughs> they, they did a, eventually get cleaned ghouls. up like somebody with brains showed up and said holy shit this is bad but it was up for like eight or 12 hours just sitting there and it was it was one of the most miserable days of my life to sit there and just like write <laughs> descriptions of, of shit to mail to the fbi and i talked to them and i'm like hey you know i'm having all these other problems Maybe this gets you interested. And they're like, no, we're going to handle this. we got a whole team to handle this. Uh, but it came up because what's insane about it is you say 600 terabytes. And my limited sample of this is all of these files are like tiny, shitty, like cell phone copies, like 5, 10 megabytes. So if you're talking like 600 terabytes at we 480p or terabytes, less. hours. Yeah, 1,600 hours is about the average. So that gives an even greater scale for what the average haul is like, which is honestly terrifying. And nobody's laughing. This got that, too dark. That, no, no, <laughs> that is that is terrifying. It, it is darkly humorous imagining you scrolling through abhorrent photos and having to be like light pink backdrop, naked child, bow and hair, penis yeah. out. Okay, next. Scroll hmm. down. Like that that seems like a horrible afternoon. Yeah, I want no part It was. Of that. It was not a fun one. Could you could you have been like, you know, no, no, you guys are the FBI. I'm not an agent. I'm telling you what there is. You yeah, pick your you most perverted to, agent to look through this shit. Like 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 I almost want to be like, look, here are here's my login for this this <laughs> account, for this like Discord account so that you can mm -hmm. go in there like, but you gotta be careful these days. Like, if someone is completely tech retarded, mm -hmm. they won't understand that you're. They'll be like, "I logged into his account, and there was child porn." Whoa, you don't yeah. know how Discord works, so we need to take a whole time out here, sir. Like, like no, no, yeah. no. I, you're logging into an account that has joined a room in which other people are doing criminal things. It, it's yes, it, like you picture real world rooms, okay? And you walk into one, and some shit's going down. I am allowing yeah. you to walk into a room, sir. It is not my room. It is just a room. Like, yeah, like you, and, and that's an excellent point because some, some boomer judge would absolutely be like, they, his account was logged into and there was a terabyte of child porn found in that forum. And it's right like, there on Discord. Yeah, it, and then it, a boomer jury might fall for that. We, uh, who was the, what was the guy's name? The, he had a whole bunch of prison stories with Bowie. Atwood. No. Sean Atwood. 
It wasn't though. It was the uh, it was younger. Oh, uh, Josh Palal. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. He was the one who went to a website and didn't download a game, and they had no idea the difference between downloading and not downloading. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I have all the evidence that proves I didn't download it. I hear my logs, etc. They're wrong. I didn't do this thing they said I did." And they're like, well, I'll just grant you that point because I don't know the difference anyway. But it, Because I don't know what download means. Yeah. because, <laughs> And it was like, shit. So I won the point, but you haven't changed your mind about me. And that's what happened to him. Yeah. That happens yeah. a lot in court. I didn't know what download means. It, it it's so scary, you know, when, when, some, when someone in a courtroom is ignorant about something because you're not in a position where you can be like, I'm not going to deal with you if you don't know what you're talking about, Your Honor. You, <laughs> when you're I was stuck here, and you've got to make the do with what you have, and hope that when, like your lawyer can. When I was case. being trolled and swatted, the police just seemed to have no idea that I wasn't the person doing it, or that I wasn't instructing all these people to do it, or that I wasn't the ringleader of it. You know, people are ordering stupid pizzas and sending them to my house, and the pizza guy had no idea that it like that I didn't want this to happen either. So. And they act like it's your fault. Like, what did you do to deserve this? You're getting oh, bullied yeah. for a reason. Don't encourage these people. Your reactions yeah. fuel this. Is this I'm like really I'm reacting because crazy shit's happening? They asked me like, why don't you just stop being online? And I, I told <laughs> him my, my salary, job. and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, they, <laughs> you. you're you're so right. Like, why don't you stop w- being a when, police officer? Right? When, I've, when I've gone to like local PDs, like when I get doxxed or something happens and I mm. tell them like, hey, if you get a call about this, there's this like, no, give me here's my private number. You call me like if you get a cop who is and I know because I've done this multiple times. If you get a cop who's in his f- mid 40s and above, like Woody, obviously a huge outlier in that age group, they think that you are like bringing it one million percent on yourself. The last time I did it, which is probably over a year ago at this point, it was a guy probably between me and Kyle's age, like early 30s. And mm-hmm. he like, as I said, the name of the show, he like had his phone out, pulled it up like, oh, this actually is a pretty big show. OK, I see what you're saying. Oh, I'll make a note of this on your file for your address. And I was like, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Because Lieutenant and note live in this drawer right here. Yeah. The first guy I talked to who was like probably almost 50 was like, what's that? Yeah, I'm going to keep this safe right here in the circular file. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God, God damn it, man. Like, Dog. please don't show up my house and shoot me. Oh, God. Um, you could have the opposite experience. I got kind of spooked by a cop one time. Uh, was, all this nonsense is going on. Uh, I go out for a walk and there's like four squad cars outside my house. And I think, fuck, not again. Right. Turns out had nothing to do with me. And it was my neighbor having a, we'll say, domestic dispute with his wife that turned out unpleasant. And I guess the police around here didn't have much to do. But I didn't know that. So I just walked up to an officer and I asked him kind of like, you know, what's going on? What's your business here? And he told me and I'm like, okay, that's good. I was like, four cars is a lot. I'm telling you, I've had some harassment problems. Is this anything related to me or am I just good to go on my walk? And then he called me by name and said, you're good to go. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. I know what's going on. I'm like, oh, you're working the case. And he's like, no, I've just seen it on stream. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really cool. It's nice to meet you. Are you one of my stream regulars? He's like, no, I don't watch your stream. What was the only other stream where that was happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not ideal. Nope. Um, Nothing you can prove or do anything about that. But I was just like, cool. That's that's rad. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. 
<sighs> good times. Good times. Let me steer the topic back around world. to something a bit less well, dark. Anyway, yeah, liven it up a little bit here. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, tell, tell us about another time. Uh, tell us about another time. The shadow people. Were oh, good. Okay, that's <laughs> that's more light. Fun. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's light, see. I saw a glowing light. Did they always look one time, or did? Oh, well, I've seen the old hag, not the hat man. Excuse me? Glowing lights. Oh, you've orbs. never seen that? Yeah. Wait, wait the, uh, you just said Hat Man. So, mm -hmm. like, we, uh, well, my I, wife I got into hat reading man. about, a, oh, yeah. does she abuse Benadryl? Uh, no, none of us do. No Ambien, no Benadryl, none of that kind of stuff. Or a fun one. Uh, I used to live on a property that was formerly owned by a cult, and it was really weird. And it was kind of hauntedy. So, some of my Spanish in laws thought it'd be a great idea to have an exorcism. So, I got to watch that when I was a little kid, which was a bizarre short version. We bought a house way out in the middle of nowhere in Texas. It bedded like 18, but mostly in weird bunk beds that were built into the attic. And it was very fish, uh, like greenhouse, very self sustaining. And the people that lived there all of a sudden moved like. Overnight and sold it like dirt cheap. This is this is this is a lot to ingest, real quick. dude. Who are no. you? Huh? I'm a lot of people so and a lot were, of things. You were growing <laughs> up in fucking Waco or something. Like, yeah, like, uh, it's more. It's a lot more remote than Waco, but yeah. Damn. The oh, town had forty people. Oh, David Koresh was terrified yeah. of our compound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we anyway. kicked him out for his simpleton views. It wasn't extreme <laughs> enough for us. Uh, the house was very weird. There was always weird noises, always weird shit going on. You could never sleep because something would go bump in the night. Nothing like super horrifying or shadow people or whatever, but it fucked with everybody in the house. Uh, mostly would come from my brother's room, which was weird because we thought he was getting up in the night. So we would make him sleep downstairs and it would still happen. Or if he slept up there, he said he would never hear anything, but downstairs sounded like a nightmare. And uh, it happened once when one of my in-laws was at the house and she happened to be a devout uh, Spanish Catholic and it freaked her right properly the fuck out. And she came back with some of her friends. I don't think they were priests. And they started uh, putting oils on the walls and crosses and out with you demons and then shit in Spanish that I couldn't understand and consecrating and cursing and blessing. And I, you know, I'd seen scary movies growing up. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. I want to see this. I've never seen an exorcism or a blessing or a demon warding, whatever it is that they're doing, because yeah. I don't speak Sounds Spanish. I don't know. And uh, I was very pissed off because I was not allowed. To, I was the only person not allowed to witness the exorcism because I was the only person in the house that was unbaptized. And they were all afraid that the ghost or whatever would go into me. So I had to go uh, way on the other side of the property while they banished evil spirits or whatever. And the short version is it didn't do a goddamn thing. All the spooky stuff kept happening. So yeah, uh, of course, I'm a, because Jesus it's all Christ. fake. And what are you, huh? are you baptized? Yeah, I believe these people Drifting. buy NFTs. Drifting, yeah, probably. Baptized. You're not bad. Uh, me? Yeah. I am now. I'm I, I'm the only one. Huh. Mm. Uh, I guess I don't think I'm as remotely You've religious as I baptized? used to be, so I don't know if that counts, but I did get baptized. Yes. I, I, Dude, you're not, going to hell so hard, man. You know, I, I I don't know why, but but like we used to do that thing. Dude, I, I, I can't know. wait. Me and Woody are gonna be fucking high fiving, riding a tandem <laughs> bike uh -huh. up in heaven. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> On a cloud somehow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any traction. Can, can I? Can I just? I'll hit you guys with a less crazy one, uh, yeah. more of a funny one. Uh, it was when I was like 16, 17 years old. I had moved away from that bad place uh, to a 
we'll say different place in Mississippi. I lived in a very small house. We were not rich people. Uh, my my dad made like $4,000 a year and there was a little bit of subsistence hunting kind of stuff going on. And uh, I was big into video games. I'd play. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. $4,000 a year. Forget that, Taylor. Could you just say the words that you hunted for your own food? A little bit. <laughs> it wasn't you. anything crazy. You know, you catch fish from the river, you shoot a deer here and there. If a redneck has something, they want a trophy and not the meat. I'll take it. This is awesome. Yeah. So awesome. stuff like that. Uh, my wife would eat raccoons and stuff and possums and whatever the fuck made. They're really chewy and gamey, but we did a lot of Could that. You kill them or find them by the roadside. You're not supposed to uh, kill them. them. I just pop them, shoot them with a 22. Uh, but the point is we lived kind of broke as a really small little house and I lived in a really small little room. We didn't have any heat or air. So whatever it was outside, it just was inside and I had to deal with it. Uh, but I would sit there on my little TV and I'd play video games and I was big into video games. One night I go to bed, everything's normal. And I hear this giant fucking crash and slam and like uh, glass breaking. And the only thing I can think is that my brand new fan that I got installed, by the way, if you, I'd lived like three years with no fan in the summer. I was super happy to have my fan. That blows, I thought right? the fan had fallen down because we used the cheapest repairman possible. And I thought, fuck, I'm gonna have to spend all summer with no fan. Mm -hmm. So I get up and go kind of like around the walls of my room to avoid stepping on glass and turn on the light. And everything is fine. Everything is totally fine and normal and i'm like have i lost my mind and then i look over to my little desk where i would do my homework and there's a giant pile of old video games and when i say old i mean 1980s old like the ghostbusters game and super mario duck hunt the original boxes in pretty good conditions and what was weird about this is these were things that i had owned eons ago right Desk was clean when I went to bed. These are things that I had not seen in 10 plus years at that point. When you give something to a three-year-old in 1989, it tends to get torn up. I remember moving and throwing them away. And then suddenly in the middle of the fucking night, for no reason, there's a whole pile of vintage games just sitting <clears throat> on my desk. You know, there's no explanation, no nothing. You know, Drifter, huh. I find you to be a charming and talented okay. man. I, I I really enjoy it when you're on. I, like I look forward to it uh, because okay, there's a but though. But when you talk about things like this, I think that well, I hope that 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 everyone's ears are perking up and hearing these things. And 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 look, look, I have a side of me that thinks that there's a chance that you are haunted by demons. I am not made that a zero sum thing. Okay, there's you may be haunted by demons. I want you to do paranormal videos where you like film yourself like dude like 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 set up one of those night vision cameras by your bed dude and like like if, if anything ever happens and you could string this together I'd, I'd be a viewer because you creep me out by telling me this stuff the same way um uh, what's our friend uh, who came out a while, a while back who does the scary stories uh Winda, it's the Winda. Winda muted, taylor <clears throat> i'm muted i'm so sorry Wendigo. <laughs> Windigo, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Windigo. When you start telling me like stuff about your childhood or adolescence or maybe even the last few years, mm -hmm. this, this stuff about seeing things, it creeps me out the way that uh, Windigo, I want to get his Wendigoon, name because right, yeah. I do like him. I, I watch his videos all the time. It's just I think it's like Windigo, but uh, Windigoon. Yeah, yeah, but well, it's because there's, I think there's a mythical monster called a Winda, Windigo. Windigo. Is it yeah. Windigo? Yeah, Skinwalker yeah, yeah. kind of eats people. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it pretends like to be people, and that's like, yeah, and. And, and that's one of those monsters. Movies. That's one of those monsters that like, like something that takes the form of humans. Those are the ones that like, if you're 
whatever you want to call it, open-minded or goofy or, or silly enough or, or, or whatever to believe in, in crazy stuff. That's one of the ones that can make sense to like sneak mm -hmm. by like, no, you don't understand. Of course we don't know they exist. They take the form of what we see every day. People. It looks like a normal guy just walking down the street or maybe minding his own business in the woods. You don't know. It's like the thing, Rep which is oh, oh, the yeah. greatest horror movie ever. <laughs> Or maybe like reptilians, you know, taking the form of uh, you know, humans, you know, the, the whole overlord thing. The reptilian thing. Like, like in, part, like like they it, live. it doesn't make sense because like the, the, the like reptilian conspiracy thing, it says they're underground. Mm -mm. They're cold blooded. They'd be way too hot. So it'd be warm down there. It'd be warm but they down need there. that to stay warm. They, they, they need, need that, that to live. They'd live on geothermals and to, to, to live above ground, they want to, uh, uh, they've, they've taken positions of power. No, and it's, it's, it's and not they, like and, basking in the sun hot down there. It's unbelievably hot. It depends how deep you go, Taylor. Okay. Have you been to the mines of Korgoroth? I think no, <laughs> I'm making this have up. You as seen, go along. Have you seen the uh. steam pools of the deep Gogola? Yeah, I, if I hadn't, I wouldn't have made. Where the story. reptile men are numbered in the millions, and the reptile women do whatever you want. Do you think they have tits? Oh, you ever no, seen one of those? Cloacos, man. You ever seen one of those alligator cloacos? That, that that little slit. It's yeah. Like like humans could learn a, two, a few things about vaginas from alligators. <laughs> oh god. Right? And and dolphins. <sighs> yeah. Oh god. And dolphins. Like like like. I saw a uh, Impractical Jokers bit where like they ha he's he's like. You know, you ever wonder what dolphin puss looks like? He has to say that to a yeah. pretty woman. And she literally goes, I think it's just kind of circular. Like she just rolls with it and it's just like, damn. Um, Love it. Dude, every once in a while they run up against a cool person who's no, just but, as down to be silly. Yeah, but 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 back to the thing. I worry that 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 maybe like like you know, you're hallucinating, right? Do you think you're hallucinating? Pro I probably. That's the most logical Thing, right and i'm the not most trying to be logic. shitty i'm not trying to be shitty about this or like or like like, oh, no. like we've talked about this when you weren't here and i don't i don't want you to think that like i'm doing that behind your back or, or, no, or no. anything like that kyle like, kyle's fascinated by this whole thing okay like, i well, really i don't get offended easily so it's no worries yeah like, like, don't think that i'm like behind your back like laughing it up about no no or, or, no it's like, ridiculous i tell these stories because the situation silly. is just ridiculous and it's it is it's interesting to me like genuinely yeah last time you were on kyle was like guys we should have stayed on the paranormal shit the whole four hours. I'm fascinated. Yeah. Oh, by I it. could go on about that now forever because so much like weird shit happened. But the short version is Woody's gone. I feel like he. I feel like he just didn't want to hear this shit, and he probably no, counts. no. He's he's. Uh, he's I, I, th <laughs> I think he's doing some home improvement stuff. He's uh, pooping or getting uh, a snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reality uh, is that a lot of this happened at a very not so great time in my life. Uh, my home life was broken. I was moving a lot. I was stressed out a lot. Uh, I mean, I was the kind of kid that would have to stay up late at night and keep the shoes by the bed because you might have to bounce like that. And it's very realistic to say that the stress of that does not do good things to the psyche of children. For sure. So as I move into adulthood, these things happen far less frequently. They do still happen. So I think, well, did I really like, did this shit like really happen? Which the subreddit, your subreddit tore me a whole new asshole about this, about supposedly lying or whatever. Oh. But the practical version is I have to think, well, it only happened experientially in here, most likely, because I don't live my life making decisions based on what I think shadow people or demons or whatever the fuck are going to do. I'm a very yeah, logical, yeah. scientific person. That's what I appreciate about what you're saying, because you're not coming here in your like Dan Aykroyd, for example, a guy that I really am a huge fan of since I was a kid. I think he's a brilliantly funny man from SNL mm -hmm. and, 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 and Ghostbusters and all the writing he's done. Mm -hmm. But he's a whack job when you when you when you hear him speak. 
And and when he talks about aliens or secret societies, and he's got that really really quick Chicago accent, and he's explaining it to you, and you're just like Crystal Skull Vodka. And then he starts yeah. talking about aliens, and, and and you're just like, okay, you're a whack. Dan, Dan Aykroyd is into aliens and sh- yeah, his whole family Dan, used to be psychic mediums. Oh, so Dan Aykroyd, so weirdos. Dan Aykroyd is incredibly wacky. You know his character in uh, Ghostbusters, how he's like a paranormal psycho psychologist. Yeah, but I thought that Actually, was just him Murray's and- no, well, that, they were all like, kind of paranormal. A psychic. lot of the wackadoo writing is him going to Ivan Reitman, who just ripped, who just passed away, and being like, "Oh, we gotta have some stuff about the occult in here." Like, like they wrote that fucking movie, and and he he has always been wacky like that with the occult, conspiracies, aliens, and and he believes stringently in it. He he has that Crystal Skull Vodka company, and wait, that's go, his company? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He makes yeah. a lot of money selling that. That, that is to that is like like, like so many people know that like. You walk through like your grocery store and go through the alcohol aisle and like so much of it is just the coolness of the designs that gets you where you're like, OK, well, this one looks like a wine bottle and it's seven ninety nine. This one looks cool as shit. It's got a skull and it's eleven ninety nine. I'm going to always go skull. I'll, it's cooler. The th- that is one of the best gimmicks. Ever I've never had that. Kind it's of vodka not great though. vodka, but it's not awful vodka. And you get a skull out of it. It's cool. Like you can fill it up with sand of different colors, like do one of those little sand art things. You can you can do a lot of stuff with it. I saw someone take this glow in the dark sand that you can like, and they filled it up with that, and then the whole skull would just glow under black light. I don't know. They're, they're neat little props to like throw on a, a desk or something like that too. I think. But, that, like, at, but what yeah. I was getting at, so I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't get away from the point. No, is like, go for it. That's a wacky guy who I think is just a mm-hmm. loon. I don't think that of you at all. So I appreciate like, but, that. A lot of people you, do. <laughs> but when you casually talk about this stuff, it can lend itself there. So, so, but what I, I see from you is not someone who's trying to convince me that there are paranormal things happening. It's someone who's telling me about what you're talking about your mental illness, essentially, and, and how like traumatic events have triggered uh, th- this more uh, at, at certain points in your life and how you basically see things that aren't there and how you and I don't know how you cope with that, because if I thought like, like right now, I've got my monitors in front of me, some lighting and shit. And but, but like across that room, there's a door over there. If I look ever looked up and I'm alone at my house right now, if I ever mm-hmm. looked up and I saw something, look at me through there. It would upset me so much that I don't think I could live alone anymore. <clears throat> I talked about this with someone like yesterday when I because because someone asked me who was coming on and, and we, we had a very similar discussion to what we're having right now. And, but but I told him, like, I I couldn't even live alone anymore i don't think and i don't think mm-hmm. like getting a a full-time like live-in girlfriend would do the trick i think i'd have to move back in with my father to feel safe again if there were dark men in my house like that sounds silly well, no, no, that's, uh, <laughs> if there's people. static man yeah. or shadow no, if, if, there's, if there's dark men, dark shadow people or something like and something i'm interested in with what drifter said is i'd be so when scared you, when, when you described experiencing it as a kid you talk about like seeing a figure for extended periods of time when you right. described it just now as an adult, you were like a fleeting image in the corner. Like, right. is that how it tends to be now as an adult? It's more of a fleeting, yes. like it could and, be a shadow and it's just mm-hmm. your childhood reminding you like, Oh, that could be that. Yeah. Something like that as an adult, very fleeting. Uh, I don't hallucinate thing very infrequently. Mm hmm three four times a year tops if it's if it's busy audio is a little 
more frequent, but it's usually just very, very small things. It's not whispering voices and crazy shit like that. Uh, but I think the improvement came to an improvement to my psyche when I left the very toxic environment. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't change the memories of these things. And as a kid, I was rationally, like you, very scared. I wouldn't stay certain places. I wouldn't do certain things alone. I wouldn't go places. I wouldn't touch things. And they take me to child psychologists and I would tell them about these things. None of them were impressed. I got a variety of medications, which kids probably shouldn't have. Agreed. Um, but at the end of the day, even though I'm very cognizantly aware that there's like a 99% chance that everything I see exists only up here, it doesn't change the reality of the memories for me. Like, mm -hmm. so Kyle you're, or Taylor, you're very reasonable people. If a very unreasonable thing happened, a very spooky shadow person or ghost just peeked around the corner and said, fuck you, Kyle, and then just disappeared. And you saw it for real, totally yeah. for real. Yeah. You couldn't unremember it. You couldn't remember it like any other different it, way. It would be you in know? your mind forever. Yeah. Correct. So let me ask you this. I, I like what, where you've led me here. Um, the memories that you have of mm -hmm. these encounters, let's call them, <laughs> are they just as grounded? Do they feel just as real as like your 15th birthday party or something like yes. that? Hundred uh, percent. That's why when I first started my YouTube channel, I can see you laugh already. Uh, I endeavored to tell these stories, uh, and I told almost all of them in about a 10 or 15 part series, so that as I get older and my memory changes and you recall and you retell and things change, so that at least the best memory I had available at the time existed as a sort of uh, yeah. log. But I do remember them as real. Matter of fact, I had something happen when I was 15. It was a bunch of weird noises that made me leave my house. I didn't really like it. I didn't know how to deal with it. So I just fucking left and went to a friend's house. And I had a very awkward conversation telling my friend that, yeah, I want to spend the night here because something is following me around the house and making noises. Like, I don't expect be, you to believe you that. Know, just humor me. Oh, I not only would I believe it, but I would be like, mom, he's back. You promised you'd do something. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 mom, you said you'd call the police this time. He keeps oh, coming God. back. You know he's haunted, right? I saw it too. They say if he sleeps at your house, it kills you in seven days. I'm not <laughs> kills me. No Don't watch no any VHS he brought with him. He brought. You're, you're being drugged away by your mom. You're like it's Jurassic Park. That's very interesting. Like oh, that. No. God, so it's weird. So scary, you, you said that the visual hallucinations. Mm as a kid, very intense, as an adult, fleeting, and it's more almost maybe an anomaly in the corner of your eye that triggers an internal memory of a similar shaped thing. Is auditory the same thing where now, where when you were a kid, it was full sentences, full voices, and now it's more of just kind of something curious that you don't think exists? Well, weirdly, um, I had no voices as a kid. Nothing really oh, okay. talked so much. Every now and then you would get thoughts that weren't yours. Uh, so to speak, more of an idea mm -hmm. and less of a less of a words, a voice babbling. Time out again. Time out again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So up until now, again, I don't know much, but up until now, it seems like you've described a lot of things that yeah. seemed like they were external. You experienced mm -hmm. them as external events, but now you described something that you experienced as an internal event, something where you had a feeling or a thought that didn't feel like it was yours, which is a mm -hmm. um, maybe a sister. Um, mental illness but i don't think coincides with 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 the same mental illness i wish we next time you come on we're gonna have a doctor here 
Okay. Yeah, you can bring a doctor. I'm sure I'll give them all sorts. Of, I've I'm been doctors busy right I'm now, so as a matter curious. of fact. And I'm glad that you're open to it. And, and, and you realize that I'm not trying to like make light of this, that, that like yeah. I'm genuinely like interested. If I'm we glad, can't and find I'm telling doctor, these stories because um, they're interesting. I think it is me. interesting content, they, you know. They it's very me. interesting content. I, I love spooky supernatural stuff and, oh. or or just hallucinations, you know. All right, all right. And, if you if you do, then like I, I mentioned a minute ago, but Wendigoon, like like God, I hope you get your name right, bro. Uh, Wendigoon, yeah. I, I, I fucking love you, by the way. Um, he's. Uh, I watched his video about like sea mysteries, and maybe I was just in the right mood, and the lighting in the room was right. It was like two in the morning when I watched too. It was creeping me out. I was getting like the chills a little bit, like just, mm. like like I was getting a little uncomfortable. You were getting with, those, like, those goosebumps, pulling the blanket you. up a little bit. Yeah, because he because he's ta- he's, t- he's telling a story of like this turn of the century uh, boat going from America to Europe and the captain brings his, his wife and his new and his like young child. He, he cruised the ship with 15 good men, like m- half of which are close friends and confidants, all experienced sailing men carrying a thousand barrels of barrels of ethanol to, uh, to, to, to Europe. And the ship is found about a few hundred miles off the coast of Europe, completely empty and with no signs of struggle. Food is on the tables Ink and parchment is out on the table, so the ship couldn't have rocked very much. Um, there's a little water in the hold, but that's who, uh, kind of standard who, for those ships of the of that age. Found it. And one, um, I'll get to that. And and uh, one of the lifeboats, the, the ropes have been cut and it's missing. So mm-hmm. like you know, you he met, Wendigan makes the point that like in that time you wouldn't cut your rope as a sailor at sea on a cross Atlantic voyage. Yeah, but you-, you have so much rope. And then you have no rope, and rope is a your rigging is your life out there because you your life. need it. Yeah, it, it, they need that rope. They, you wouldn't cut the rope except in an emergency. We need it now. There's no time to like untie a knot. There's no there, ten seconds doesn't exist here. We mm-hmm. need and so the the people who find yeah. it, um, another experienced captain who takes the ship in to get the salvage rights. So then there's a court proceeding to determine if everything's legit because you have a and and so like. They investigated this thing thoroughly and came up with every conceivable theory. And in the end, no one has any idea what happened to the captain, his family, his 12 or 15 crew. They can't come up with a scenario that makes sense yeah. for, for them to abandon their ship like that. Or And the other thing, the valuable was, cargo... Was there anything stolen from the ship? No, that's what I was no. going to say. The valuable cargo is there. The captain's sword is in his quarters. You'd think that, you know, if, if, if things got rough, he'd have the sword... You know, not under his bed. Pretty logical. Yeah. You know? So um, what, what what was the conclusion of it? Like that's the, they have every, no idea. So he tells like five or six stories about the sea in this one video, and the end of every story is, who knows? <laughs> like like no one knows, and um that all the cargo is intact, a thousand barrels of ethanol, which I suppose is like reasonably valuable at the time. Certainly not um, a small amount of money. Yeah, it's uh ethanol. It, those, for some reason, those creep me out. It's 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 alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's yeah. just alcohol. It it's alcohol for industrial use. Oh, okay. it, you know, it's not ghosts, right? It's not bullshit. It's no, not So why did the why would people leave the ship quickly? If you think the ship's gonna go down, you leave the ship. If you it if says, the ship is like in a position where you think she's going down, and the life bo- boat is a more reasonable choice than staying on board. Mm-hmm. So so you got to think of like all the scenarios in which that thought occurs to you. Fleeing from pirates, weirdly. You, well, pirates Maybe. would rob you, right? They take yeah, the ethanol, you think. You think. Um, so, like, 
in my mind, I have to get so convoluted. I'm like, all right, maybe pirates come, but it goes bad. And the captain's family is killed. And the pirate, one pirate turns on the other pirate. And he kills that pirate because he doesn't like that a family's been killed. He's there for the money, not for all this craziness. And then everybody has to go. But no, that doesn't work. It doesn't no make any blood. sense. There's no blood. There's no mm-hmm. like sign of struggle. I want to say that the actually, I want to say that the uh, the 300 pound block that they put the compass in. I don't know what those are called. It's some not nautical term for the thing the compass goes in on a sailboat. It's a big thing that was knocked over, which was odd because it's heavy. And so so in, in uh, I'm assuming in all these examples, ev- everybody who jumped ship and like got on the lifeboat. They died before they got to shore, so there was never any. They never to be found like, a body. They oh, never... the the SS uh, Ulysses. I was on that. What happened was X Y Z. No, no, this is a, this is like fifteen men who were never seen from again. Another one was more modern. This was that because the first one's a hundred years ago. The second one was three mm-hmm. guys on what looked like a um, um, a catamaran, like like maybe like fishing vessel type thing. Yeah, and uh, like like all three of them somehow they found the boat. Um, with the sail ripped empty and the food was laid out on the table again um you know the the engine was in neutral and uh there's a fishing pole out on the deck and the uh the fishing line is the the hook is in the rigging under the boat these are all the clues we have and so they had to do another one of these like coroner's report things in a situation like this and the coroner has to write the most plausible thing for what he what he thinks happened and his is that guy gets his fishing line stuck, falls in the water. The other guy says, oh, no, I'll save you. He jumps in the water. Third guy throws the boat in neutral because two of his friends are in the water. And the mast swings around and hits him Three Stooges style, knocking him into the water. And the boat cruises off, leaving them all to die. This, this doesn't make any sense. That's what Wendigoon said. He's like, so it needs to be like some sort of slapstick comedy style. You need, you need Moe and Curly to make that work. <laughs> Clean out the whole ship. They're all gone. Yeah. Uh, what about a methane gas bubble? But that would probably sink the ship, too. So, maybe. so if something like that happens, then then maybe that could explain people abandoning a, sh- a ship, though, right? Like, like, yeah. Like, like, but but that wasn't the case. You know, the the boat didn't have water in it, and like, right. I, in the in the case of um, in one of the instances, um, the records were so meticulous that you could tell the hour that it had happened. It was like, all right, it happened between nine a.m. and ten a.m. on August the third. Something happened, and because because there's a there's an account from eight a eight a.m. to nine p nine a.m. And then 9 a.m. to 10 never happens. Hmm. That is bizarre. It is. And these make for very creepy stories. <laughs> yeah, he's got so that can be you. stories. He's got so you could go on a boat with your friends and just disappear. You don't Dude, know. The ocean is so fucking scary. And, and it's that, the that was scariest. Like demons are arguably the least scary thing out there because I don't know if demons can swim. Sharks can. <laughs> Octopus <laughs> can. Everything in there that wants to eat you can. Like, the ocean's like a big murder factory. Like if Aquaman could hear, he would just hear constant screaming of everything eating everything else constantly. In yeah. The ocean. Have, have, have you hmm. never like read those like excerpts or vignettes from soldiers who were part of like a, like a destroyer in the Pacific that got sank in World War II? And they're just like hanging out, bobbing for hours and hours Sharks waiting for rescue. In. And there's like they have people writing journals like some of the soldiers like, yeah, and every... You know, every so often, someone just gets torn down, and it's like Shit. you're just waiting for yourself to be that. I don't person. know how many shocks they were. Maybe five hundred. Doors, dark eyes, like a doors eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucked up shit. It's very interesting though. 
That's oh, and Drifter transitioning seamlessly to the standing desk. <laughs> All right, I, I, I usually mute and try to do it less noticeably. The the that's motor our... can be a little loud. No, we didn't hear a thing. No, we didn't hear a thing. That's, the, uh, that's the USS Indianapolis, right? The uh, the World War II bomb bomb transporting ship. That it uh, might be. I don't know many of the U.S. I think they surrendered on the USS Missouri. There was a USS Connecticut or something that got sank during the war. I, I don't know the USSs. So I don't know if I'm making a joke or not, but is the, I I'm, don't talking the, the, I'm talking about the the boat from the Jaws story. That's a true story, you know, about the boat going oh. down and and the men in the water with the sharks. That happened. Well, I'm I'm sure it happened a lot of Wait, times throughout history Jaws where a boat a goes story? down and there's sharks. No, no, no. The story, well, the spooky actually, story Jaws, they tell the night before in Jaws. Jaws is based on that bull shark or whatever that swam up the Jersey River and and, and like attacked a few th th a few people in that brackish water inland. Um, and they loosely based it on that. But um, the story that <clears throat> Quint tells in, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're down below deck drinking, showing off scars, yeah. right? right. Laughing it up. You see this one? No, she broke my heart. She broke my heart. And they all laugh <laughs> it up. And he's like, what about that one? What about that one? And it gets, he gets real sober and quiet. And he's like, ah, that's all, that's all tattoo I had removed. Uh, what did it say? Mom. It said uh, USS Indianapolis. <laughs> he's like, you were on the Indianapolis? Yeah. <laughs> Roy Schneider's like, oh, what happened? Tell me the story. And it's just like not a happy story. They they were transporting the fucking bomb. Uh, and, and the mi mission was so secret that they never radioed that their boat had been torpedoed because their boat wasn't supposed to be there. So like 1,500 men or something go into the water, burnt badly in oil slicks that are still burning in some cases, covered in oil, shit, blood, and death. As the, as the ship sinks and no one's going to be coming looking for them it's for a insane. week or something like that. And they're bobbing up and down and the sharks show up and it's the Pacific fucking ocean. So there's a lot of them and they ate hundreds of men. You Do know. you guys it's, ever it's arguable how many sharks ate and how Did many you... sharks killed? But it was a lot of men who were eaten what's and that, killed. What's the, the TV show, the website with the gossip? I have like TNT in my head. but TMZ. TMZ. TMZ, thank you. Did you see the shark attack on TMZ like this week? Yes. This dude just uh, swimming and goes under for a second and then kind of oh, man. part of a body comes back up. So Did on he die? TMZ, it was a little blurred yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and when you're floating face down and half your body's missing, they were, odds ain't so great. Well, I must have seen a blurred version. But uh, what was remarkable to me was the blood because I just saw a blurred version and then they're like, oh, my God, that guy's this is a shark attack. Gonna and in my head, like if someone's in that much trouble, you contemplate helping. But the shark is ripping him apart. All He's you dead. do is yeah. give the shark more food like you. you you can't do anything against a giant shark that's like, eating a yeah. person. And if you look at the, I, I'm sure I can picture this. I haven't seen the video. I'd love to see this video, but like the amount of blood is like, I imagine you Woody, like as oh. a pro, you would be like, Oh, that individual is already dead. I'm not going in yeah. there. Dude, that the, doesn't make sense. Whole, like, I want to say like a 12 foot diameter circle turned pink and red. It's insane. Like it was just, it was outrageous. Even if you do like, go in, what are you going to do? I mean, it'd take you 10 what, minutes what, to get there. Cause like, you move like a turtle yeah. in water. And you're going to, you're going to re rescue a dead body. You can see it here. If you click on this, I don't think we can show it to the viewers, but that it is outrageous. If I'm, if someone's being attacked by a pit, oh, right? If someone's oh, being attacked a by a attack. uh, it is a shark. This is a man being you... eaten. He's he's very much dead. This is a shark eat feeding. Like, like the man's been dead, right? 
Uh, well, he wasn't dead till he met the shark. This this doesn't even look like an <laughs> area. This doesn't I, even look like an area of the beach that you would swim out to. Really? That looks kind of uncomfortable. Too. Is he a surfer or something? There's no what? beach there. There's no waves well, to just, surf. Like, what is he coral, doing? right? And now look at that. Look Maybe. at how quickly all the seagulls descend on his dead corpse to eat him. At 36 yep. seconds, you can see how like bloody the water is. It's outrageous. Yeah. So you can see, like, I think what that is, Woody, is that the shark like surging upward with the body and then like turning back down? Be, or oh, just you see them? some sort of something. Oh, that's a there. big shark, eh? Yeah, and like, so what I was trying to say is like, if a person's getting attacked by a pit bull, any one of us could do something. Right, we could hit the pit bull. We could dissuade it from continuing the attack. We could probably stop it. We could hit it with a stick. Like I, I probably got a multi tool in my pocket. Like there are things we could do. This shark, I have nothing that catches the shark's attention. They're saying at least thirteen feet. A thirteen foot shark. That's more than twice as tall as me. Yeah, they're saying at least thirteen. Probably heavy too. Um, oh yeah, yeah. heavy as shit. Probably four times my weight. Have it's you guys probably- ever touched sharks, dolphins, big water animals, big fish? Yeah. They're like strong and muscular. Like when if they you hit like you, the, you just bounce. If it you is. move your hand the the wrong way on like a shark, even mm-hmm. like a nurse shark, you can feel like cat's just tongue. just ancient scales of armor. Mm. Like you this way, totally smooth. This way, you're like, oh, no wonder they're so fucking tough. There's just an, a layer of like enamel and cartilage like, or whatever it is surrounding them. And it's an 800 foot muscle just moving through the water. Pound. Yeah. They're they're terrifying. Um. And and like for some reason, like those hippies told us that we couldn't kill them anymore. So like now there are just so many out there. I that hear is that, not true. The sharks no, are going extinct. True. They're saying that not only are there more sharks now than there have ever been at any time in the planet's history. This is a PK fact. But they're saying mm-hmm. that now these sharks, because of the hormones and the people they're eating, are a much larger, aggressive shark. I believe you made that up. <laughs> no, I, I believe it. You know, it, milk is making girls get hit puberty at nine, and then See, the sharks are eating the you know, girls you know, hitting puberty it, at you know, nine. You know, it all comes full circle. The reason that Wings is in all of this hot water and mm. the reason we have these shark attacks yes, is the hormones he's in a the retard. milk. Okay? Uh, <laughs> the hormones because he's milk. a dumbass who has the PR skills of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> no, even Harvey was clever enough to get, pretend like he was crippled and sick. Even Harvey head. pretended to be retarded. Like, that would have been such a funny thing if like Harvey was like, after being accused, Harvey slipped on the stairs and is now retarded. Are we going to convict <laughs> a retarded man for the well man? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember raping. <laughs> it's like, no. uh, dude, who's the Kyle? I need help with a name. His name is Pete something. He's on SML. He dated Kim Kardashian. And... All right, so I know the answer. And SML, okay. Well, yeah, it's Pete Davidson. SML doesn't exist. No, 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 Kyle. Oh, Kyle, uh, Saturday Night Live. Anyway, he has a great story about Louis C.K. And I guess Louis C.K. was on SNL and. <laughs> While he was on it, Pete Davidson smoked weed. And he goes to Lauren or something, the guy who's in charge Lauren. of it. Lauren Michaels, yeah. Lauren Michaels. And says, this guy should get fired. He's smoking pot on SNL. So Lauren Michaels calls him in. And he's like, Pete, were you, were you smoking pot? And he's like, yes. 
I, I, I always do. And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and the story kind of ends. But when he tells it, it's fantastic because Louis C.K. is like a titan at this point. And he's like, Louis C.K. is this comedian and he's hosting SNL and he's like, he's the boss. His career is peaking at this point. Yeah. I'm a new comedian. Nobody knows me. I've got this little role on SNL and I'm trying to break into the business. And he's this guy whose approval you might want. Trying to break the into the business. He's the, on SNL. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's they do break into the business. That's a starting job. They make $250,000 a year, I think, and it might be out of date. Yeah. But um, uh, anyway, he's like, so he's the guy whose attention you would want. He's the guy who, whose maybe respect you would value at the time. At the time, this is a person who uh, who you might look up to at the time. And he just kept like nailing how Louis C.K. Uh, is no longer. Can we give Louis C.K. Okay, well, then I, I, it I ended great. Pete Davidson was cool with the smoking weed thing. But if he's ripping on Louis C.K., he can go fuck himself. Louis C.K., I don't know anything about Pete Davidson. I haven't watched this SNL Paul's right thing there. since there. Louis but I'm saying started it. All he did was smoke pot on SNL, and Louis C.K. went to his boss and tried to get well, him fired. That's Louis C.K. side of things. Louis, yeah, that is Pete Davidson's and side of things. First of all, eyes. and Louis Louis C.K. on his worst day is funnier than butthole eyes on his absolute best day. Go back. This is a PSA to everyone out there. All these comedians you think have gotten too soft. Look at Opie and Anthony shows with Louis C.K. from 2008, oh 2009. Look at ONA shows with Bill Burr from 2006 uh -huh. to 2012, or actually 2002, 2012 with, with Bill Burr. <laughs> look Christmas. at all of these tremendous comedians and look uh -huh. at how fucking edgy they were. Amy Schumer was dirty offensive anti-pc she said wild shit on the opie and anthony show back in the day like that's how people got stand-up comedy like, they, they were hilarious i don't know anything about uh amy uh, schumer's comedy i haven't watched her stand-ups but like louis Bill burr all these I, I i'll just f fixate on louis because apparently that's who pete davidson decided to challenge Pete Davidson is a fucking loser compared to Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is Davidson funnier on his on his worst day. And Ariana Grande. I don't give a fuck. They're comedians. The in bar the by which they are judged time. is funniness. Oh, if you're I, a comedian, I, the I, bar I, by no, which the you're judged. The bar ju in which okay. they judged is who they bone. If you, uh, if you judge a comedian based on who they're fucking, then they're not funny. Hey, chicks dig funny guys, so... Look yes, at that guy. Look at how unfunny he is with his AIDS eyes. <laughs> Look at his face. Dude, we also, guy, everybody saw the Suicide Squad, right? Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande are after him for his... I uh, I liked him body. in Suicide Look Squad. Look at that. Dude, dude he's, he's posing with what looks to be an exhumed corpse. And <laughs> oh, I that's uh, that's uh, Machine Gun Kelly, right? No. That, that can't be... I, I, don't I, don't, I don't really know. But that guy's oh, mouth dude. looks fucking photoshopped on. <laughs> All right. Well, I've had enough of this. I don't care. I'm just I'm just, I'm defending Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is <laughs> okay. a funny ass okay. comedian, and if Pete Davidson is hunting down Louis C.K., no, I'm taking Louis C.K. side. He's a funnier guy. Pete Davidson won. <laughs> a Pete Davidson won. We'll see. He did. Yeah, we'll see. I guess that's true. Uh, hey, I yeah. got a new motorcycle. No one is beating down the doors. Did you for say it. you just got a new motorcycle? This was Megan yeah. Fox. How, how many do you have now? Is that six? No. Um, I have. Is it five? I have. Three street legal bikes and a dirt bike. So you could, some people count the so dirt bikes. What's that come up to? Don't. Well, some people don't count the dirt bikes, but so three or four. I have three or four. <laughs> I count them all. We're going to say four. <laughs> <laughs> I count the dirt bike too. To me, it's a motorcycle, but some, 
Some people, the people who are right, to buying right. motorcycles, don't Whoever, count it. <laughs> if there's some cocksucker out there that, w- that that would take issue with Woody answering the question, how many bikes do you have with four? <laughs> ah, actually, that's not road legal. <laughs> it starts to make more sense when the dirt bikes get smaller and they're like pit bikes or little things without suspension with a lawnmower engine. Two like wheels it. and a motor. Bike. You got a motorcycle. <laughs> well, then I have four, Kyle. That's a lot and, of uh, bikes. Are you starting a gang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, here's what happened. Like, so all my bikes have like dirt tires on them, which is fine. They're street legal, but they're, you know, kind of a hybrid. And mm-hmm. I wanted a real road bike, one that could take corners faster and had smaller tires. And I was going to make a supermoto out of one of my bikes. And I forget who I was talking to. It might have been Scum, but he was like, what do you? If you can afford another bike, you should do that. You don't want to have to swap the chain and tires for for you know changing the purpose of the bike. Just get another bike. That that you'll be happier with that. And I just happened to update the chain on one of my bikes, and it took me like half a day. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm not fast at this. I want to have. I don't want a half a day's work in the heat every time. So all right, I'm looking at classifieds, and the guy's like, I don't want money. What do you have as a trade? And I'm like, I got a pickup truck that's been rotting in the sun for three years. <laughs> you want it? And he's like, yeah. So I take <laughs> it to the car wash. The battery is dead as a doornail. Like I, I had it on a battery tender and it still was fully, fully dead. But it, I could jump it. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't take a charge. The alternator wouldn't charge it. So I bought him a new battery, ran it through the car wash. And uh, I traded the old Tacoma for a new motorcycle. And I've been having a blast with it. What do you have? What, what bike? So it is a KTM 500 EXC in supermoto trim. It also That's, came with the dirt wheels. Is but that that orange? It is orange. And uh, it is a hooligan bike. It's basically a scooter that goes 100 miles an hour. But it looks like a motorcycle. It doesn't look Low like end torque, like a, like a, like a torquey bike that you could do Dude, wheelies. Dude, if you and... just turn it, it wheelies by accident. It is outrageous uh, how powerful and like zippy this thing is. All of my bikes have like 21-inch wheels. Yeah, that's actually looks a lot like that. Yeah, that's all of my um, all of my bikes have like twenty one inch front tire and I guess nineteen in the rear, and uh, um, you know they don't lean and turn and change direction quite like that zippy little thing. So you've got tires like that on there? I do. Yeah, man, that's gonna be. You're gonna be able to do some slick stuff if you wanted to with Dude, this. Dude, I'm already driving like an asshole. The first day I took it out, I went down like a flight of stairs in front of some store that was closed down into the Dude, I, was, I was so was hoping you were about to say some high school kids or something to show them up yeah <laughs> no, no i'm just like driving over curbs pulling wheelies like at like every stoplight in you're raleigh like, you're like i can oh what's the ticket 150 give me two because i got more wheelies that's coming. the price of admission <laughs> You're, you're like that's a, that's cheaper than a ticket to six flags in a, in a, in a I, that's more fun than i can imagine I, for 150 dollars I'm just driving it like, yeah, driving it like an asshole everywhere I go every day. I taught my wife to learn to drive it today. So we went last week to the Harley Davidson dealership. We were like, what if we get one of those big bikes? You've seen them on the highways where the woman is like elevated and she has armrests. I was like, what if we do that? And like that becomes like a weekend vacation for the Woodworths every now and then. It'd be fun. And then she got the idea like, what if I like learn to ride a motorcycle too? And I'm like, well, fuck, we'll try it on, see how it fits. So uh, 
I was going to put her on the DRZ, but it sat too tall. So I put her on this ridiculous machine that does wheelies like by accident. But it turns out in the grass, if you turn the, the oh. rear tire, just slides. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, she you can't fuck this up. <laughs> what could go wrong? She did fall twice, but um, I've got her all in her own like gear and everything. She's all padded. And Man, this is fine. great. I love this. I like this. Yeah. So she's just so your in lieutenant my... in the gang. <laughs> Woody, Woody, do you know the Zach? Will you pull up the Pokemon uh, picture where it's like the the guy and girl back to back with their arms crossed, like like, oh. like wearing their wearing their like trainer uniforms? Team Rocket. Like, oh my god! Team I, I, Rocket with Jesse uh, yeah, and James. Yeah, Team Rocket, you know like, what's funny? In the later seasons like of Pokemon, with their arms Jesse uh, trained. Uh, Hang on a minute! I want to watch Woody's wife ride a fucking motorcycle here. I want I want you two like that, but with your motor yeah. shit on. <laughs> <laughs> Leather armor and shit. Like helmets on and everything. What is it? My it used to be when I turned my phone sideways, the image would go. But anyway, there she is. There's a setting for that. Yeah, but... if you pull down from the top and actually the, the wobble by. selector. Yeah. That's there's a awesome. setting at the top? Yeah, there's a wobble yeah. selector, and that's, I believe it's called. Woody, is that your yard? Yeah. You have a wonderfully flat, usable yard. That's good. Yeah, we do have a pretty flat yard. It's you know nice for launching the paramotor too. Oh, I I know that that's true, Woody. But how long before we put in the BMX stuff in the backyard? <sighs> how long I mean, until the RC track? Every every day you <laughs> every day you put the BMX stuff off is a day you don't have BMX stuff. Imagine this. That is undeniably true. I don't know how much one of those foam pits costs. You know, with the foam cubies, I bet they're sure. like too expensive. That would be wild for do. You could do any kind of acrobatic stuff you ever want. That would be awesome. You could learn to do like you could learn to do backflips on a motorcycle safely for I guarantee less than twelve thousand dollars. I mean, why wouldn't I? Yeah, (laughs) Woody, are you trying to lose money on this deal of foam cubes that you could put in a pit in your yard? Think of the property valuation. (laughs) Oh, there's a huge pit with rotten foam cubes in it because it rains here because it's the world. I don't know (laughs) how you solve. Look, I don't know how you solve the rain on the cubes scenario. Just cover it when you're not using it, right? You would think maybe a big slide over the top, like a a swimming pool. Yeah, you could just use a swimming pool, drain that bitch, foam goes in. But Wait, if you why miss, don't we just land in the water? Concrete. Yeah, well, the water with the motorcycle. Your You're on a flight while you do this flip. <laughs> Are motorcycles waterproof? No. No. Probably what if you no. take it out real quick? <laughs> no. The water gets in the carburetor. It's Let's waterproof the motorcycle. That's clearly the cheapest option. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah we'll so call it a ski-do. <laughs> I got a new motorcycle. My wife's riding it. Uh, she doesn't have a license or anything. She's just riding it in the yard. And uh, she learned to stop and start and go around and I'm having a blast on it. I ride it. I'm ridiculously irresponsible, and it's a good time. That's I'll a ride really together good way to learn. Like, the idea is so that's like the um the thing we're trying on to see if it fits. You know, the idea was she would be my passenger, and then she's like, maybe I want a bike, and I'm like, fuck, that sounds like fun too. So uh, we'll see where it goes. That's really fun. That's that's um, very nice that your wife is taking an interest in that. I've experienced something on my own level of nerddom. I'm not into bikes. I'm into to weightlifting and archery and that kind of and, and magic the gathering. Those are my main hobbies. Women repellents. Just just an <laughs> absolute retard. Just oppose <laughs> just I am the other side of the magnet with women with those hobbies. But <laughs> I, my wife recently was like like I, I bought these uh 
they have the it's called game night it's a magic set that you can buy off offline and it's okay. you know there's there's green black white red and blue those are the five colors and it comes with five decks each one monocolor and then turn down life dice and like other stuff and so i bought a set because i have some friends who like want to learn and i was playing that with my wife we were playing like in person because she was like you're always playing magic like i want to learn how to play it and play it with you and i was like first of all you're awesome for indulging my nonsense in this and she starts playing and i get her after the physical games into arena and i download arena on the laptop i bought for her and put it on there and we start playing on arena and it is it is so much fucking fun. Like she's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm like teaching her tactics and strategies. She'll like play a game against someone online with a deck that I built for her and be like, Taylor, I don't know what to do here. And I'm like, hmm, it's good you came to me. You know, <laughs> because if you play this card first, like you wanted, you're not going to activate those three triggers. You want to play this one, then this one to counter a potential thing, and then finally the third one. She's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense. And so, like, I'm getting all the enjoyment of getting into magic again with my wife, and we're playing all the time. Like, I'm I, I never thought, and I like and it's one of those things where I'm like are you actually having fun or are you still humoring me? Like, are you really having fun? And then like, I realized she was like really having fun when like we were sitting there and I'm playing magic. She's playing magic. And I, we just have impractical jokers up as the background thing. And I like <laughs> get up to be like looking behind her. Like, can I just kind of like, this I, woman to be exactly like you beard and all <laughs> beard and all married <laughs> a dwarven woman. No dwarf women. <laughs> no, I, I get up to go behind her to like, look at her screen so I can help her through. Cause she was working on the color challenges. Mm. And I was like, so you want to play this? And she's like, don't, don't fucking say anything. I need to learn this. I need to know on my own what the right moves are. And I'm like, okay. That's a good and, sign. and like, I'd walk behind her to watch and she would be like, don't, don't watch me. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that you're going to see me do a move that you think is stupid. And then you'll think that I'm stupid. And I'm like, no, oh, let, no, let no, me help you. You had her where you wanted her. <laughs> All you have to say is you my wife fucking rules. So, you hug her and you say, you know me so well. And you kiss on the top of the head, and then you sit across from her and glare. <laughs> Just sit across, play the fucking card, and then you like hit the. You have one of those chess timers. Click. No, because like she's trying to figure it out. I I took the time and I built like seven decks, just from commons. And that's that's called Popper. That's a format. It's called Popper. You only play with common cards, not uncommons, not rares, not mythic rares, because obviously the rarer a card gets, the better it is. And so it's a fun tactic to try and make a card a deck with just commons. And so I was playing her with these commons decks. And unfortunately, because I'm actually good at magic, I made some fucking dope ass commons decks <laughs> with really good combo replay like they wouldn't survive in like main match but like against her she was like why are your decks so much better than mine and it's like because yours are one fucking stoned intern for five minutes at wizards of the coast being like this is a bunch of green cards put them together and like mine is like i actually built a deck and so i the next step to get her further into it is i need her to go to the deck builder and take the time to search the cards to build a coherent strategy. Because once you've built your first deck independently, you 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 internalize the strategies more and it becomes more second nature. And so I'm I'm having a great time. Just late at night, randomly, it's like, hey, let's uh let's have some fun. 
and then we can play some magic. And it's like, oh, this rules. This is great. Like, let's just let's just play. And then sometimes I'm like, no, not until after we play magic ten times. <laughs> <laughs> That's your warm up. That's what gets you going. But what That's are you gonna do when she gets really good? And she just starts like dominating you in magic. And she's like, I wear the pants now. And she does the show and has the beard. She won't. I'm too good at magic. Can't be stopped. She can't be stopped. I, I'll go with the other. Like Taylor married a wonderful woman and turned mm -hmm. her into him. It's <laughs> <laughs> Turned her into me. No, she she's still like the something I didn't realize, Woody, which you were hiding this under a, a bushel basket or whatever for so long, is that when you get married, you don't have to worry about anyone's birthday or anything to celebrate ever again because your wife just kind of logs it. Yeah. And, and just takes True. care of that stuff, which is it's very like, nice. Hey, what are you getting everyone for Christmas? Well, I got my wife something shiny, <laughs> and everything else was handled on my behalf. <laughs> and that's great. You know those I love feels? That. That's a good. You get a partnership. You kind of balance each other out. You have different skill sets. You do different right. things. She does that's the kind stuff, of... and I grade it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a nice. system that works. We, we have, I've said before. We Taylor, do y'all do do smoke and play Delta 8? Or are you just... Oh no, we we uh we we smoke uh, a tremendous amount of Delta Eight. I take a huge Good. amount of edibles usually, and then I'm just ripped to shit playing uh whatever we're either magic or sometimes we play Super Smash. She doesn't like to play Super Smash that much because she doesn't know the moves, and I just kind of dominate. <laughs> but yeah, Delta Eight rocks. It really is like I've had people in my real life push back and be like, "No, it's not the same," and then they like have to step back because of legal stuff and then they start smoking delta eight and they're like yeah it, it was the same you were right you it's, just have oh, to take literally twice as much so delta eight doesn't really do it for me but um thco does like like thco is pretty I thought you like delta that's 8 dangerous shit bro that gives people seizures not yet what what is thco drifter can you lay it out what, why uh thc is thc delta i forget the delta but it's an acetate they add an acetate molecule to it which I don't remember the details. It changes how it's absorbed in both your bloodstream and in your brain. And there's blah, 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 math. Basically, THCO is roughly twice the strength of regular like California weed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people like it. It also tends to be more hallucinogenic, which is super fun. But uh, at least in the state of Oklahoma, they had a series of people having seizures from it because I I, I guess it was too strong or something. Bunch of pussies. I, well, I have THC somebody gave me a shit ton of it for free, and I I was too afraid to even try it because it seems like unhealthy. Isn't THC you, you like a natural? I could just uh, mail it. it yeah, THC yeah, is a natural right, drugs with a Z on the box. <laughs> Say Sorry. that again, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Trailer. It's supposed yeah. to be. I don't THC know why it does. That. Is supposed to suppress potential seizures. Um, but if you want free cannabis, I'll give you a tip. All you need to do is upload a weed video. Not long after the October-ish appearance, I posted a tour of a cannabis farm where we did the whole thing. It was like 40 minutes of like me in this whole like endless field mm -hmm. of weed or whatever. And it's got like 700,000 views. And all these companies, they just like Google people that are making weed videos. And I get emails all the time. Hey, do you want to try my products? Hey, do you want to try my products? Hey, we got a Delta 8. And it's pretty much just like, yes, 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 yes. And now I have this literal like basket of Delta 8 I can carry around the house with everything that you can imagine. It has let's, been glorious. Uh, let's, is there a way we could pivot the podcast into getting Kyle yeah. and I a bunch of oh, free pivot. legal drinks? <laughs> so, I was just imagining sort of a uh, um, a situation where we would just, 
We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away any good Delta ideas. Sponsor. Or uh, pivoting off of that uh, in a weird way, Delta 8 fixed my back recently. So you may know it's spine's broken, two pieces, not super comfortable. I do a lot of core work to you know, mostly hold myself up with the ab muscles. Is there not anything impressive? It's unfixable. What, what does that mean? That means that the surgery you do to get it fixed has a much higher chance of failing than helping. So it's smarter, especially since I'm younger and relatively okay yeah. to build muscles instead. But that's not really the point. Bad back, ooh, ooh, boo, me, whatever. Uh, did a bunch of Delta 8 with my wife, very much so like what you were talking about, Taylor. We mm -hmm. did a lot of that, and we played video games while I have no some adult swim shit was on TV. That was my night. And then we moved on to other adult activities. And uh, as a guy with a, a, yeah, a, a store back, yeah, I have to be a little bit more careful. we got to pick our positions a little bit you know tactically but i'm high as fuck i am lit i'm not thinking about anything of that i'm just jumping on there like i'm 19 and like bang 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 it's kind of dangerous <laughs> given the problem and midway in i do it and i feel a pop and i'm like oh shit because i can feel it in the vertebra that's not so well connected and i'm like oh god oh god i'm like having a fucking anxiety attack and i'm like well it's not hurting might hurt like a motherfucker in the morning. This might be my last time for a while. Better go here. And, you know, just pass out like that mm -hmm. weed hangover. Just like dead. Wake up in the morning. And the first thing I remember is like, oh, fuck. I had rough sex last night and I popped my back. So I'm like getting out of bed, like really cautiously with like all the little support handles. And I'm like, okay, doesn't hurt. Like weird. And I like move around. And I'm like, wow, that actually feels kind of good back there. You know, bend over, stand up, do a squat. I'm like, wow, I think that's like way better than yesterday. What the there fuck did go. I do? I think I literally, yeah, I fucked it back into place. I was <laughs> super happy with that. And I say that is marijuana, not marijuana, it's Delta medical, 8 doing its yeah. job. Yeah, that's medical, medical See, like, I, I'm, first of all, it's great that you fucked your back back into place. But oh, it's yeah. lovely. Best way to do it. Kyle, you were, <laughs> you liked Delta 8 for a bit until mm -hmm. you were like, this isn't well, strong Well, I discovered enough. there's something stronger. Well, it was never But is Delta is But is THCO... Is it the same feeling I'll get from Delta 8 and regular weed? Because that's what I like about Delta 8 yeah. is it gives me the same relaxation as regular weed. I don't mind that it takes twice as much to get to the same level because it's the same sensation. Like THCO, I don't want to feel like fucking neurotic or well, like really, really energized or something. Yeah, on you it. get like really, really itchy. Um, but it's mostly your eyeballs, so you can't scratch them. So this you're fine. Fun. Oh, okay. Like you're not going to scratch your eyeballs unless you do too much, and then you go like crazy at them. But mm -hmm. just don't don't do too much. Just do a reasonable amount of THCO. No, it feels exactly like marijuana. Um, it's just it's just, it's just you need stuff. way yeah. less of it than Delta. Then, 8. then like Delta A, and it's you know it's all cheap. Like like I uh, I, I order it from that uh, that website where you could it's like fifty cents a gram or something like that. It's so goddamn yeah. cheap. What's then, what's like, your standard dose? What do you? Oh, what I do you take? Like, I, I've been using like mostly these vape pens. Like this is actually from my gas station. This isn't from the website. This is called Cannabeast. C-A-N-N-I-B-E-A-S-T. Cannabeast.com. And I've, I've got the, uh, what is this fucking Acapulco Gold. <laughs> Acapulco Gold. They 20... even spell cannabis with an I instead of an A. Yeah. Cannabis. So it's like Cannabeast. It's not the same. Yeah. And, uh, but <laughs> and, and like, the girl at the gas station, she's like, we have Delta 8 and 1.5. And I'm just like, no, I want the fucking, I want the THCO. You're, why why like, is the girl at your gas station talking you oh, to you man. in this way? Does the hallucination <laughs> part of it work? It's supposed to be more psychoactive? Like, does I don't it make know. you see things? 
Fuck no. Um, oh, that's I, a shame. I, I love that shit. I've done a lot of acid before, and I saw things there. But even then, like you're seeing thing, you're seeing things alter themselves. You're seeing like clouds, like pulsate or breathe, mm -hmm. um, or like colors sort of expand and shrink mm -hmm. and stuff. You're not seeing like a fucking pink midget dance into the room or a right, that's fine. and yeah, never. Yeah, nobody wants that. that. I would love that, but 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 that <laughs> way you leprechaun. If a pink leprechaun came in and was like, oh, and like like had some gold and had to chase him around for half an hour, that'd be the best drug in the world. I don't know what I'd pay for <laughs> that. I, if they were like, it's a thousand dollars a hit, I'd be like, how long does it last? Okay. <laughs> it last You're, you've definitely done the most drugs. Year for that. <laughs> Have you ever had synthesia from cannabis or Delta 8 or THC? I don't know what that is. Uh, like, that's where you can like uh, your senses where, get yeah. mixed up. You can uh, hear things visually. You can taste sounds and stuff like that. No, it's no, where your 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 brain doesn't interpret input correctly, and so like seeing blue might make you taste something, mm -hmm. or like feeling something might make you you know imagine. I tell you what, if I yeah. taste blue, if I ever taste blue, then I'm going to reevaluate this whole delta. No, it's not that. Thing. It's not that you're tasting blue. It's that seeing blue triggers something that makes you taste potentially something else. So it could mm -hmm. it could be. Watermelon. I refuse to draw a distinction between what i said and what you said they're both ridiculous <laughs> things yeah one was retarded uh, one was well thought out but <laughs> same thing i'm just curious that's that's same something thing. that happens to me when i get really high and very infrequently that'll happen and i can like taste a sound or something it's really weird but i think it's kind of fun it's not harmful or scary what, what it's kind of like you know uh what was a sound that you tasted and what was the sound and what did it taste like um a creaky door, a little bit less of a flavor, felt like a potato chips, like I was crunching on something in my mouth. Because I think it was creaking and my brain was interpreting that as more of a crunch. Uh, certain flavors would translate to like skin tactile sensations. And interesting. the biggest one was that sound would come out a little bit more visually. Like if I hear certain musics and whatever that I could... I started seeing like a lot of multicolor triangles and stuff, but each little beat was a little and different. Wait, and and wait, wait, I'm curious about the sound thing. So, it was this at the same time period that you were experiencing that much more mild synesthesia, or was it oh after that? Uh, like the 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 other kind you were talking about, where you might taste a chip? I think. I mean, it all happens at kind of the same time. Interesting. Uh, it's not super intense or insane or anything. It's just really neato. It's like a it's like a neat sensation that you don't normally get. So it's been fun. No, I guess most people would never experience that because like and and it sounds like something that like before we understood the science of the brain, people would be like, that's bullshit. You're making stuff up. That's nonsense. But because we know the different areas of the brain associated with different tendencies and feelings and sensations, Ooh. like it is weird that you could have a sensation on your tongue triggered by your eye so like i got i got a good one okay. i watched a youtube video about this um i can't recall what it is but it's it's when someone has no sense of fear they can't experience fear and it's because a certain part of your brain gets damaged it doesn't okay. really matter called amygdala. so there's um there, there's a handful of people who have this uh this situation and uh, there's this one woman that was part of this study and uh, she had never in her life experienced fear because that part of her brain had been destroyed. I don't remember why. Maybe a virus oh, or something mm -hmm. or a fever. In, in any case, like Born someone would come point. up to her and say, give me all your money. And she'd be like, how dare you pull that knife on me? I'll beat you up. Like, like just not afraid at all. Just sort of insulted. Rather, there's no fear. She doesn't know mm -hmm. how to experience it. She never had. And um, they were trying to determine 
where fear comes from in the brain. And obviously, because she has this part of her brain destroyed, she can't experience fear. So they were trying to find out if there was a more primordial fear. What is the the most base of fears? Mm -hmm. What is the 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 first fear? And uh, it turns out that it's probably loneliness. It's it's high concentrations of carbon carbon dioxide in the blood from an external uh, source. So that could mean drowning. That could mean uh, exposure to carbon uh, dioxide gas. Um, so what they did is they took this woman who had never experienced pain, uh, fear ever in her life, and they gave her increasingly large amounts of carbon dioxide gas and the parts of her brain that um, and the parts of her old brain, the parts in her brain stem that would process fear in a, in a different kind of animal fired. And she was terrified for the first time in her life by this sensation of having low high carbon dioxide in her blood because that old reptile brain is saying we're so, dying. So basically we're dying. she, she got waterboarded her. She, she got to the point waterboarding that, is another way to trigger that same fear section. <laughs> waterboarding wait. for science. So she, she has her whole brain in function and then they start to inhibit oxi oxygen with the CO2. And so it shuts down the least important parts of the brain first. What you know, uh, parietal, occipital, frontal. Uh, That's not what was happening here. And, and then it gets to the hind brain, which is the reptilian brain, which has no impulse to give you other than "I'm hungry, I want to fuck, and I want to sleep." The area of the brain. Or I'm scared. No, so the area that's causing the fear is theorized to be part of like like the brainstem or the or the old part of the brain, but the, but it, but it has nothing to do with like um you know the old, think, other parts of the brain shutting down. Simply the high levels of carbon dioxide caused a fear response like immediately. Even like, though her like amygdala obviously like was less responsive because of the lack of whatever oxygen. that part of her brain is that causes fear doesn't exist like when you look uh -huh. at it in a scan it's a I think it's the spot. amygdala isn't there's that two, what there's like, like there were like two lobes like, like for stress and such they showed an mri or a ct scan or whatever and there was like two dark spots that were symmetrically placed sort of in the frontal part of the brain and they were like, they're like this is the fear sector they're black they should be white they they're gone like, like she can't uh, experience fear and they did it her, more, did this help did she experience fear again afterward because you know the brain no. can rewire and le relearn things sometimes no the only the, no they they and the, but they did do this experiment to other uh people who had the same uh you know they in sense where they couldn't experience fear and they had the same results they could frighten them with the so but but the 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 core concept of the whole video was what's the you know the scariest thing and and so like they came to the conclusion that like the scariest thing is that it's it's uncontrollable high uh, levels of carbon dioxide in your blood from an ex uncontrollable but external but force. But that is a chemical change to manufacture a situation in which chemically you are scared. It didn't find out what is the actual scariest thing to be confronted with, you know? No, no, it's... I think we're that's clowns. Our brain is afraid of drowning. Our brain is afraid of suffocating at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at an older part of itself. And, and if you simulate that um, then, then it just fires regardless of whether you're drowning or not. That's why waterboarding, like, like Woody mentioned is so effective. Like you're, we goofed around with that. I certainly wouldn't say I've been waterboarded, but like we strapped me in a chair, turned it upside down and poured water on a rag into my mouth for maybe 20 seconds or something. And I fucking hated it. It was awful. I've heard that what you think works doesn't like 20 seconds. I think I can hold my breath for 20 seconds, right? Full mm -hmm. on whole nose, mouth closed 20 seconds. I've got that. Yeah. Why is it that waterboarding fucks people up in like five seconds? What if um you're you're I think it's you're, what it's uh it's going uh, into your blood. nose. 
So and because your nose and your mouth are connected, so like your mouth and that if, backwards throat starts to fill so up. As a swimmer, right? You're upside down sometimes, like uncomfortable in this way. I exhale very slowly through my nose. And that just keeps the bubble, keeps everything traveling mm-hmm. in the right direction. Maybe you guys have done this too, right? Where you're oh, upside down underwater and I exhale yeah. slowly through my yeah. nose. And it's not a, tr- not a problem. Taylor grew up with a pool. He knows this mm-hmm. scoop probably. Why I, doesn't that work waterboarding? So they take that rag and put it over your nose and mouth and hold it pretty tightly. So you can't really get rid of the excess water that's li- that's in there in a in a quick enough faster than they're adding it back. There's always like you're always three quarters of the way to drowning. You can get enough out to get a gasp in, and then it's kind of filling up to the brink again. And like even if you started with if you started holding your breath, you got 20 seconds of fuck you, buddy, unless they yeah. punch you in the stomach, right? And then right. it's like, I might actually die now. <laughs> and oh, then you're like point. like gasping a little bit. And like apparently, like, you know, like the jackass guys used to say, like, the best bit is one that hurts a lot and looks like it doesn't hurt. Waterboarding is the opposite. It looks like nothing. A walk in the park. But everyone everyone who's experienced it. it says that mm-hmm. it is the most grueling. I can't breathe. I, I, I'm inhaling water. My lungs are now heavy. They're not working the same and way. So you guys are young for this ish. But there, there was a time when there was a national debate over whether or not waterboarding was even torture. Right. Yeah. It was OK. So you get people who really sort of stake their claim and their reputation mm-hmm. on the idea that waterboarding is not that big a deal. It's not torture. And it's certainly not true that it doesn't seem to damage people. It just yeah. makes We me- may have even taken that position on this show because I know we've debated it, it before. Could be, yeah. And then these... I get like, pneumonia. I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say <laughs> without saying it is like right-wing radio hosts and TV hosts would, would say that it's not a big deal. They get waterboarded and mm-hmm. in seconds turned around. And I remember I this... Like- for, I can't remember the years. names of who it was. I think Vanity yeah. was one. Was of that Rush? Them. That's Limbaugh? what I was thinking. No, it wasn't Rush's too Rush so, at the time. Rush was probably too fat to even try. Yeah. But so, Sean Hannity, so Sean Hannity said he would in a debate. He's like, I'll oh, do it. I'll right. do it. And he then, did. like, I can't remember who it was, but they'll be like, it is now day 12,573 since Sean Hannity said he would get waterboarded next week. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna up, this is gonna upset a lot of people, but Sean Hannity is a retard and I don't like him. I don't think that upsets that many people. (laughs) I know that's the joke. Like everybody hates this guy. (laughs) Yeah. You ever listen to his show? No, never. Only on Fox. He's uh, his radio show. I don't watch uh, the I, news. I listen to the I listen to news radio, um, or if you can call it that. I listen to conservative the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> I listen to conservative talk radio uh, when it's on because I find it to be very fascinating. Um, they're 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 you know they're the most popular um, guys in front of microphones in the world. Like like conservative talk radio guys, like you don't hear about it. Like nobody goes, oh, Rush Limbaugh hits thirteen million concurrent this week. Let's all fucking clap for him. He's, he's dead. He's dead. He is, he well, is you know, dead. You said that he, the most popular yeah. people in front of a microphone in the world. That might be Joe Rogan. Well, he's lumped Idiot. in with them. At Joe, this point. Joe Rogan is oh, okay. like uh, <laughs> the eternally curious yeah, you know, the, the hard conservative right. Joe Rogan, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin. <laughs> Joe Rogan, right. that that hard right winger. <laughs> right, the guy who's for like gay rights. And, and Joe Rogan, who's like life. like like clips of him being like. Yeah, I'd fuck a trans person. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> as long as anyway. he's mad because he he lets he lets loony people won't on his show one, say whatever. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I dude. There's nothing I hate more than what radio hosts let guest talk interrupted. Fucking hate it. It needs to be curated so I can know what to believe. 
So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Taylor. Maybe yeah. <laughs> who should curate it? Um, no, who I let curate? Sean Hannity has a very good radio show. Um, he he'll present you with facts and he'll present you with experts that are like you know experts in their field and and then he'll leave it up to you. He doesn't do. I haven't heard him do that anti-mask nonsense. I have seen him hawk his vitamins, but he, he's always what like. What kind of vitamins is he selling? Like what are it, the like immune support or something like that? But 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 his thing is, is like it look, real shit or is it like actually immune? I think it's like a shitload of vitamin like, C, like D three like, and zinc and. I think it's a shitload of vitamin C and stuff. Oh. Right? But but he also talks about like everything right like like i think he's former like clergy i want to say like he was a priest in his younger years like okay so he's look, gay too look <laughs> I, I i don't know when i listen to that guy he seems very intelligent to me it just it's seems like i don't John agree Hannity you're talking about listen have you ever listened to his show i've I, never listened to him then why are you like you are sean Hannity? like yeah yeah that I mean, he did go to that, yeah, that, he says he went to seminary is, school is yeah, he a lot different huh. that's what radio i show than he is on his tv show uh, I think he's more extreme um, and more willing to like dog whistle. And uh, it's kind of fun because he has like sidebar with um, like his like engineer, this woman who's there who doesn't get a lot of mic time, but she's kind of there to, for him to bounce his ideas off of. Like, you believe this? You believe what they're saying now? Yeah, that's like right. That. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's definitely, uh, um, I like listening to the him. Rhetorical on, observer, the rhetorical observer. The rhetorical observer is amazing when you're talking about yeah. something like um, trans teen athletes, for example, something that, that we all fall on the, the right side of that little like Venn diagram, right? That we're like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like women's athletics kind of ends if we allow like trans athletes compete against them because there's no. Um, Just make a trans league. Boom. Well, then, Problem solved for everybody. Well, well, then there's like two athletes, right? Like, I don't like, care. The, then the worst you can do is silver. Everyone see, wins. I told you people, you didn't believe me. Separate but equal Taylor. Right? Separate <laughs> <laughs> equal Taylor. Well played. That, oh that is God. very well played. Comedy comes in threes. Comedy comes in threes and so does bigotry. <laughs> Why not a uh, hey, non hey, hey, Taylor? You, the third right. Okay, for a reason. Okay, not the fourth, not the second, the third. Nazi. You never hear anything about the Second Reich. That must have been a colossal failure. I think it lasted a lot longer than the third one. Oh well, don't correct. <laughs> Wasn't I, I want to say the tagline was like, like like you know a Reich to last a thousand years for the Third Reich. Yeah. Or for the second. Uh, Whenever I see that footage of that big Nazi uh, swastika exploding on the building, it, like I always thought of that as like, like CGI for some reason. Like it, it looks like such a fake explosion when they do it, but it just really looks like that. It's like, it looks like something, I don't know, animated. If you, if, I, I, I remember you... like learning about World War II, and being so like the only thing i took away from it was that every country had different kinds of tanks and all the tanks had advantages and disadvantages and so i got really into tanks for a while when i was like 10 what's your favorite tank uh well i like the tiger i, I like the the russian tiger the because it basically was that's a, a it was it was a no 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 it was the tactics they used with it because the the only reason that the tiger on the the ussr side was able to even compete with the German Panzer was because they brought so many. And the meme is always, oh, it's the U.S. with the Shermans that brought so many. The Russians did the same thing. And but, the uh, T2 the Tiger, Tiger Tank had yeah, a Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Gun. We got a fact check live here. Uh, Tiger Tanks are German. I was trying to say that from the very beginning. 
But um, wait, what's the big one? What's the giant USSR? Oh, oh, go no, no. Well, what you want to go to the is the uh, the mouse. Uh, but it's like however you spelled mouse in German, like like T thirty four. I was saying T twenty two or some shit. The T thirty four Soviet tank. That hey, was hey, the big one. Were you? Did you ever play that company of um com, company like, of heroes? The, the the game where you move the squads around the RTS game. Yeah, I mean, you and I played it together. Uh, I know, I'm trying right to remember. That's you that played that with us, like like back then. Did, is, is, did you did you play that with us? Where you could you could move the tanks around? It was an RTS with tanks and squads and machine gunners and. Oh, you're thinking about Red Alert, right? Maybe. That was a great game. I haven't played that in a while. I could, I could be down. I've been playing so much Tarkov, but I could I could be lured away. Tarkov needs tanks. Tarkov does. <laughs> Tarkov's getting APC soon, like, right? The the scab boss on the next map's rolling around on an APC. Dude, they'll have tanks before you know it at this rate, right? I hate tanks in a game. I, I hate it when, like, Oh, the way to do well in this game is to get in the tank, and then you can kill all the people who are on foot and pretend you're good. Wouldn't it be <laughs> fine if they like gave the tank enough downside that like one, you know, subversive person could kind of like throw a bomb on it? And we kill, were, like, we were, we were playing a game yeah, recently. Like we were playing a tank game like a while back. I didn't care for it, but everybody else was down. Where like we were like three or four men controlling a tank, and everybody had a job, so it was kind of neat. Like one guy's driving, obviously, and one guy's on like the coaxial machine gun, like the little one, and mm. then somebody's on the main gun. And then we may have even had a fourth in there as like our spotter, who's just all the time just like looking, and he's like, "Oh, fucking three o'clock, fucking three o'clock!" Like like on the, on foot, and the coax spins around, da, 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 like chopping guys down, and working mm -hmm. as a team like that because. The in that game, like it was really well balanced. It seemed like it was hard to use a tank. Like the mm -hmm. the guys who had like rocket launchers in the woods, you'd be hard to spot them. Didn't uh, uh, Battlefield did that when they added tanks, right? Like they made them really hard to control as I a way to balance it. Games. Battlefield is either, kind of dead I, right now. So is it? Battlefield twenty seventy seven was a massive flop. Step back. Man. It was yeah, a step backwards in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah, 2042, 2042 whatever 27 it just, it's just dead. Did, didn't they go free to play or they're considering it or something yeah yeah that's Tons the idea um, good because like, like i saw this video and look i don't play battlefield at all i haven't seen i haven't played since bad company 2 which was a great game but uh, they showed like a uh, comparison between the previous entry in the series is it was it like a war, 1942 or Maybe a world, world, world. Uh, there was it was World War Two, and then Battlefield Four from like 2013. Okay, well they showed like things like sprint animations, like gun inspect animations, like like mag check stuff, and like the the different. There was so many like steps backwards on the fine details of the game that you had to imagine that the broad strokes were were like cheaped out on as well. So many copy paste, but like poor copy paste, and so many just step backwards. It's like it's like when you used to pull an empty magazine out of your weapon. It would appear empty. There wouldn't be any rounds in it. Now there are rounds in it. And it's like, look, come on. Like I'm, I hate to nitpick, but this is a AAA title. Like, <laughs> and you had already like fi figured this out. Like you took a step backwards. You took a step backwards. I would have liked it if you step took a step forward and like maybe there were scratches there because bullets had been in it or something. Like, like add more detail, not less. Yeah. Tarkov is getting more and more detailed every time they put a little patch in. It's it's getting so. It, the game, every patch, it, it seems like the game slows down a little and becomes a little bit more tactical and and uh, difficult to play. Tarkov's crazy. That that I don't know if another game will ever match it in its level of detail and gunplay and realism and like what they do with ballistics. What they you said, 
you check to see if your magazine's empty, right? In Tarkov, mm -hmm. you don't just see if there's bullets. Every bullet looks different. People who know the game better than me look at what the bullet looks like externally in their magazine to know what is loaded in this thing. Like if I take someone else's gun, I'll look at it and see the mags. Uh, it Tarkov is super. The, uh, like, like I was watching Willers play today and uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I subscribed and I chatted with him for a minute um, there while he played. He's a really nice guy. He mentioned you. He said that you guys have played before. Um, yeah. He carried me through a kill scat dude. It, so if bullshit. I, it might have been bullshit. I, I had to kill like 10 scavs with like out armor or something like that. And uh, I'm on woods because I, I do kind of well getting scavs there. If I if I go through the woods, I it's pretty common. I can get like four or five scavs, you know, on my own, just playing solo and, and survive. Willers is like, what, you need 12? That should be no problem. And he is just like finding everything for me, taking he me around. Where they are, yeah. He knows where they are. And, and if it's a PMC, he handles it for me. He... he he carried me through that. Um, quite nice. He's 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 the best movement guy in all yes. of Tarkov. He yeah. is a parkour master. He is he is one of the few players who can make this. So this game's movement feels sluggish. It feels um, cumbersome. You can feel like a boat moving in the water sometimes, especially when overloaded. And when Willers plays, he's playing so slick. He's like a parkour game or something. He's sliding down rails and tucking into windows and going phasing through windows that you didn't think it's outrageous crazy he's jumping stuff. on top of shipping containers and stuff that you didn't think you could get boing, on top boing, of. boing and, like, and like, it's like great. i might maybe i could like get on top of the shipping container if sure. i try it repeatedly and i'm not under pressure and i get a chance to you know and, and it's like three jumps just to do the hard jump so mm -hmm. you know but him he does it in the heat of battle hitting this stuff like like it's nothing yeah and and like i've literally seen him jump on top of people's heads and they're confused as to what what's happening it, it's, he's uh he's, he's got a good. he's got uh my favorite thing about him though it isn't how good he is at the game it's his uh it's his sort of like entire attitude about streaming being online and uh and how to handle that uh, he is a really chill guy um he, he 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 always just says you know get gg uh and like like the chat will get toxic or whatever he'd be like hey hey he played the game same as i did he came in the raid he risked his gear he played his game and i played mine and guess who's dead me get over it i don't care why should you don't go to his chat and bother him oh he's talking shit hey people cope with stuff differently right he just lost a gunfight it sucks i know how that is gg to him don't go over there and bother him let's have fun and I'm just like, damn, this guy's positive. This is good shit. <laughs> it's it's really good, good stuff. I I like Anton's vibe a lot. You know, he he, he interacts with his chat a ton, and mm -hmm. uh, it's it's often fun. And I, when I first streamed Tarkov, would like throw a temper tantrum when I died. Yeah. And then I watched better Tarkov streamers not do that and do that, and I'm like, man. I got to be like these guys. I got to be chill. I got to relax. I, I do not like watching people throw a temper tantrum. And I think in my fucked up head, I was almost trying to convince people that this doesn't happen all the time. You yeah. know, like, oh, this is very upsetting for me. Oh. Can you believe I died? So, 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 like, I, I play for like a handful of people in, the, in like the Discord, and some of them have no idea what the game is. So, uh -huh. when like I went in and like wiped out like a full five man squad and then two or three more players and like in sequence, and I was like, 
this was my best game ever. You should know. Um, th- I've never <laughs> done anything like this, especially that part where I screamed at them, you're all going to die. This doesn't <laughs> usually happen. This was an all-star moment for me, just so we all are clear. But then later on, like when I completely fuck up, I'm like, you see what happened there was I thought I knew how to throw grenades. <laughs> I like I, I don't know it's what hard. stream I was watching a streamer the other day. I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of the big Tarkov streamers, a guy with five, six, ten thousand hours or something. And they were okay. like, Why don't you bring grenades? He's like, I don't trust myself to throw grenades. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this guy has literally played this game uh, like like he's halfway to that 10,000 hour thing where he's like, had like, enough errors against him with grenades to know it's not his jam like he doesn't think that he's good enough at the game to use frag grenades and i was just like fuck this game is i mean if he's not good enough you clearly aren't no no definitely not definitely not i've it's killed crazy. myself with grenades a lot I, I i did it very recently yeah I, and sometimes grenades don't do what the game shows you. So, like, I, I saw Larry threw a grenade. And what you do is you yell, bad nade, bad nade, if it doesn't go like you meant it to. Yeah. And that means everyone knows, shit, bad nades happen to all of us. Get out of here. There's a nade about near our feet. On my screen, it was a good nade for a second. For a second, I saw the nade go out the window and everything was fine. So I'm like, Larry's mistaken. It wasn't a bad nade. And then the nade comes back through the window and it's at my feet and I die. And it's like, fuck, I should have just listened to him. He told me it was a bad nade. I thought I knew better because I saw better. Tarkov, man. Was that a glitch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The game is, you know, it's a game that's been in development this whole time. And there are pros and cons to that. People shit on that and I don't like it. Well, I mean, there's a very big pro to, as a developer, saying a game is always in development because then you're above reproach. See, that's one way to look at it, but but these guys aren't above reproach. They they take part in, like, community podcasts, which discuss the state of the game and where they want it to go and stuff. They're pretty transparent about that sort of thing, and I appreciate it. Uh, There's... They know it's a work in progress, and it is, and so you kind of have to like take the bad with the good, I guess. But the good part of that is, is like, unlike a game like this most recent Battlefield game where they're scrambling and like, maybe we just make it free, huh? Like, Tarkov can make have a bad patch where they like break the fucking game, and it's like, don't worry, we'll fix it in like a week or two. Like, we'll get to you soon. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll you know, like, like we'll fix it as soon as we can. You know, we broke That's, the game. Don't worry, we'll fix it. And when it comes back, it's, it's better. It's, like, in, like it's, it's interesting you're saying that, but like also anyone who is super into a game will say like, oh yeah, after a week, it's all good. Like, don't even like, it's all going to be fine. Oh, like, I will not tell you that about Tarkov. Tarkov has, I started playing like two or three years hmm. ago. It was a fucking shit show. It bar- It was so terribly optimized. Okay, fair enough. So many issues. I'm still playing the same game. They've improved all of those terrible things about 30%. It's about 30% better Sorry. across the board. It's, sound. Sti- it's still poorly optimized, but I get 90 to 115 frames. I can play on 90 to 115. I'm playing in 2K. Um, it's it's still like glitchy, but the servers are pretty decent. I haven't disconnected in months. I, like maybe three times this wipe, I've like disconnected and been like, what the fuck? What do we do? Reconnect, reconnect. That used to happen so much. And mm-hmm. this is a game where fuck, that can be punishing 
there could be an instance where you were the best you and you shit on everybody and you took your time taking the magical bullets out of their fucking clips so you could stick them in your asshole and you just piled money on top of money and you're trucking it out and then the game disconnects and you're like, I only have 60 more seconds before the game is over. I have to get out and you don't have 60 more seconds to like fucking reconnect. Yeah. Like you can get fucked. You get Tarkov, as they say, like that, where it doesn't matter how good you are or like or anything. The game just says no. Yeah, but I, I it's, it's, it's addictive as fuck. Um, having a great time, having a great time as always. Having a great time. So, <sighs> check out Tarkov if you're interested in Tarkov. <laughs> Tarkov. <laughs> I'm joking. Lock and load. No, Buy check out some uh, fucking lock and load. Buy some cum like pills, girl. <laughs> uh, check out uh, check out Drifter and, uh, and and whatever his endeavors may be right now. Anything you want to plug, Drifter? Uh, just my Twitter. I do a lot of Twitter videos, uh, probably more on Twitter than on YouTube. So I'm okay. very active there. Ooh, At Drifter with a zero, right? Yeah. Same. I'm just Drifter with a zero everywhere. Zero. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and uh, check out our Jizz Biz uh, pills. Uh, get yourself a manly load. Um, a pod. <laughs> we're load positive. <laughs> we're, we're load positive here, but but not. <laughs> no pause <laughs> loads, but. <laughs> Uh, right. And uh, what else? What else? What, are, what are other sponsors? Feels and Blue Chew, I think. Feels and Blue Chew. Uh-huh. Get a hard yeah. dick and take CBD to help you sleep with your hard dick. So there you and, go, friends. All right, all right. PKA 583. Oh.